Okay, so you 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 had your complaint that we didn't uh, introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to like introduce us? Yeah. yeah so introduce myself. Or yeah. You go first. I'll go first. I'm okay. Nathan. I'm the uh, the worst tour guide for the most outrageous spiritual journey that anybody will ever have. You go ahead. Your turn. My my introduction is not as good. I'm uh, Elisha Rogers. I'm a fundamentalist Baptist. We'll have to unpack what that means because I don't agree with everything in it. But go ahead. So okay, so I'm not a Calvinist, which is we they don't they believe in like predestination. Okay. So basically, God decided who's going to be saved. He decided it, and if that's not happening, it's not you. It has nothing to do with what. Basically, if I go talk to somebody, it has nothing to do with it. God decided. That's something you and Hedrick will agree on. Yeah, I, I disagree with that doctrine. I don't think the Bible teaches that doctrine. You know, it says, you know, God calls them. It gives everyone the chance. So I don't think the Bible teaches that. So I disagree with that. Um, there's a, I don't think there's any other really fundamental beliefs that I'm aware of. Now, there's, is, a, there's a lot of, like, general Baptist debate because I'm, I'm an independent Baptist. Are, are Baptists genuinely Calvinists? Like, do they believe that? Do they believe in predestination? <laughs> well, Fundamental Baptists, there's a lot who do. Now, it's a re- the problem is with Baptists is you have like Southern Baptists and you have another kind of Baptist. I can't I can't think of what they're called. Another organization, and you have Independent Baptists. Okay. So the difference is is Southern Baptists and the other thing they have a group that gets together and discuss what they believe, and whatever they decide on, they put in their bylaws. So when you join a Southern Baptist church, each one has to believe the same, or they get rid of you. They excommunicate you from the Southern Baptist church. That's wild. Okay. Now, the independent Baptist church, every church is its own entity and decides its own core beliefs. Like, if you come into my church right now and you ask for our core beliefs, the preacher, if the pastor, if he didn't have it already, he could print you out a copy of what we believe. And so when you join our church, you're, you're agreeing, yes, I also believe these core beliefs. Okay. So, like, we don't believe in predestination. You know, we don't believe baptism saves you. That's something that some do. Um, they Some do believe it's, like, you have to do it. You know, we don't believe that. We believe it's a ceremony you do after you get saved as a representation. You know, we've talked about it. It just It's a demonstration of you dying and being born again, basically. Sure. And so, but there is some who believe that. Um, that's And then there's some, around here you have a real big melting pot, you know, because where we live, every church is really independent. They just don't realize it. Like, yeah. I, I've got a buddy who is trained. Like, he went to school to be a Baptist preacher. You can go to school for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for 100% for theology and all that. He's trained. He went to like a, I can't remember where, but he's a pastor of a Methodist church. He told them, I'm a Baptist. And they're like, it's fine. It's fine. We, we agree with you. <laughs> but but the sign still says Methodist. And it's just around here, each church you go into, they don't at all realize that they're part of a bigger group sometimes because it's just like some random guy. It's like, I want to start a church. and. We're going to be Methodist because my great-grandfather was Methodist. Yeah, like they built the church. Yeah, and they just assume that the Methodists believe what they believe, and so they don't even go, hmm, what do Methodists believe? They just they don't even Yeah, know. and so you have what? a lot of churches around here, like I went into, and I'd be like, do you believe in perfection, like a holiness church? I'm like, no, we don't believe that. I'm like, that's what the, the church was built on. We it's got like this belief. I don't remember which which episode it was, if it was one or two, but we got curious about that, and we wanted to do that. Where we were like, we want to go to churches and ask yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, like, we just wanted to know. Yeah. Like, to their, like, do they even yeah, know? It's so surprising how many people, when you're, like, trying to tell them what their doctrine is, they're like, no, nah, it doesn't teach that. And you're like, it's written, like, in your core, like, a Southern Baptist. You, like, open it up, and you're like, this is what they teach. And they go, well, we don't believe that. And I'm like, well, then you can't say you're a Southern Baptist, okay? You're going to be an independent Baptist. 
But if you believe what they're voting on, it's wrong. Then you're that's it. Like you know, we don't we don't like the fact that they vote on women pastors, and I don't believe that. You know, we've talked about. It. I believe in rare situations, if you're in the middle of the desert, and there's like a community of 20 people, God called a man. He was like, Nah, God, I'm not going to do it. And then He called a woman, and a woman could step up and lead. Sure, okay. But I believe that's to the man's failing. I hope that's what the Bible teaches that the woman should be at least in church. But don't get me wrong. I think a woman, if she wants to stand on the side of the street and preach, God can do that, 100%. That's not the church. There's female prophetesses, you know, who even Moses' sister, she was a prophetess, okay? God gave her dreams, and she talked to the people, okay? It's just in the church entity that I disagree with it. And right now they're voting on it. They're having a huge—I don't know if they've come to any uh, concrete decision, but, you know, I think the Bible's pretty clear, and so we don't join stuff like that because we don't think— any group of people should be able to come together and change our doctrine. That's one of the biggest differences between us and most other churches. You know, you know, the Mormons, they got their president. Catholics got their popes. I think it's the, unor- the unorthodox, the orthodox church that have their own, like, pope guy. I can't think of what they call him. But he also can change doctrine. And so most of, like, a lot of major religions, I don't know anything about Jehovah's Witnesses, so I don't, I don't know what they believe. But a lot of them have where a, there's a leader, and he can come up and be like, now, the Bible says that, but God has helped me reach this conclusion that's opposite of what the Bible says. It's like, no, nah, I can't do that, okay? It's like a one thing, because some people will say, well, you know, Jesus changed some of the Bible. It's like, okay, yeah, but then Jesus died, and God brought him back from the dead. If there's ever been a stamp of approval of what you're teaching, it's when God brings you back from the dead. Okay? You've been crucified and yeah, come back. Exactly. It's like, if you've been through all that, and God's like, yeah, let me bring him back, there must be something in what you're saying. I'm going to listen to you. And so, so yeah, we, we believe our very distinct doctrine. We don't believe in works. We don't believe works save you. Now, the Bible teaches you can get different rewards, okay, for different works. You know, it doesn't say specify, but it just basically says that, you know, if you work for God, you're going to have a better, you're going to have a reward in heaven versus if I get saved, you know. And you, don't, you just yeah, go to church every to Sunday. Like, yeah, I go to church every Sunday. I read my Bible every once every couple months. <laughs> and I tell one man about Jesus in my life. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, Now, sure. I don't believe it's going to be like different levels of heaven. The Bible doesn't teach that. There's one verse, I believe it's just one, where he talks about the three heavens, okay? But you got to understand, what he's saying is the sky, space, and then spiritual heaven. Oh, yeah. He, he's talking about those because in the old times, many of them referred to like the heavens. You know, yeah, the they just look up to the sky. Exactly. Sure. And so that's what it's teaching. It's not saying there's different levels, different of, levels heaven. of heaven. Yeah, there's no place in the Bible else where you can go, oh, yeah, bro, clearly that's level one. That's not a thing. We don't believe that. We believe there's one heaven, one hell, you know, and then after, don't get me wrong, there's a lake of fire. You know, we teach that. There's some who don't believe that all that they believe. Now, I've never thought, I don't know if they're Baptists. I don't know what they are. But some believe it's just like, you, you don't go to hell until you until the world ends. And it's basically like lake of fire. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we talked so. about that. Like, we don't believe that. So I've, I'm one who believes that we go straight to heaven or hell, depending on if we believe in God or not, if we're saved. You know, by grace, through faith sure. alone. I believe we go. Now, there's judgment. And during judgment, we will, because God will, you know, end up destroying the heaven and the earth and the hell. All three will be destroyed. And he'll build a new one. Because after all, Lucifer sinned in heaven. So, Wait, so if you if you believe that when you die, you just immediately go to hell or heaven, then uh-huh. what's the point? Of, what's what's the rapture from your perspective then? What's the, What happens with, like on judgment? Like when he comes God back? God comes against the ones that are alive. That are alive. So yeah, and just, then and then you have the judgment. Now I believe that those that are in 
or like will get the reward. Some believe like they teach the. Are you are you asking me like if I believe like the rapture happens, then judgment? Yeah, I thought. As, I as, thought the idea was that like when he came back, that's when that's like when you get judged. As far as I know, judgment but, is. I, I could be wrong. I could be slightly incorrect. No, I've not looked this, into this as much. This, yeah, this goes back to like yes. my mom was. Uh, oh my god, what are they called? Uh, starts with a P. Pentecostal. Yeah, and I yep. think that that's what they believe. They, I they, think they, they believe the you don't. Happens, yeah, like judged. when you die, it's like you just sleep, yeah, sleep. and then when the rapture happens, right. you get judged, and that's it. Well, see, which are, you know, the thing with that is because there's some who believe something like that. Then there's some who believe you know you know you've got God's gonna come get His people. Then you got the seven years of tribulation, and then God will seal up Satan. He'll come and rule for a, a thousand years. Then he'll let Satan out for a season. And then, then comes judgment. Some people believe that's when judgment happens because that's the last chance you have to choose heaven or hell. You know, that's the last chance. God will release Satan. If you choose to go with Satan, then then you'll be cast in a lake of fire. You know, I don't know why you would, but if you would, and then I and I I believe that's what I believe. Now I could be wrong. I will. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't I haven't studied enough about like whether what order is of judgment. And so I'm gonna be honest with you. It could be that we sleep. But it's also I'll one of those open to under to 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 being this. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't matter that much. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like those, if yeah, you die yeah, and wait. Yeah, does it's it, like does it. Are you gonna realize you're waiting if you're dead? Yeah, if you you're die and then like you just wake up. You're not gonna be in the casket. How long am I gonna be in my body, it's man? It's been four hundred yeah, years. Exactly. It's been forever. I thought it would only be like ten. Yeah, exactly. I know. I don't think. Yeah, it's one of those that doesn't really matter. It's one of those. It's not really doctrinally important. It's one of those like minor issues, like tattoos and stuff that yeah. Baptists don't argue. About. You know, I don't believe most minor things don't matter. Yeah, it's one of those things where you could just go like, "Wow!" Like yeah. you say, like, "I think we immediately go to heaven." Someone goes, "I think we wait for judgment." And it's like, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, okay. it's it's like it could, either one could be right, but there's yeah. no like it's not going to stop us from going to heaven. God's so. not going to look at you like your list and, and go, "Well, you exactly. did really good, except you thought yeah, you would yeah. uh, straight exactly. to heaven." He's not going to go like you messed up that one thing. So I guess you chose gone. Lake of Fire. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, we, I don't believe that. As long as you believe, you know. That it's not by works. It's by faith in Jesus alone. You know, it says in the Bible, it's not by works, lest any should boast. You know? And so that's in the book of Ephesians, I think chapter 2, verse 8, and I think it says 10, something like that, I believe. Um, so as long as it's by works, and the Trinity, you got to believe in the Trinity, because if you don't believe in the Trinity, then, then you have to deny, well, in some sense, that Jesus is God. But it says that Jesus is God in the Bible. It says, you know, you got God, the, the Father, the Word and the Holy Ghost, and they are one. You know, the Word and John, I believe, is when he talks, and he called God. Jesus calls himself the Word. You know, he is the Word of God. You know, John one one. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. And so, as long as you believe in the Trinity and you believe in Jesus that died, was crucified, and rose from the dead, okay, that it's not by perfection, it's by faith alone, and you give your life to Christ. Those are the only core. Theological beliefs that that I'll, I'll debate on that I'm like, well, that I'll, that I'm serious about. I'm like, we need to talk about this because this is what matters. Because yeah. if you're if I'm wrong on this, then I'm, I'm going to hell probably. Yeah. If you're wrong, you're going to hell. So depending on who you're talking to, you know. Cause yeah, it's a little different depending on what religion. Some believe that even if I was wrong, I'm I'm not. But I believe you know Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father except through Him. Yeah. So you're gonna be hated. 
more than like anybody oh, ever. Yeah. But in your in your defense, at least if somebody asks you, you have an answer. Exactly. If someone exactly. goes, "What do you believe?" you have an yeah, answer. Exactly. I like to be I like to be very precise because you have no clue how often you know, like I'll talk to somebody and they'll tell somebody else what I believe and it's completely wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? How did you get there from what I was talking about?" Because yeah. because they put in what they've already heard. Because especially around here, since we have so many believers, There's it so like many. accumulates people's opinions, and so they get it all wrong half the time. There's like three churches within a mile of here, exactly, and they're all different. Yeah, in my home and not and not my home really, but where I used to live, there is like seven. Just like you can go straight, and it's one on the left, one on the right, one on the left, and then one on the right, and it just keeps going all the way to the end of the road. Yeah, if you. Uh, if you make a left leaving my house and follow uh-huh. down like half a mile, you run into a Baptist church. And uh-huh. then if you go another half a mile making a left to that stop sign, you run into like a Methodist church. It's so crazy. When like right there. And then if you go 10 minutes down the mountain, I don't know what that church at the foot of the mountain I is. I remember where it's at, but there's one place where it's like literally like a Baptist church on one side and there's like I think a holiness on the other. It's like literally across Dude. each other. It's like the wildest thing to do. In Stevenson, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Stevenson, but they have like uh-huh. they have like typical just blocks. You know, like they'll have like Third Street, Second Street, First Street, okay, and they sure. all have like interjections. So okay, it's like a I'm typical grid. I've never been to it's like a typical grid. Okay, and if yeah. you like just loop like First to Eighth Street, I think there's like six different churches. Yeah, there's yeah. like a church at the corner of like every intersection. Yeah, we li- we live in a world where like if I walk into a church and they say something I don't like, I can just walk down you the just road. Just down the road until I find one. And I'm like, yeah, this these guys teach what I agree. So I agree with them. Yeah, and, and I get to be honest. I don't think that's the norm. I think the norm is you went to that church because your mom went to exactly. that church. Well, see, I don't know. I and I feel like that's why when you walk in there and you ask them what they or if you go to that right. Methodist church that has a Baptist well, pastor, yeah. they just go, I don't know. This is where my mom took me. The thing is, it's really it's 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 changed a lot. As I've gotten older, because more people have started to be able to look up on Google and stuff, are like, this is what we believe. I don't believe that. And then they move on. Or I've had family members. I mean, they just go from one church to the other. Like, it just didn't feel right. I'm like, it it's not about what it feels. It's about what they teach. Okay? Don't get wrong. If, if they're teaching and it's like dead as a doornail, okay, probably something's wrong with the church. But just because you don't feel like this is home does not mean let's just go to the next church. Okay? you got to give more of a chance than that. Pray. A lot of people have a bad habit, you know, they make all their plans they got out of it, you know. So you gotta let it settle for a bit. So right. and especially around here. I mean so many people are like, Oh, I used to be part of this church and this church and this church. I'm like, what happened? You know. <laughs> like it just didn't feel right. I'm like, that's it. Did you talk to anybody? Did you ask yourself what that yeah, meant? I was like, did you Did like, you try to preach? Exactly. Did you did you like pray a little bit and talk to some people? Like, is there anything I can do? Like to be part of this group? Like yeah. I feel better, like I feel like I belong. <laughs> do you know, you know what you're feel? do you know what you believe and does it like you know, is yeah, it con- not yeah. what they believe? Yeah, like, they don't even ask for their bylaws. And, like, a lot of people around here don't even join churches. Like, there's so many people who just, in our generation, they'll just go. They just go. They just like, go. Oh, I've been going here for like three years. I'm like, yeah, but are you a member? No. How do you become a member? How do you become a member of your church? Okay, so there's several ra- ways. So, and a lot, most Baptist churches, you've been joined by a note. So, your old church can write a note saying, you were, you were a Christian, you were saved, you know, basically, you're saved in some sense. Like, you were recognized as, as working Christian, you claim to be saved. Know, sure, and then they can pass that on to the current church, and they they can make you a member. Okay, wait, will they do that with like no problems? The church will just be like, yeah, go to that as, other church as long, as long as you've been there a while. And well, uh, yeah, I, I've never seen it where they're like, we can't trust this note. You know, they'll ask you, do you believe in God? Has your so church yes. ever written a note for somebody else going to another church? 
I actually I do believe we did. I do believe we had we had a. That's a weird thing to ask for. Who had who had uh, uh, a couple kids and they decided they was gonna go to a different church. I felt like that's where God led them, and so that they they asked for a note, I believe, and we took a, we talked about it in like a meeting because we have meetings. You know, we decide. You know, the church leaders, all that's decided in a meeting. At least saying that that's where you feel like God's leading you is a better. Yeah, it's, it's better than it didn't feel right. Yeah, exactly, it's better than like yeah. The vibe was one, off. Yeah, one guy stood up and said something weird. I was like, nah, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> gotta yeah. get. But the other way is like if you've never joined the church, you come, you can, you basically say I'm a Christian. They ask you, are you saved? They'll you say yes, and you believe in the Trinity. You know, they might ask you a couple questions. They'll tell you their bylaws. You know, it, regardless if you're joining, they give you their bylaws. We've got, well, I guess I guess they're called the Articles of Faith. We've got like 15 Articles of Faith. You know, the Trinity, you know, you know, we don't allow homosexuals to join. You know, we don't believe that's, that's a sin. You know, we uh, we believe in the Trinity. We don't believe baptism saves. And there's some more. I probably should know them all and have them written down somewhere. But I read them at the time. I was like, I agree with them all. And so then you actually get baptized. They, they baptize you into the church. And sure. So even if so... Even if you've already been baptized, even if you've already been baptized, they get baptized in the church. Yeah, yeah I, they just, well, I feel they like just, that's yeah, now, now, they, they, now. As far as I know, they don't do it if you join with a letter. If you've already been in another church and you join with a letter, they don't. <laughs> They'll just like oh, you, yeah. you're certified. I, I think I think it's actually optional too. Some people choose not to be baptized in the church if they've already been baptized. They say no, already been baptized. I was Christian, you know, and pastor will normally say yeah, you're still you're you're joined. And then from then on, you can vote. That's why that's why it's, it's made more. Some churches like walk in, like you've been there a couple weeks, like you want to join, they're like, yeah, sign peace, and like, you know. But we have to be super strict about who can join because they get to vote. It's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, the, the church, like part. the church, I've even heard of it where like a, a big group of people come in, they vote everyone out and take over the church completely. That's why it happens. There's churches who are like scared of it because they were like, I, I went to a church over in where I used to live in Otter, and it literally happened. They had a bunch of people join. Then they voted like the pastor out and everything, like every bit of them. And then everything fell apart, and he ended up becoming the pastor again. Yeah, because when we joined, we were a large group of people, so a lot of people were scared we were trying to take over the church. That's a wild thing. Yeah, because when we joined, it's a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like, so my cousin who invited me to go to her church, I think she said she's been going for like several months now, and they don't even talk to anybody. Yeah, that's wild. I, yeah, she said that this, they say like, well... Okay, she said they sit like in the, the corner, like just the corner by themselves. Right, yeah, which yeah. apparently she has loosely mentioned that they kind of just want to be there uh-huh. and not necessarily like force anything. Well, I, so then that might be a reason why but, they left their alone. Church, but it's like forsake not to gather together. Okay, you're supposed to gather together. You're supposed to communicate. Not kind of just be scared. Yeah, you're not supposed to get in there and like listen to the preacher. Go time to go home. <laughs> it's like that's not the point of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's important. But you should you you need people. There should to count be a com- like a communal yeah. thing. If, yeah, something. It's, if you're dealing with a struggle, there should be someone in your church you can go talk to. You yeah, know, sure. If if some older man in the church needs work done in his yard, you should be able to come to the younger folks. Well, like, I it's, need help. It's kind of weird that uh, they haven't really expanded because like the reason why they started going to that church was while she was pregnant. Uh-huh. They had a they had like a, a community group. Where they would get things for like pregnant women, like diapers, oh okay, like okay, yeah. uh, cribs, stuff like that, like a quilt. I think they like they knitted her like a blanket that's pretty, that's and stuff cool. like that. That's like that's cool. what their church did, and then right. she was like, "Oh, I'll start going." Mm-hmm. So it's like that kind that communal part already existed, but right, then it's yeah. like they kind of yeah. just were like, "We just yeah, want to be here." You can't be worried about like being embarrassed and stuff. People do it all the time. That's why, like, we walk up and I shake her hand. Like, 
I'm J- I'm a, I'm Elisha. I'm James. You know, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? And that happened when I went with Hedrick to his exactly. Church. Yeah. They would you, like just appear. Yeah, exactly. Ever, we, if I come into church, I see a new new person. You're gonna go I say me- hi. I immediately want to say hi. Shake their hand. You know, introduce myself. Ask them their name. Have you read the bylaws? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't ask them that the first time they come to church. Now, sometimes we've had we've had people who come like thirty times, forty times, and we go, Hey, have you considered joining the church? You know, we explain to them because some don't know, some don't even realize how it works. Like they just assume that they to keep going, they're a member, and you're like, it's not how it works. So, so you guys won't let homosexuals in, like at all. Like, have you ever had? Oh, have you guys ever oh, had them? I feel like, like I need ask? to mention this. They can't be members. They can come into church all they want. We yeah, can, we can, yeah, you they can probably. fill the pews. You know, a drunk man could walk in and sit down on the pew. We're not going to say anything to him. We're going to preach the word of God because he deserves to be saved just as much, and he needs it just as much as the rest of us. So, so no you, matter what they believe, yeah, it, so you, that, yeah. but you let them come in. So it's kind of the same thing, like with Hedrick's church, where they said that they won't like condone the marriage. Exactly. So exactly. they can't be like, uh, we're gonna butcher his whole stance here, but they can't like have that eternal marriage. Yeah, they can have the eternal marriage. But they can still be. Exactly. They can go to the church. Yeah, and and he said, I believe that they can join. But now yeah. he said, there's no moving up. They do. I don't know what they do exactly to move yeah. up. But in our church, if, so yeah. So in our church, you have twenty of them. Come in and yeah. be like, let's vote the pastor out, Ver- and then make it gay exclusive or something, exactly. and then that's it. The church is so just that. So yeah, so we can't we can't endorse such into our like government. You know, don't get me wrong. If you're like out sinning, if you're like if you're a Christian, right? If, if I was to go get drunk and start partying for like a month, I would get a note probably from the church saying, "Hey, you got to stop, gotta stop this. this. This is wrong. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to remove you from our role." We're at the removed from the church. You can't. You can't be living in sin. You can't just go to church and vote being drunk as cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You and then leave, have yeah, ten yeah. other people vote that, and then everybody at your church is getting drunk. Exactly. It'd be yeah, kind of yeah, funny yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't endorse such like that and still be a member of the, our church. And so they given they there a lot of arguments and stuff have been about this because there's people who feel like they shouldn't have been kicked out of the church. They argue about like a debate in theology and stuff. But it does happen where sometimes a person just goes away from God, and you got to give them a note, and be like, "You're not a member anymore. We can't allow it." <laughs> That's the nicest way to put that. Yeah. When they go away from God, we give them a note. I, I want you to know, that some of the notes are so crazy. Some Have you are, read some of them? I've like went online because I was like, I was just wondering. Some of them are, are too far. Some of them are like aggressive. I'm like, okay, you're supposed to pet warn them, okay, but they're your they're your brother or sister, okay? It's not like do bash you, them over. Do the you remember any of these notes? No, not really. I know one was like talking about them being like doomed to hell. I'm like, that's 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 not right. <laughs> Do you even know what they were doing? They're no, just like, I don't, you're, you're I don't doomed. Remember, doomed. I don't remember what their sin was, but saying was you're like, doomed is kind of very aggressive. That's like a definitive. You're just like you're going to hell. Yeah, exactly. Get out, get yeah. out of my life. Yeah. We're not even gonna try with yeah. you anymore. It's yeah, it's such a bad thing to tell everybody. Anybody. That Anybody. Like doomed to hell. Like that's, yeah. That's that's not my that's not my uh, part. Yeah, it's I not have no your authority to do such a thing. Yeah, so I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. yeah, and so it just seems right that we gotta give them a note and warn them. And sometimes they'll get normally when you send them a note, they're not they're not removed. They still have like another month before the church will come together and be like, hey guys, this is what's happening. You know, we want to vote to like have them. You know, it but it just but it just removes them from the voting process, right? Like they're still well, technically actually, welcome. Even, even when they get the note, they can still come in to vote. It would be a little weird. Yeah, but they, when yeah. you guys like say when you remove them, it's yes. just like as a member, but they could yeah. still come in. Yeah, they still come. Can you in. ever like reestablish? Can they reestablish? Yes, yes they can come back, and start serving God, and rejoin the church. That's fine. That, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. that can happen. Now it depends a lot. It varies a lot per church. Like even like some churches, they vote on their pastor every year. We don't do that. So we believe if God put the pastor there, we they, he was voted in, it's his business to say when God says it's time to go. 
So we don't vote every year. We we leave him in. Now we vote other offices like the Sunday school leader, you know, the choir director, the Sunday school teachers. We vote on. So all you've been that. voted in. Yes, yeah, I had I had to get voted in. Was it close? In. Did you have to like have a no, campaign no, against no, somebody? No, it was it wasn't close. It was. There uh, were, the people weren't lining up to be the Sunday school no, teacher. No, no, they weren't. My, did my, you? My did my dad was the Sunday school teacher. He stepped down because he was thinking about becoming the dual one. So I stepped up, and I wanted to do it. And really, I, I go to a really small church. It wasn't like there was a lot of like people who were people like, yeah. fighting for it. So did you? It was that something that you wanted to do? Yeah. Did well, you feel like in some sense, I, I felt like God was calling me to do it. And, and so it's yeah. So explain yeah. that. Why did you feel that way? What made you feel that? I way? I was reading the Bible and stuff, and, and I felt like it was my responsibility. And when to, and, and I prayed, I was like, if if he steps down, I'll step up. I was like, that's why I'm. I, if okay. I'm not going to force him out, right, God? Sure, but if, but if he if does, if your will, if he steps down, then you he step down. I knew, and uh, you just know. I mean, it's it's sure. It's, it's hard to like explain. It's like trying no. to explain preaching. You can't explain what it's like. No, me and those I think, things you don't. I think me and Hedrick tried to explain that. Yeah. But I think it's like a, yeah, and, it's a and person to person. Like to be fair, there's some time that I'm like I'm like feeling's not always a good enough. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah, no. Yeah. Like if, if I feel like lying's not right, it's not right. Okay. I'm still gonna open the Bible like, no, God said it's wrong. Okay. But if I feel like God's telling me to go to some I don't know, Texas or something, I'm like, Well, God, if it ain't your will, make it where I can't. I'm like, because I'm kind of dumb. I'm going to try to go with all my heart. I think the way me and Hedrick explained it is that uh, calling is more uh, seemingly outward than it is inward. It doesn't feel like a uh, an instinct, if that makes sense. Like a, an impulse. When you feel like you, you need to do something, like spiritually, right, yeah. it doesn't feel like an impulse. Like you're just acting in the moment. It feels like it's kind of outward. That's the way we explained it, but I don't know if it's don't the don't same know, it's way kinda, for you. It's kind of like weight. It's kind of like a weight. You just know. I don't know. It's like yeah, it's like sure. God like presents hand down. On yeah, you, like, it's out that it's way. It's outwardly. And it's hard to ignore it. You know? uh, yeah, the way we explained it is that it's an outwardly. It's not now, impulsive. Sometimes it's different. Like it's it's rarely like. But God, that's been for me and him. That's why yeah. I asked you yeah. about the Sunday school thing. Yeah, yeah. I I believe that God. That's where God wanted me, and so yeah. I, so I prayed. I prayed for weeks. And I was like, if that's what you want, if he steps down, I step up. And when he stepped down, I knew. And so I stepped up and said I would. I feel like that's a way more, uh, like, a real thing that people don't really talk about. You don't yeah. hear a lot of people talk about. This is this weird, like, I felt the, the necessity to do something. Exactly, yeah. But, like, the way it feels is really hard to explain right, to people yeah, that they've it, never hard, felt yeah, it. It's hard to explain because they're like, well, how do I feel? Like, excited? Like, it's like no, excitement. it's not it's, really it's, excitement. Like excitement. In fact, I feel like in most cases, yeah. it's the opposite. It's, 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 it's dread. Yeah, exactly. It's you're dread. Like, you're like, God, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I then you, you have to do it anyways? Like, yeah. Like, when I first got called to preach, I ran. I ran for six years. I was like, God. I, I, can't, I don't do it. Are you crazy? I yeah. can't preach. I'm Be like, up there. I, I gotta like talk 13. to people. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was in third town. I was like twelve. Yeah. I was like, God, I I'm can't stupid. Pre- I'm twelve years old. I can't preach. I can barely God. spell my name. You want me to get like, up yeah. there? I was like, I can't preach the word of God. So I ran. I ran as long as I could, and and I knew it, and and it's it got worse and worse. I started the, the way I go to church. Yeah. And and the whole time I was in church, like someone's like trying to crush me. Yeah. That's because at one point I knew, and like for the next like two years it was. It was so bad. That's why, again, the way we try to explain it is that it's outwardly. It's not an impulse. Right, exactly. Because, like, an yeah. impulse, it's way different. Because yeah. if someone was like, well, it's like an instinct. like, it, But it's like, yeah, but, like, that's inside of you. Yeah, exactly. But this isn't, like, it's like something else. Yeah, it's like a pull. Physically, like some yeah, kind of something pull. else is. Fi- yeah, that's how we like, explain it. It's not this. like a sudden yank. It's like a pull that, like, feels like it's pulling you for everything. Yeah, and you know. That's what's yeah. funny about it. That's the best part about it. Yeah, you ignore I, it? I remember the, yeah, I remember the best thing. One time someone said, I think it was in a movie, where it's like sometimes praying's an excuse. And he's talking about someone needs a horse, and he's got one. 
And yeah. he goes to pray, and he looks up to see this horse. Like, you know, sometimes praying is an excuse. And he gives them this horse. Because God warned them people, he was going to try to pray. Like, God, send them hell. He's like, but there's the <laughs> send horse. Send somebody else. Yeah, God already prov- provided it. And sometimes we do that. We're like, God, we need a teacher. And he's like, yeah, you. You're, <laughs> you're right the there. teacher. He called you. Yeah. And so we're really bad about, like, God, just have him do it. Yeah. And then, and then God's like, no, you. And so, do me a brother. I think, you know, if you're called to preach, run. Probably a good idea. I mean, yeah. don't get wrong. You you're going to do not. it anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If God, I feel like that's the one thing that, like, yeah. you should just tell anyone. Yeah, is eventually, like, he'll catch you. And yeah. once he do, does, I'm going to be honest with you, there's some scary stories. I've heard of a guy, he got in a wreck, just, like, slashed his back all up. And then, because he, he told God he'd be a preacher, he gets out. He goes, I'm not going to be a preacher. Sees the scar on his chest every day. He goes, no, 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 I'm not going to. And, like, throws his shirt off, ignores it. And, like, a month later, gets in a, a huge car wreck, like, scratches up his back and everything. He's preaching now, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything because I've told you that I have like a sermon written, and uh-huh. I just I don't know. It's just there if I ever feel the need. Right, I yeah. do have one, right, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. spoil a little bit about it now because my mom has something similar to that. Where uh, well, my mom's whole life has just been uh, turning her back when maybe she shouldn't have. It started right. when she was like young, doing the whole like I'll never not go to church. Yada yada yada, oh, yeah. and then just doesn't go to church, right? Yeah, because that's what a smart person does. Yeah, and like my mom has stuff like this. Like there was a point in our life where like she's just cold turkey quit again. Uh huh. And I remember she used to work at Maples, and then one night she was coming home, and she was passing, uh, I think that intersection right by the Scottsboro High School. Okay. And somebody pulled out, and like she, they swore in her life, like they they hit. But when she opened her eyes, he was on the other side of her. Right. And they both pulled off the side of the road, got out of the car, and, like, talked to each other. And he was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I right. saw your right. car. Yeah. And then I was on the other side of you. And they were like, that's wild. And anyways, a year later, her and my dad were heading to Scottsboro. They were in two separate vehicles. Uh-huh. And uh, I think they were going to swap out one of the cars. Okay, yeah. And she ran through that intersection and got, like, just totaled. Yeah. Same intersection. Just absolutely totaled. And then my mom was like, yeah, I feel like that's telling me something. Yeah. Didn't go to church. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, there, there's, a, there's a sermon. It's like uh, sinners in the, in the hands of an angry God. It's, it's, some people, it's like they don't realize how God, you know, God's great. God's all loving, but he's also just, you know, and he punishes people. I, mean, I remember my uncle, when he was called to preach, he's like, he told everybody, I'm called to preach. I called, and the next day I woke up, don't even mention it. I don't ever want to preach. I'm never going to preach. Everyone left. And he told them, it's like, God, I'm not, not going to preach. He said the whole house shook. He's like, God told him, he's like, you're going to die today. He's like, those are your options. Yeah, so to also spoil a bit of my uh-huh. possible future sermon, when my mom was like 16, uh, she was like really into it, going to church like uh-huh. all the time. Uh, and she did that thing where she was like, yeah, I, she's like, I don't understand why not everybody goes to church. Like, it's crazy to me that people don't go to church. She would try to get all of her friends to go. None of them would ever listen or show up or anything, but she tried. And she did that thing. She was like, yeah, I will never like walk away from you. Right. And then, like, two years later, she gets, like, married and elopes and, like, runs away and stops going to the church and everything. And then her husband, like, beats the shit out of her and leaves her in a house, like, in a room locked with, like, a broken jaw. She swears on her life. Listen, it's up for, like, interpretation, so on and so forth. She swears on her life. Husband leaves. She's broken jawed in a locked room. And she's, like, she said she couldn't talk. She remember in her head being, like, 
you know, cursing and swearing. He's like, why would you do this? Like, do this to me? Like, I've served you my whole life, and she swears on her life. She heard a booming voice to say, "You know why?" And she said, in that moment, the only thought she had was when she was sixteen, saying, "I would never walk away yeah. from the church." And she just sat there in the room. I she's know. like, I. She's like, I stopped. I just. She's like, I didn't even. I stopped crying. She's like, I just sat there and waited for somebody to come and get me. Yeah, yeah, that's. I I would one hundred percent believe that. You know, Solomon did the same thing. Solomon was like, if we ever go astray to false idols, destroy us. And then he he was the one that led astray, and then God destroyed him. It was, he was like, like you know, you asked. and he knew. He even wrote it, you know, in Ecclesiastes. You know, he knew what he had done, and so yeah, one hundred percent. Everybody, I think everybody's when they've been like real down and out. God's like, you know, you know why? No, not yeah. always. Because no. there's sometimes there's Job. There's Job. You did nothing wrong, <laughs> but God has just decided. He's like, yeah, go test my servant over there. You might. He might do something wrong. We don't know. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Satan might come to God and be like, hey, he only serves you because you, you gave him everything. He's like, well, go go try. And then <laughs> your life might explode, and you're like, what's going on? Everybody around you, you must have did something wrong. It's like, no, God just God just decided. Sometimes that's just what happens. What a conversation with God that must be. Just like, hey, man. I'm not questioning you. I'm just asking why. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I was going to church, and then my wife died, and I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. And Job was like, Job had the best answer. And you know, I got to understand. So I was saved at seven. Dad's favorite book in the Bible is Job. Okay. From the moment I can remember, like, really have memories, I was reading the book of Job with Dad. So you got to understand, struggle just made sense to me in the Bible. If something went wrong, I was like, yeah, God gives, God takes away. Yeah. When bad things happened, because I was so familiar with the book of Job, I was like, yeah. It's normal. That's how the world worked. Job was considered like a great man, you know? And God took everything from him but his wife. And his wife told him to curse God and die. <laughs> it's like, well, God didn't. The devil took everything from him. But God allowed it, you know, in some sense. So, except for his wife. You know how, first of all, you know how aggravating that must be? Like, if you're saying... And you're just like, bet. And you take everything from him, and he still goes to church. You're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. This is unfair. Exactly. And that's that's the point, you know. And some sins, because Job still believed. You know, now, some believe that Job, at the end, questioned God. Because that was his sin. Because, you know, God shows up in the storm and then proceeds to tell Job who he is and who Job isn't. You know, God's like, you know, were you since you were so wise, were you there when I created the universe and stuff? That's funny. Yeah, it, it was. I could not imagine being Job broken down. Just scrape stuff off my flesh. Everyone, everything I've had is like dead. And I'm like suffering because my friends keep telling me I must have done something wrong. And then I go, maybe God was wrong. And he just like shows up in a storm <laughs> just to tell me I'm wrong. Do you, uh, I wonder if uh, Satan's ever made that challenge to God. He's like, hey, I bet you can't take my fall away from me. And God was like, bet. No, I, I, I surely believe he's smarter than that. Was Satan? May, yeah, maybe. Because you know, I, I believe he knows the Bible completely. Yeah. I think he misinterprets it. You know, you can you can do that when he you know when he tested Jesus and he told Jesus to jump off. By the way, head. one of the most metal stories in all of the Bible yeah. is when he's testing Jesus. Yeah, here's the thing. You know when he's testing Jesus, he's quoting the Bible. Yeah, he quotes Psalms. Yeah, God quotes the Bible back to him. That's what when people are like, why, why do we need to memorize the Bible and stuff? We're like Jesus quoted to Satan. Satan quoted to him. Yeah, they're like, in it. That's the number one way that people attack Christians normally. Now, there's atheists who come up and be like, mm, science disproved God, which it didn't. But they'll come and make that claim. And if you don't like immediately start dropping evidence, they'll go, see, and then walk away. And you're like, what? Dude, the uh, 
uh, God, when he when he tells Jesus to essentially just like ask God for bread or something, and then he tells him he's like, "Man can't live by bread alone." Yeah, just fucking drops yeah. a nuke exactly. on saying, "Mike drops him like a, a motherfucker." I think that's a quote from Isaiah, but I can't remember. I could be wrong, but yeah, it's oh, fire yeah. regardless. The amount that God quotes the Bible is is pretty. Yeah, it's fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's so many. T- I would I'm be like, so pissed. I don't think one of the coolest moments. Here's an interesting thing, Can right? So I mean, I was like listening to. It. I could be wrong, right? You know, when Jesus bends down and starts writing, you know, some people, so a lot of people believe it was the commandments, you know, because Moses was given the commandments. Some people believe it was by Jesus. He wrote them with his hand. And so when he bent over, he's rewriting them, basically, because he was the one who gave them the commandment. And yeah. they're trying to use them against him, <laughs> you know, the one who wrote them. Dude, I, so imagine imagine just being there when that when that moment happened. Like, you're, you're saying Pose is a soldier, and you, like, slap your friend, like, watch this, I'm going to destroy him and you go hey won't you ask god for some bread yeah and then jesus just lets you with that he's like man can't live off bread alone and your friend's like you're an idiot yeah it, it's it really is or like i'm telling you though the, the the best one still when he looks at him and goes whoever's without sin cast the first stone that is one of like the most like i don't know it's just amazing statement in my mind because it's such like an end of like just a short word that just ends the conversation it's like cast the first stone he was innocent and you're like no one just walk away and yeah. that's just like um, it's so amazing to me, you know. Jesus' wisdom is always it, it baffles me. And Jesus is crazy. Yeah, like if you're if you're not, and like I know I know an atheist who who believes that. I know an atheist who's like honestly, like when I read uh, Jesus' story, it's incredible. Yeah, he's like if I just like he's like he just assumes it's like he takes his like philosophy, right? Yeah, exactly. He removes yeah. the spiritualism for it, which or from it, which is you know whatever, but. Uh, yeah, he even he's yeah, like, yeah, no, he's it's like, incredible. Yeah, he's he's like, amazing. you read it and you're like, this is insane stuff. Yeah, he's like an atheist. There's, yeah, there's yeah, oh, there's a lot lots of atheists who've talked about. It. There's one researcher. She was an atheist. She was considered the top researcher. I don't know her name. I don't remember. But she, I'm telling you what, she got so many things wrong though at some point. But she's talking. About oh, she the one that you that you mentioned about like the the sentence. Yeah, she was like, there was a great battle in our heaven, and God like killed Leviathan. It's like one sentence, like God smited Leviathan, and it's like that's it. And she's like, it was a great battle. It's like <laughs> it's a great battle. I don't think that's qualified as a great battle. I don't know. Her defense, God going, you're dead. In her defense, she read the the other half of the Bible and just thought that God was metal. So she assumed <laughs> yeah. there were like electric guitars. Yeah, yeah she, she she assumed he was like we got people make were this shredding guitar people. solos, and he's yeah, just yeah, lightning yeah. bolting in <laughs> Leviathan. She's like, no, it was way sick. Smite is such a sick ass yeah. word too. Yeah, but you know, God always like normally he has a quick response with everything. Even David, David killed Goliath with like one stone. It's like a really quick, quick. He has a sense of humor. Yeah, that's he's like, what it is. He's like, is this doesn't need to be dramatic. He's not yeah. worried about it. He's the, like, the most dramatic thing. I he's think, like, pick up that pebble and throw among, it. Watch yeah. this. Yeah, the, mo- the only one that was like really wild was like Gideon. When God's like, there's too many men here. He's like, you need to like half them. He's like, go tell them. And he's like, whoever doesn't want to be here to leave. And they leave, he's like, still too many. He's like, he like takes them down to the water. He's like, watch how they drink. Those that just lick out of the water, and then who, those who scoop it up with their hands lick. And he watches them. He goes, just take the ones that like lick out of their hands. I, I believe it's the ones he takes. He goes, that's who I'll use to win the battle. That's, and send the rest home. He has such a great sense of humor. Could, could you imagine being one of those soldiers who didn't leave the first time? You like drink water, and you get up, and he's like, yeah, you half gone. And you're like, what? What do would you, you mean? even be mad? Like, would, wait, if you're the one getting to go, or the one who's like, oh, just because I drink I my I water? I don't know how you would feel. I would be so confused. I feel like I'd be like, 
Is it the wrong way to drink water these days? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I drink water that way anymore. You think they went home and prayed? Yeah. Like God, they were like, God, uh, <laughs> yeah, forgive me for my incorrect drinking water. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just, you know, my I hands were dirty. Ma- maybe he explained it to them. Maybe they just knew they were like, you know, he was a leader, a judge, I believe. And they were like, yeah, he, God told them, you know, yeah. maybe. You they guys were, are fine. Yeah, they just, just went home and been like, that was weird. <laughs> there we were. And then in the newspaper, they're like, huh, they still won. Yeah, they still won. They're like, wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, imagine. I couldn't imagine. Because, you know, Gideon threw the fleece out like three times. Three times, like, are you really God? Which is wild to me. I think after the first time, I'm like, ah. He just comes you know. out and slaps and he's you. He's like, God, don't kill me. But, like, is this you? I need one more for you. It's like, but one more. <laughs> yeah, he just kept doing it. He's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, it was, it's one of the, but a lot of people, a lot of people say to do that, you know, throw out a fleece. Sometimes if you're not confused, if you're confused if God's doing something, throw a fleece out. Yeah, the guy in the Seeking a Law, Finding Jesus book said uh-huh. that, right? He asked for a dream three times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and God, and he says God gave them to him. And know? then God talked to him, so that that would be definitive. Yeah. When yeah. he like still was uncertain, and then in the book, he but, was like, "My family," and God's like, "It's not about you." Which, by the way, metal as fuck. Right. Still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But a hundred percent. Like that's the most to me. That's the part that I'm like a hundred percent. That that's that makes sense because that yeah. happened to me. Where like I believe something. God's like no. Or like even when I wanted Wait, to preach, when I sure. wanted to preach, I was like, "You're talking about yeah, this now." He, yeah. Wait, what? I, so what happened? What was this? What did you believe? Well, I read Jeremiah. You read Jeremiah? No, in a long time. You, I'm working on it. Let me, You're gonna flip to it. Real yeah, quick. let me just read this the beginning of it to like, like it'll make you understand how like I was like felt like Jeremiah at some point. He was he, okay. So. We try to get to the. Yes, yeah, so it says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in, in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest out of the, the womb of sanctu- I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. And then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Okay, now this is a short verse. If you read the whole book of Jeremiah, this man had it rough, okay? This man makes it look like we're really easy. Because, first of all, this is when the whole world basically of their time was just not following God. All of the Jews, I believe, right? They weren't following God. And this kid, God's like, yeah, you got to go tell them they're wrong. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, God, I can't do that. And he's like, you're going to do it, man. Like, yeah. it's somewhat later in it. Really connected to me. There's this thing where it says, he's like, I, I swore, I'm like, I'm not going to teach any people anymore. It's like, it's like a fire in my bosom, you know, in my stomach. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's metaphorical. I'm telling you, no, man. No, no, it's not. So literal. No, it but is. 100%. One point, I agree. I was at church and I, God was like, say this. And I was like, God, we're doing something right now. And it's like heat. So someone was like, turn, I like took my jacket off. I was like, why is this on here? So I turned the heat up or something. I was, I was like, I couldn't take it. It was like burning pain. Yeah. Until I said it. And then it like cooled down. I was like, yeah, my bad, God. No, I believe yeah. that stuff one hundred percent. Like Jeremiah has so many rough. Like he can't marry anybody because they're all going to die. He knows they're going to be destroyed. He can't hang out with them because they're blaspheming every other word. So he spends the whole time basically alone with God. He's like, you know? this is crazy. Yeah, he eats alone because he can't be, you know, can't be with him. And the whole time, everyone like you know doesn't like him because he's telling them they're wrong. You know, he was a kid though, and he still did what God told him. He still did. God said, "Don't say you're a child. I decided. I called you." From the, mo- your, from the time you were born, I called you, and I knew. And I, I don't know if I ever told you about my name, Elisha, where I got it, you know. 
His dad, when I was born, felt like I was, he thought I would be a preacher. He truly believed God told, and he prayed that whatever he had, that God would give it to me. Just as Elisha saw Elijah get raised up and got the double portion of Elijah's faith. Oh, yeah, sure, gotcha. And so dad was in some sense, that's why he gave me the name Elisha, was he was like in some sense praying that what he what his gift was would be given also to me to add on to what I had. That's nice. I like so, that. Yeah. But no, so when I, when I read that, I was like, man, I ain't got no excuse. This kid did all this, <laughs> and I'm like, and I think he's like 13 at the time or something. You know, he's his kid, you know. Yeah. But he did it. Pulling his weight. Yeah, and he he just went out and had to tell people, like, immediately who he knew hated him. All I had to do was get in a, in a church full of people who wanted me. And I still, I was still scared. Oh, I was, I yeah. was shell. I did the whole time I was going up there, I was, like, shaking. I read the first couple verses, like, just zoomed past them. Yeah. But then God picked up. You know, and once I have this, everything, it changes. It just does. And from, like, I preached for, like, an hour, I think, maybe. <clears throat> and it was, like, all God. Yeah, like I knew, and I got down. Is is probably one of the most best I've ever felt. Just to feel like I've done my, I've done my you job. You did something. Like yeah. I could have died right then, and I'd be content. You would have been like, yeah, yeah sure. I'm like, yeah, that was a great way to die. Yeah, you know, no, that's nice. And, I like and that. that's what a lot of a lot of I, I, a lot of people I've talked to. That's what it's like. You know, they're like, I could die right now. This is how I want to die. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard this song. I want to die on the battlefield. <laughs> like once you've had that feeling, you understand that's how you want to die. You want to be like Paul. It's like I'm ready. I'm ready to pull my life out for God. Yeah, I already. Uh, by the way, I already. I'm already there with you. Yeah. I drive like I, I'll like just drive by churches like on Sunday going somewhere. Like uh-huh. first off, when when Austin goes to work, he goes in at like four. So if I do things on no PM. Okay. So like if if I'm doing something Sunday morning, I'll just like drive by a church uh-huh. and like I'll see it and I like I'll deliberately not look at it. And, like, you can see in your pro, uh, profile, like, all of the cars, and you know uh-huh. that they're, like, starting, and I just don't look. I'm yeah, like, exactly. nah, I got yeah. something to do. Exactly. Like, I told my friend I was going to meet them. Dude, that, that scares me, man. And then it's, like, just silence as I'm going to get my friend to go do something. I'm like, mm. I, I remember at one point, like, I, I was supposed to preach. I knew I was. God had given me a sermon, and the pastor looked at me and was like, you got anything? And I was like, no. And then my dad got to preach my sermon. We didn't <laughs> talk about it or nothing. He just, he flipped the right verse and started preaching on it. Yeah. And then I'm telling you what, I've never been so terrified. The next day, I thought, I thought God was going to kill me. I was like, oh, it looks like my time's up. You're like, I've messed up. And yeah, I was, I like the next Sunday, I apologized. I got in the middle of church, I was like, I'm sorry, I did wrong. Yeah, because I, I, I was so terrified that first day. I was like, God's going to kill me. He's like, your job's done. You did, they, do did they say anything to that? You're just like, yeah. I lied. I had something, but I was scared. And now I'm more scared. So now I'm here. And they're just no, like, they just, mm. you know, they basically just say, you know, we all, we all fall short of the glory of God, you know? That's a they, nice. They thing. That's a nice response. They, they, uh, they understood that you know. That's nice. I'm glad. In the same situation, they might have done the same thing. You know, in many cases, most of them have, especially because we have we have three preachers. You know, the pastor, my dad, me, and we used to have four. My uncle. Where would he go? Uh, he um he he goes to another church over at Henniger now, but he also visits a lot of other churches. Why does he go? To, why does he go to a different church now? Um. I don't know. I haven't talked to her. I think he said he, he said he just felt like God moved him on, you know? Okay. Because so, it's, it's a really heavy burden I was, as, a, as a preacher. Because as a preacher, and so many times I go into church with a sermon. God has given me a sermon, but he's also given my dad a sermon. He's also given the pastor a sermon. Who preaches? You know, the yeah. one who God chooses. But it's a real struggle. If the pastor gets up there to preach, he's excited, and God's like, it's not you. <laughs> That's a burden. That's a burden to go, it's not me. I know it's not me. It's happened to me. Where like I had one, he said he asked me if I had one. I was like, I don't. I, I mean, I it's not. I'm not the one that's supposed to preach today, and I've just got to know to sit back. 
And sometimes yeah. I don't. I've preached before and it'd be dead as a doornail. And I, I'd sit down and i go, that was not of God. That was all <laughs> me and it meant nothing. It, it was, was garbage. It, I'm telling you, I've done it before. I got up one time because Dad got invited to preach and he said that I would, that I could. And that, and I got up and it was the worst sermon I've, it was so dead and useless. It was awful. I want you to know that yeah. I'm using, I'm going to use you as a standard for as long as this podcast goes. Uh-huh. If I ever talk to anybody else that preaches uh-huh. and they don't have something similar to that, I'm just like going to call bullshit. What about not about having? Yeah, one well, like just being a, being able to sit here and be like, I've talked and I've sat down, like that was me, that wasn't God. Exactly. Like if I ever talk to another preacher on this podcast and they don't say something similar, I'm like, right. you're just lying the, or something. The, Something's the worst, not right. The worst was my second sermon. Right, I got up. God was there. I preached the whole thing, and then my mind went blank. Right. Yeah. And now I know it's God saying that's it. You know. Yeah, that's enough. But you at the time, service. you know what I did? I stopped, stuttered, and then re-preached the sermon God had already preached through me, and so I just. Spent double the time saying the same yeah, thing. It, like, it was it went from being like everyone was like, Hey man, everyone was feeling it's like dead. I think it would have been legendary if there would have been that silence and you just would have been like, No, that's it, and just yeah. walked off. That, that, yeah, exactly. That, uh, I should have <laughs> like, I think that's it. I should I should have been like God's done. You, you, yeah, exactly. That's what I do now. Silence ago, God spoke yeah. and then just yeah. walk away. Now I literally I just close my Bible I'm like that's all gave, God gave me. That's, that's it. metal. God First gave me the that's it. That's metal. Now sometimes like my mind will blank, and I tell people just salvation, how salvation works. We do an altar call. I try to put that in every sermon. You can't leave Jesus out of the sermon. If I get sure. up and teach for an hour about why we need to pray every day, and then I never mention Jesus or salvation, the lost man in the crowd is not going to gain anything. Uh-huh. I've got to consider, you know, you know. don't get wrong. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's for the edifying of the church, but also for the lost. I see what you're saying. And so yeah. even Spurgeon was extreme. He said, like, if, if you got up and you didn't mention Jesus, you weren't ready to preach. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, he he had some crazy standards because he had a college for preachers, for pastors, and I'm telling you, if you were too quiet, you were out. That's it. If you were too quiet, he he believed God gave you the gifts necessary to preach. So if you were quiet, he'd be like, "You're done." I don't completely agree. But I understand what he's doing. If you understand, at some point, he had like two thirds of all of every church was pastored by someone who he had taught. Huh. And so he had to be really picky. So I have uh, two things. Uh-huh. I want to do uh, first thing first. The the whole passing by a church on Sundays and not looking at it, that's like a dual fear. Right. And the dual fear is like, I don't want to look at it because then I, I, a part of me will definitively, like, I should probably go. Exactly. Yeah. But the other part of me is like, I'm like, if I go in and somebody goes, hey, I know it's your first time, but do you want to speak? I can't say no. Right. Because I can't, I can't do it the thing that you did and go, nah, I don't have anything to say because a part of me is like, no, that's a lie. All I'm saying is, you may, when you get up there, you make sure that God's with you. Because t- if I got up there to preach and I started reading, and if God wasn't there now, I'm like, it's not me. That's I was, fire. Like, do I, you really? I've gotten up before and read a verse and went, "That's the wrong verse," and had to like pray and be like, "This is the verse," and flip to and completely preach something different. That's crazy. Like, I got no. up there and I, and you know I've heard other preachers talk about it. like God. I don't know. God just making sure. Sometimes I'll go to church and have no sermon, none. And I'm terrified. I'm like, they're gonna ask me, and I've got nothing. And they ask me, and then there's God. That's incredible. There he is. There he is. And no, that's like incredible. It's like your mind is just you know things you don't know. I think that should be a standard. Yeah, the, the amount of times, like every once in a while, you'll get them preach and preach a, a sermon, you really feel God, and you'll say something, and you'll sit there and go, "That was insane." Like that, <laughs> like, that was that so from? good. Yeah. Like like I was preaching once about like the the word being a double edged sword, you know, or also like, you know, the word of God is our sword. We should train with it. And so we Christians, you know, we're like, they don't read the Bible. And then when they want it, when they try to witness to somebody and they get it out, it's dull. And they don't know how to use it. 
And then someone just like beats them around the head because they have no clue what they're doing. Because that's what the world will do. The world, because people have this bad interpretation. They're like, why would the devil try to lead you like astray? Like other religions, right? They have this way of like, well, I'm God, why would the devil try to trick me into believing in God? It's like, well, God's, the devil's got an easier goal than God does. You understand? The devil just has to barely make you miss the target, like just barely move the gun. And from 20 feet away, you miss the target completely. Like, that's all the devil's got to do. He's got to barely move your aim, and then you're done. It says wide is the gate. So he's got a far easier task. He, all he has to do is make you not believe exactly in Jesus and in his resurrection to stop or to trick you into to not realizing that you're going to hell. And so you have so many people that are like, I felt it. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, Satan, they said it, <coughs> he comes to you as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if an angel of light appeared right now and was like, God is three women, I'm like, what? Well, no, I would be like, well, God's neither a man nor a woman. But if they appeared and said, God's a council of five women who vote on everything, I'd be like, no, that's that's of the devil. Right That'd be there. a wild. Exactly, exactly. And I'd be like, that's of the devil. I don't, I don't believe that. It's not what the Bible And I believe the Bible, and I believe the evidence for Jesus' death and resurrection. And the Bible tells that God will keep his word. Okay, And you can look into about the translations and all that. I believe, I read the King James Version. I believe it's the best English version. I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, all the rest are wrong. That's not true. Yeah, okay. sure. There's some things in them that I disagree with, some wordings I disagree with. Also, they change like words that, for no reason, and they always claim like so you can understand it easier. Like I've been reading this since I was seven. I could barely read, okay, but I still understood, okay. Yeah. If you pray to God and you read it, and sometimes you don't get things, but no matter what version you read, you can talk to anybody. They'll read like a book of the Bible and go, "I have no clue what I read," and sometimes that just happens. I've I spent months before where I've got nothing. Someone asked me one question. It's like dominoes. Like everything starts clicking. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, I, I read Corinthians forever and never got anything from it. And mm. then one day someone mentioned something. I was like, that's in Corinthians. And I said something like, that's also that's, in Corinthians. No, I'm that's, like, Corinthians is insane, bro. It's got yeah. everything in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So, before I forget, the second thing. The uncle that's at a different church. Is he the the uh, Revelations Yes, yes. I want to talk to him so bad. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he's on the list. I'm sure he would love to talk. It's okay. him, he's on he, the And he, I want, I he, want, uh, hold on. So, as someone who my early experiences in churches with my mom were just all pre- like preachers who were just awful right, with yeah. revelations, yeah. it was like there was no substance. It was just God's going to come back, the world's going to burn. Yeah. And that was the subject. There was no like, there was no like, this is Jesus, this is knowing God or any of that. It was just like, he's going to come back and the world's going to burn. You're like, this is the worst way. So from the perspective, you said that your uncle's like really good at talking about it. Yeah, well, see, here if you understand, I got to explain. He was the one that he felt God was going to kill him. Yeah. That he went and got in his car. He's like, if if this past, my pastor is outside, then I'll tell him I've been called. It's in the middle of a thunderstorm. Yeah. You know what his pastor was outside doing? Yeah, you said he was on the porch like on a rocking chair. chair. (laughs) Painting a chair. Painting a chair in the middle of a thunderstorm. And he tells him, and he's like, yeah, I was wondering when. And his wife comes out, and she's like, oh, why is Harrison here? And the pastor goes, you know why. She goes, oh, great, and then starts talking to her. And and he was the one, he believed, I can't remember the exact event, but he was like in a some kind of, like he was riding his car, and he felt like flames were coming up. And he truly believed that God allowed him to feel, at least in part, the flames of hell. Like he felt like he was like sure. inches away from it. Yeah, so again, as someone who like just saw people who were bad at it, right? Yeah. I want him, I want to be able to talk to him, and I want to be able to look at him and just say, convince me. Like yeah. I want you to like take yeah. it and run with it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you could, he could talk to you for like seven hours about it. Yeah, that's no, crazy. Like, I like, want to know all of it. I want to hear, yeah. I want to hear, because you said that he has uh, 
well, like I guess you'd say correlations between revelations and things that have happened. Like yes, well, well yeah, I, revelations Isaiah Ezekiel. He named his kids Isaiah and Ezekiel because he loves the book so much. Yeah. Jeremiah, and so he studies. His predominant study is in the end of times. You know, when the end of times come, we should be a watcher. And I agree, we should be watching. And so he studies sure. completely on that normal. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes he gets up and preaches on salvation. And he's preached on, I believe, the blood of God a couple times. You know, he's been preaching for many years, 20-something, 30 years. But he majority of times preaches on hell. That's what God gives him. And and I'll tell you what, he he talks to one who truly, like, experienced the fear of it. You know, because... I'm not very good at it. I'm going to be honest with you. God's, I don't think God's ever had me preach on hell. Yeah, ever. it's not my thing either. Yeah. And I've talked, at, at I've one, told you at that. At one point, we were like on the, he was having an event outside of his house. He just folded some chairs out, put a, a thing up. He's got like actual, um, I can't think of what it's called, the stand that you put your Bible on. Like at yeah. Church. He's got one. He just sat in there, opened his Bible, and started preaching on hell right there in his yard. But when he got done, I started preaching on the love of Jesus. Cause yeah. Because that's, that's the, the idea. So I was saved when I got saved. It wasn't the fear of hell. That, that made me go, yeah, I didn't well, believe in Jesus. I, so I told you, uh, we talked about this Friday, and I forgot exactly what the subject was. I think you had mentioned that, like, I probably wouldn't like him. And then I was like, well, well I think that, like, what you just said, yeah. I feel like is actually my point, which is I feel like just some people... That's their thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. everybody's thing. Yeah, he's just really, he's really dedicated, and he wants you to b- agree with him. And I, I don't, I don't disagree. If I, he believes so strongly, and yeah. he feels like God showed him the, the hell, had the flames themselves. He feels like he felt the warmth. Okay, and I, maybe if I had felt the warmth, I'd be the same way. Because he, he had been, a bad, he was a bad man. Yeah, like he'll tell you himself, he was like a criminal. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was to the point where if he walked down the street, they would go to the other side of the street because he, he, he was just in, he was fighting all the time. You know, he was in drugs and everything. And he went to the church to take his younger brother into church. Yeah. And the preacher sort of preached on hell. Yeah. And he was, like, hiding behind the pew. What? Because he was terrified. Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like some people, they're just, you know, their calling's different. Yeah, exactly. What they want to talk about well, yeah, is just different. Yeah, because their experiences are different. But that doesn't mean, you know, I think I would like him. I want right. to hear oh, I want to yeah. hear what well, he has to yeah, say. It's just he's so It's like, not my yeah, thing. It's, yeah, it's more like he's more like he wants you to agree with him. And so it's, he's really I get aggressive where, and I get where that would happen. So, so you're like, I don't need to agree. He's like, no, 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 you do need to agree. But oh, granted, I think you'd enjoy talking to him for sure. Yeah, it would just it would just be at which point he was like he would want you to agree. He's like, yeah, like, you have to go and help is, me. Yeah, and I'm like, well, this is man, a conflict this is your thing. thing. Exactly. Yeah. So and so, but but no, yeah, he 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 would love. To, I'm sure he would love to come talk to you. But yeah, but he, he's on the list. He he really does. He, he he like I said, if I had experienced what he he said he experienced, I believe he did experience it. Feeling those things. Yeah. I would probably preach the same way about hell. It's just in my experience, it was the love of God that brought me to God. It wasn't yeah, the fear I of feel hell. the same way. I don't go thank God I'm safe from hell. I'm like thank God I get to go to heaven and see Jesus. That's nice. I like yeah. that. It's like that's what it's. So when I get up and I'm like, someone else can preach on hell. If God wants me to preach about heaven. He can have another. Now don't wrong. If God told me tomorrow go preach on hell. It's like well, here we are. God's the one who gave the. He's the one who made hell. See, this is why when we had the conversation where you were just like, if a guy was coming to you and you had thirty minutes left, yeah, thirty. You, the five minutes, the five minutes the left. Minutes the, fi- time, <laughs> the, minutes. the five minutes. I'm like, I hope I just he goes to you, not me. That yeah. guy, God sends that guy to you, not me. Yeah, but you never know. With God. Well, then that's yeah, but, then, you, but then that's the flip. I'm gonna flip it on you. Yeah. Like if God was like, you're gonna preach on hell day, and you go, all right. Yeah, I have no yeah. So if the dude just walks up to me, he's like, I got five minutes. I'm like, fuck. Exa- yeah, exactly. You just you have to like, I you have to understand it's God. God is the leader. 
God, yeah. said, God didn't say pick up the cross and go that way. You're a teacher. He said pick up the cross yeah. and follow me. And that's what you got to understand. Following him is my goal, not go that way. He didn't go say go that way. He said follow me. Mm-hmm. So if God tells me to get up and preach, I know he's going to be with me. And I've got to follow his will. Yeah. I go the direction he wants me to go. Yeah. And so I've got to be willing. I've got to be willing to get up there and be like, if God wants me to preach on whatever, that's what I'm going to preach on. Like I had to, I preached a while um, once about the, a failing of our church, and I don't want to do that. I want to be right now. You do not want to get up in front of people you love and tell them they're wrong, and then have to. But first, admit you're wrong, and admit that you failed the church, that you've been slipping, that you've messed up. Have you done that? Yeah, hundred percent. What over? Um, not doing anything. We're just just a, being we're, idle. Yeah, getting in a yeah, exactly getting in a pattern, getting content. Sure. And so I got up and I was like. I have to apologize first. I have to apologize because I'm part of the problem. Does your church ever try doing anything? Like doing community uh, stuff? Because like I'm thinking about so, like my cousin's church. So we, 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 it depends on the season. We have we have some seasons where we do. Like we've visited people um, before and like some. And like they've even had church at some people's house before. Right? And of course we have our group meals. We have our youth night. So the first Sunday of every, uh, first Saturday of every month, we have a bunch of teenagers come. We do a Bible study. Then we, we, we eat, we do a Bible study, and we let them hang out, you know, because we want them to have good Christian friends because it's important. You hang around a bunch of atheists, uh, it's a it's a tough time being a Christian because they sit there and, like, constantly want to argue with you. Don't get me wrong. It's some so people, tiring. Some, some people work, like me. I have many friends that didn't believe what I believed, but it didn't matter. That's my, my temperament is, sure, we'll argue about this for the rest of my life. It's like, I want you to agree with me, and, I, I you know, I love you. We can agree to disagree, but... But I'll just go home and dedicate my life to study if I got to prove that there's not evidence for claims. But for a lot of people, it's hard. It's hard to be surrounded by Catholics and be a Baptist. You know, they're gonna constantly be like the Bible, the Bible. And unless you're prepared, also doing the same yeah, unless thing. Unless you're prepared, you got to find people. Don't get me wrong. Pray to God. God will give you knowledge. Yeah. But it's still a tough situation. You know, in some that's the whole point. The church is when you go into the world and tell people about Jesus, they'll go, "You're wrong. You're evil. God's evil." And you're like, no, he's not. And they'll just bombard you with it. And so you go to yeah. church to be around people who are supportive, mm-hmm. who make you understand it's all right. It's all right to struggle. Of course we're going to struggle. But at the end of the day, I have a place I can go where I'm safe, where I can be around people who love me, who care for me, and who are also doing their best to serve God. And that's what's sure. important. And so I believe part of the reason we have such a shortage in people going to church now is because we have a shortage of people working for God. Yeah. I'm going to say right now, if you go to work for God, you go out and start telling people about Jesus, go door to door, you're going to want to go to church because you're going to hear a lot of people just like I'm telling tell you all. Some people, I've seen people hurt, talk about getting spit at because guys, people pull guns at you. They're until they're shooting you if you don't get off their yard. <laughs> then you're ready to go to church. Yeah. And so we have such a shortage of people willing to go work for God. It's no wonder we have a shortage of people willing to go to, to church. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't feel like they need the comforting. And it's like that one guy said, he's like, if the devil never, uh, um, what is it? I'm trying to think, you know, ever like takes things from me or whatever, you know, he never like deals with you, you know, there's a problem. Guess what? That means oh, you're not being yeah. very good no, with God. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if the devil's not coming after you, something's wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're supposed to be following God and the devil's going the opposite way. If y'all ever clash, something's wrong in your walk with God. Because clearly God, the devil's going, he doesn't work for God. Why would I mess with him? And he's going to mess with someone else. Yeah, Look, sure. God, if the devil, everything's falling apart, sometimes it's like the devil. And you got to sit down and go, but for you, God, I'm willing. 
you got to be willing to make your life a sacrifice for God. And so, and so, and that's just how it is. And and we've got such a shortage in the, in today's church. Yeah. Like I've been to many churches and they don't do anything. They just don't do anything. They don't. It's weird. So <laughs> you talked about the whole wanting to be a, knowing you wanted to be a preacher when you were like twelve and running away from it. I've had like a weird like similar loop with that and I really uh-huh. wanted to do like community service right, yeah. for like the past like 10 years of my life uh-huh. I just didn't know how to get into it and yeah. I feel like every time I hit that roadblock I'm like oh, I don't know how I could hear it like I could hear the well you could go to church and ask the yeah. church yeah and then I just started avoiding that. I was like, well, yeah, they probably yeah, don't do it, yeah, or they yeah, won't do exactly. it. And then I got like in another loop where now I'll just ask people, I know, like, well, does your church do anything? Mm-hmm. Well, if they do something, well, maybe I'll do it. And I can just hear in the well, back of my head, just, like, hey, how do you have you? God might one day go, hey, go to your neighbor's house. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've also like I can already hear like I'll just like I'll ask my cousin like, well, does your church do anything? Maybe I'll come and help out. And they're like, nah. And then I can hear in the back of my head like, you know, you could just go to a church yeah. and ask them. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know those churches that you, you pat. You, you know, could, you could go join a church and start something. Yeah. Or or it's like, hey, you know those churches that you turn your head away from when you're passing on a Sunday. You could just turn into that yeah, church ex- ex- and go and ask them. Exactly. Exactly. And I can hear or, it. Or sometimes maybe you should start something. Maybe yeah, you should go to I, church, join a church, and start a youth thing. Shut start up. Start a, a, a thing where you, you go visit I know, door that's, to door. That's like, it's like sometimes we get so focused on, like, this is what needs done. Someone else needs to do it. It's like a and then you just there. won't do it yourself. Yeah, it's forget, aggravating. Yeah, yeah, we forget that. Yeah, God like, didn't call us all to be just followers of me. It's like when followers of Jesus. It's like when me and Hedrick were talking. We're like, no, we need to, like, go to a church. That now just – it's like that came out. Uh-huh. And now it's just there. Exactly. It's yeah. like in the room. Yeah. It's there. It's not even metaphorical. It's like every, now it's just like I can find myself knowing that I still want to do that and then not doing it. And I'm like, well, maybe someone will just walk into the door and be like, yeah. I want to do something and I'll go and help them. But like now the elephant's there. Right. Where exactly. it's like, no, you already said it verbal, verbally, right. like verbatim. You said you can go out and go to a church and do it yourself. But now you're not. Exactly. And it's like, exactly. I don't want to yeah, talk I'm to like, you. No, I don't know if you ever read the book of James, really. In the, there's time. this thing. It's called faith without works is dead. Okay, you gotta yeah. understand. He's not saying like you have to do works to get saved, but it, literally he goes on to say, you know, if a man comes to you starving and you say, do you believe in Jesus? Just believe in Jesus, and like yeah. he's naked and, and starving, and you're like, just believe in Jesus, and then walk away. What did that accomplish for anyone? Like nothing. <laughs> if you don't give him food or shelter, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to walk away and go just love God. Like that's not what's right. Because it, 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 it amounts to nothing. If, if yeah. faith without works, just, it doesn't amount to anything. Where is mm-hmm. the outward expression of your faith? If God, if God saved you, okay, there should be a change in your life. If you, if you can get saved and you go home and just go right back to sinning, I don't think you got saved, man. To be honest with you, no. If anybody did that, if if my own brother did that, I'd be like, I'm sorry, man. I would really question that because that's just not the. There's a difference. There's a there's a there's this desire not to do wrong, and there's a knowing wrong. It's deep inside you. You know, hey, I shouldn't be doing wrong. Yeah. And so if you can just go on sinning, then there's a real problem. It's, it's like I can already feel it. Like, so I, this is going to be the first episode in like three weeks. And Hedrick, in his defense, he's been busy. Right, yeah. But it's such a pitiful excuse. Yeah. And I know it is. Because like, I can just like tell myself like as every day inches on, I'm like, I could just go and ask somebody. Yeah. Ex- or I could just like, um, I, I could can- ask you. I could be like, hey, you want to just come on and talk? Yeah. And then I don't, and like every day it's like, well, he's just busy. I'll yeah. wait. And every day you're like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a song that's called Excuses. Excuses the devil will provide. <laughs> and, and that's what it's like. 
Yeah. If we can find an excuse not to do something, it's and so easy for us to go, yeah, we'll just not do it today. We'll do it tomorrow. It's so wild. And you can feel it, too, which we've already talked right, about this yeah. as far as the, like being called goes. It's right. like you can just – it's there. Yeah, it's you know, so yeah, you, yeah, there. You, it becomes obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, you know you're avoiding it, and then God's like, I know you know. you know? And yeah. you're like, ah, but God. And it's, but you can't debate with God. But what if There's I, so many times I do something I don't want to do, and I'm like – the one that gets me is like – Jesus didn't want to die on the cross. You know that? Yeah. He prayed. He's like, God, if it, if it can be done, pour this cup to someone else. Pass it on. But if not, thy will be done. And that's what you got to do. That's what you got to go. No matter how you feel, you got to remember, Jesus didn't want to die on the cross. Think about how much he went through just for that statement, thy will be done. Yeah. And that's, I mean, when I'm like, I don't want to go to church with what rings through my head. It's like, God didn't want to die on the cross. It's like I just think that I'm like, and then I'm like, get up. And I'm Stuff like, like that's so aggravating. Church. Those like senses that just emerge. Yeah. Those are the worst ones. Yeah. Especially like, like the funny thing is the first time I was said, I said it to a friend. It's like from now on. Yeah, like, it's I don't stuck. Go, yeah, from that's, now on, I don't go to church. I hear it. I'm like, exactly. hey, you know what? It's exact exactly like it when when I was talking to Hedrick and I was like, yeah, we should go and ask churches if they do things and we'll do it. Right. Yeah. That sentence was said. Yeah. And now it's permanent. Yeah, like it I, was there. Now you keep going back. You're like, how dare I say that to myself? Yeah, you're like, you're like, God, why did I say that? God, don't use my words. You're like, you're like why did I say that? Because yeah. now when I don't do it, the stupid excuses, the stupid like, I'll just ask my friend if their church does something, so I have an easy end, and then I can be like, well, I told them, so when they do something, like, then I'll go and do it. I, I did my and you can, ask. you can like, it's like you can see yourself behind you, like you can feel it, and it's like, fun. but you said to go out. Exactly. You you literally said yeah, to and go and seek it, and yeah, you're not. You, that, that, I'm telling you, when they say the Bible, the double-edged sword, man. That's exactly what it means. It, it's. When the more you read it, the more you're like, oh, I can tell somebody this. And then the next sense are like, stabs you. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's the, my fault. The like, thing, so. the most aggravating thing about faith, just in general, is the more that like you speak it, it doesn't go away. Yeah. And I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but in the first uh -huh. episode, I was talking to Hedrick about uh, when we were going to Texas and I was talking to my friend and I was talking to him about like how once you just admit to something that it's over like that, that realization will destroy you. And I told him, I was like, if I was starving, I wouldn't steal an apple because right. if I stole that apple and like ate it, that pain would be worse than just starving. Right. And the realization was me picking up the apple and already being like, it's wrong. Even though I'm starving, exactly. it's yeah. not mine. If I take this, it's wrong. But it's like, if the, like starving is the easier option because like if I take the apple and eat it, yeah. like you're every bite, you're just like this isn't yeah, this, this is against wrong, yes. what I've yeah. established, exactly, yeah. And like that's like when you accept a part of faith, that's the realization. Yeah, it's in some in some I I kind of agree with what you're saying. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree. And some just like when you when you so many times you say something and then God like immediately hits you with that when you mess something you're like yeah. You establish it because, yeah, like, when you say that, when you say it, you like admit, like you know, you you yeah, kill yeah. ignorance. It's, it's like the moment. It's like the moment you understand something in the Bible. From then on, you can't like go against it. You can't like yeah, because oh, it's there. Don't. It's literally yeah, there. Like, it makes like, itself known. Yeah, there's like great like law in the Bible. Where it's like if if some if you believe something's wrong and you do it, it's a sin to you. Like yeah. leaves no short. If you do something that you're like, I think this is wrong. It's a sin, regardless of what the Bible says. It's a sin. So if you think, like, I don't know, you thought eating meat was a sin, and you ate meat, it's a sin to you. Yeah, you can make those. And exactly. Exactly. God, there's no loophole for you to do wrong and be like, oh, but God, it's and not they, in the law. And they exist, and it's obnoxious. 
I'm not a fan of it. But it's, it exists, it, and you it, just have to live with it. You're just like, how, exactly. It's just like, how dare you use yeah, my words against me? Yeah, it's it's one of those like it's like that. It's like the whole you know why can't you lie? It's like I don't know, but God said thou shalt not lie. It's like it's like Ooh. so many times people are like come in there like why can't women or why can't men wear women's clothes? I'm like because the Bible said not. Like the, like I don't go hmm, let me ask God. This is a very important question. It's like sometimes God just made a rule, and you go because God said so. I feel like at that point, you're like, if you're an atheist, you're picking the bottom of the barrel to attack somebody. Yeah, well, if that's your, if that's so your thing. He's like, so well, you, well, I, I yeah. won't serve. If I can't serve God in the dress, I'm not serving I'm, God. You're I'm, like, that's you wild. You have no clue the man of like atheists who will come up and be like, yeah, but even if God was real, I couldn't believe in him because he made this one law. It's like, yeah, but if he's God, he's right and just. And therefore, that law is just. Who are you with your human mind to try to like go, how dare he say, I can't wear a dress because I'm a man. It's like, yeah, but he's God. That's why he can. It's like he can he can decide what you should do with your life. You know, he can decide that lying is wrong because yeah. he's God. What a weird thing. Any lie? What a, has someone like? Has that been a contingency to you? Has someone been like, yeah. well, yeah, like, lying's all, weird. Like, What's wrong with lying? Yeah, they're like all lies. What if a woman is like doesn't look good? And I'm like, she looks good. I'm like, but that's a lie. They're like, is that wrong? I'm like, is it lying? Yeah, then it's wrong. Yeah, that person was picking yeah, nothing. Yeah. And they're like, like, the person was like just trying to defend. Why? Yeah, they're like, they're just like randomly attack laws. They're like, they'll attack the laws of God. And you're like, why lying? But though? if he's God, that's a I weird know, one. I guess because lying is something everyone does. Everyone does. And everyone's like, it's just a white lie. I'm like, it's just a small you know white lie is a lie. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but God understands. Yeah, that it's a sin. That's what God understands. <laughs> That, that's funny. Even, even Christians, go, it's just a white lie. I'm like, it's just a small one. Like, it's so an accident. I, I let it slip. I talk to Christians. So I don't believe Christians should get tattoos. There's a there's talk about not marking your body. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't believe. I that. accept that. And so I met Christians, right, who believe that, and they're like, yeah, but I'm gonna get like a cross. Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah. get a cross <laughs> mark. I'm like, that doesn't justify. <laughs> that's like the that's like the craziest God. idea. This is a sin. So I'm gonna do it with God. That way it's not a sin. Yeah. Like, that is not how. God's going to be like talking to you flipping. He's like, well, okay, no tattoos. How did you do? And he's like, I got one. And God's like, well, and he lifts up his shirt. But it says, I love God. And God goes, I'll let that one pass, but don't tell anybody. That's what they think. It's like God's just going to be like, yeah, but it's it's cool, though, because it says me. And it's like, that's that's still a sin. You're just showing off. You have a sin. You're like, yeah, but it's a cross. It's like that God said you can't have. Yeah. It's like I, I, I listen to music sometimes. Let's talk about these people. They're like, they love Jesus. They're going to church, and then they're unmarried and go home together in the uh. song. And I'm like, that's a sin. That's fornication, clearly. And it's like that unravels your whole, like, we're going to church doing stuff for God. It's like you immediately kill that by saying, yeah, we're living in sin. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like, why? It's like so many, I've, I've met Christians like that. They're like they live with their own. Like they live with someone that they're like sleep with them. They're like, yeah, but we love each other. And I'm like, why don't you get married? They're like, we're just not ready. We're saving up for it. I'm like, yeah, but that's wrong then. It's still a sin. It's still fornication. Yeah. Love doesn't erase the fact it's wrong. And yeah. and there's so, especially nowadays, so many people, Christians nowadays, they like to cherry pick the laws of God. And they're like, yeah, but we don't have to live underneath all of them. I'm like, okay, maybe, but you should because you love God. You should know they're wrong. Like I don't, I don't not lie because I think lying will make me go to hell because God's forgiven me. I don't lie because God said obey me because you love me. That's fair. And so when I, when I sin, I'm like, how well does that show my love for God? 
when I like when I do something I shouldn't, that's what comes to my mind. I'm like, does that really show my love for golf? You're gonna be so hated. Well, yeah, so yeah, hated. yeah, probably, I, probably. I mean, so hated. I, I meet many of Cretans who don't like me because they just I, they think There's, I've gone too far. I can't imagine who I could possibly talk like as this podcast continues. I can't imagine who I could possibly talk to. That will be hated more than you. That's got more extreme, yeah. But in your defense, at least if someone again asks, you have an answer, right, exactly. which is better, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the, a lot, of, a lot of even I, I, I think there's people in my church who think I'm just too extreme on some things. I'm like, yeah, but I just think you know God's extreme. You know, He says those. He literally, He says, if like your eye caused you to sin, cast like get rid of it. Because better to enter into the kingdom of God like blind in one eye than enter into hell full. It's like God said that. It's sure. like it's metal. No, don't get wrong. I don't think you should go cut your eye. Yeah, don't cut your. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't don't cut no limbs off. That's if not you can sleep. make it with everything yeah. intact, yeah. good yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah, ask God to forgive you. You know, for your sins. But he, that's how extreme he was. He was like, yeah. wouldn't that be still worth? He said, those who give up their life for God will gain their life. Those who try to gain their life will lose it. Yeah, and sure. Like, that, that's what God said. It's like. God was not very wishy-washy. He taught with confidence. He was very extreme with what he believed. He wasn't like, oh, you know, like even marriage. Here's another take that people, a lot of people aren't going to like. Now, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't really like divorce, period. period. Like, don't get, wrong, don't get wrong. If you're like husband beating you or something, that's a good reason to get a divorce. Yeah, that's a great reason to get a divorce. I would grant leave him. You know, leave him, right? Yeah. Now, I don't, think you should get, I don't think you should get remarried after. I don't think that's what, you know. But, you know, if, if a man's getting beat by a woman, it does happen. And he leaves her. I don't think he should get remarried either. I don't think that's what. And but I also don't think like if if your wife cheats on you, you shouldn't leave her. I don't believe that. I don't think the Bible teaches that. There's literally a man who married a woman, and she goes like, like to a whorehouse. She's a whore, and God's like, go get your wife. And she's like in the whorehouse being a whore. And God's like, no, no, go get your wife. Yeah, don't leave her. Yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah, that's, and that's what I believe. If, <laughs> if, if I marry a woman and she sleeps with someone else, I can't go get out of here. It's like, no, she's my wife. She's part of You me. carry that burden. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's yeah, a split. Yeah. There's something really nice about that yeah, that exactly. nobody's going to listen to. Exactly. It's like it's like the whole lying. Like if I lie, I don't cut my tongue out. That way I can't lie no more. That's yeah. not, the, that's not no, the solution. I, to go to go back to that particular thing, like if your wife cheats on you and yeah. you don't just cast her, but exactly. you're like, this is a problem that we can work through. Exactly. It's actually very, yeah, it's a very sweet thing. People are going to ignore know, that. They're I'm gonna s- yeah, they're so gonna throw that out. So but I'll give you, yeah. I'll give you a, a like a. I'll just toss you a bone here. I'm like, no, that's actually like very yeah. nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a lot of people that are like, yeah, but like, what if you're not happy? It's like, marriage isn't about happiness. The Bible never says get married so you're happy. Okay, yeah. it doesn't say that. It's a struggle. Ever. You're it's gonna a survive. Sacrifice. It's yeah, a sacrifice. sacrifice. Literally, it's that's it a good word for that. You know, a woman is to submit. That's a sacrifice. <laughs> and a man, a man is supposed to sacrifice his life for the woman. Just as God sacrificed his life for the, the church. You know, God went through a lot of messed up stuff for the church. Tortured, beaten. You know, and the man's supposed to be willing to do that for his wife and children. You're going to be so hated. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. It's going to be funny yeah, as shit. Yeah, yes. People are not going to like my taste of things. But it's, no, it's true. ever, period. It's, it's true that everyone always wants to read the Bible through their eyes. They're like, uh-huh. see, God said a woman's got to submit. That's not right. It's like, I mean, he also said a man's got to serve his wife, you know, till death. He's got to be willing to sacrifice his life for her. He goes to work himself to death for her. So yeah, I mean, he did kind of tell Adam that he was going to, like, basically his whole life was going to be subjugated yeah, to that, to her, to Eve. Exactly, to provide her and her punishment. Yeah, he, he literally— he submit. He quite literally said that your downfall will be Eve. Exactly. And, and that was— Because you understand, Eve's sin was disobeying God, right? Yeah. Adam knew it was a sin, ate the apple because Eve did. <laughs> so, what a man. So Eve's punishment was to 
obey Adam. And Adam's appointment was to work for Eve, basically. And will, so and everyone wants to read the Bible, get half of it, claim that part, and ignore the, like the, the pastor thing. Uh, the pastor thing, you know, I'm, we've talked about we're women. I don't believe women should be pastors. But yeah. I also think an unmarried man like me, I shouldn't be a pastor. I've never been married. If, you, if you're married and have kids and your kids are out sleeping around and they're 16, you shouldn't be a pastor either. The Bible says you shouldn't be. If you're out fighting people, you shouldn't be a pastor. The whole pastor thing is like, I have a weird disagreement, but uh-huh. not really. Right. At the same time. I, you, you definitely are extreme. Right, yeah. So like your extreme is like if it, again like going back like if the church is in the desert and it's yeah. it's a community of only women, exactly. like my my disagreement because like my initial disagreement was like well, what if a woman was like legitimately being called to be a pastor yeah. but then to some degree I think you give credence to that you're like well if she's being called and there's nobody else I'm like well I just have to meet you in the middle there exactly my weird yeah. disagreement you technically have a functioning counter to. Even uh-huh. if your functioning counter is a bit more on the extreme side, it's still functionally a counter. Uh-huh. So I like, I kind of just accept it. I'm like, all right, right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it just it makes sense to me. It's like, listen, sure. There was a woman who was a judge, and they like wanted her to go to battle, and she's like, yeah, if you if I, they do, it'd be to your shame. Like she knew metal. it too. Like it was it was the man's responsibility. That's just how God intended it. You know? Yeah. Speaking of that, if you're even if you're not religious or anything, if you don't read the story of Adam and Eve and realize Adam is the most man man to ever man. Exactly. Yeah. And he and he proceeded. He he didn't ob- abandon Eve or nothing. He ate the apple. Yeah. And and his punishment was to, to and then blamed serve her her with his body, which and is did, funny yeah, as shit. Exactly. He served her with her his body, and she in turn served him. And that's yeah. the deal. You serve each other. You know, it says to do do benevolence to each other. You know, and a man should love his wife enough. A Christian man should love his wife enough that he should be cared for more about her than him. So sure. all of his decisions should be for her goodness, not his. Sure. A good man. So when you marry, when a woman marries a man, I, I've talked to her, they're like, well, what if he's stupid? I'm like, why did she marry him? Like, if you marry a man, no, he's supposed to be your boss and choose a good husband. <laughs> Look for the qualification. Don't marry a man who's an idiot. He's like, guess what? That's not the man for you then. If you look at if you look at a man you're thinking about marrying and you don't have any respect, and if he told you tomorrow you need to move to a different state and you're like, I wouldn't go, don't marry that man. You don't respect him enough. He's the wrong man. That's sure, just a fact. Sure. And if a man looks at a woman and goes, Yeah, if she went out and like, I don't know, stole a hundred dollars from my wallet, I'd leave her. Don't marry that woman. You clearly don't love her. You don't you're not willing to sacrifice for her. Sure. If, if she wow. if, if if I look at a woman, I'm like, if she cheated on me, I wouldn't be willing. I shouldn't marry her. Because clearly I'm not willing yeah, to sacrifice. That's, I'm not, oh I don't my God. First of all, let's just, we're not, just to bring that up for a second, uh-huh. that what a wild, kudos to you for even having that idea. What that That, that if you were with a girl and you're like, if she cheated on me, would I leave her? Yeah, and I if just, the answer is yes, then I shouldn't marry her? Exactly. I, wow. That's, that's what I believe. I, play, I believe that, because once I choose, nope. to, I believe once I choose to marry somebody, it's binding. If I'm it, miserable, I hate my life, I'm still binded. I'm still married to her, yeah. and it still doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. Dude, it's not right. I don't know. To, to, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. If you like, were dating a girl, and you're like, if she cheated on me, would I work it out with her? Exactly. And then you say yes, you're like, well, yeah. then I'll marry her. We, we, exactly. What would, would it be? Would it be worth the work? Would I consider it the right thing to do? If not, then then clearly That's she's the wrong one. Incredible. And, and I believe if people nowadays will quit marrying random people they meet for a month, or people they date for six years because they don't really respect them. Or they don't really love them. 
Yeah. We'd have far less divorces. Yeah. Because so many people get married, then they find out they hate the woman that the woman they said they love. If more people ask themselves, "Am I willing to like work through struggle?" Yeah, exactly. It's then like, that would probably execute yeah. most divorces, like, anyways. If we were like homeless for a month, could I live with this woman? I'm gonna go see if Hedrick has any plans of coming. Do you have anything you just want to like talk about while I'm gone for like three minutes? I don't know. I don't know what we talked about now. We've been rattling on. So we have long. been rattling. This is the problem. Yeah, we yeah no it's fine. no no. Uh, yeah, the well, all of the notes were if Hedrick was gonna be here. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I took a lot of notes on just like Paul's opinion. You know. Yeah. yeah I guess I could talk about Paul for a minute. When you I think talk about, about Paul? Paul. Yeah. Why, yeah. Go why ahead. There we go. I'm like, once you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about Paul. Okay. So I really like Paul. Okay. And one of the reasons I really like Paul is because he followed what God said. You know, a lot of people don't realize it, but. Paul was taught by God. You know, in Galatians, he says that God taught him. He wasn't taught by apostles. He wasn't taught by some guy on the side of the road. He was taught by God himself. And he was a devout Jew who gave everything for God. He was he was respected, educated, wealthy, high in authority, all that. And, and he was killing Christians. And God came to him and said, hey, I'm God. And Paul didn't go, yeah, but you might not be. He said, who are you? He's revealed to him, and then he goes and serves God with his whole life. He loses everything, gets stoned, all that, and he still follows God. He's in prison writing books of the Bible. He gets chained, I think, at one point to a centurion soldier, and the man's preaching about God still because that's just where he was at. He knew that his job was to teach people about God, and he didn't care about what anybody else thought about him. He wasn't concerned with the world, their opinion, none of that. What he cared about was if God was served. You know, he was one of the few Christians who was like, that was his only goal. He didn't choose well. He was the one who gave up everything for God, who, who admitted that was the point to life. He talks, even talks about it. I can't remember where. I think it might be in Corinthians. I don't know. He talks about how all these education he had and everything, and he counted it as dumb before God because it was just worthless without God. And so they sacrificed all of it for God. And so that makes Paul so amazing that he was just willing to follow God after all this has happened. Because he also, you know, he admitted he was wrong. He was like, yeah, God, I guess I was wrong to kill this Christian. Now I'm a Christian who's killed these Christians. And it weighed on him. He talks about it. He calls himself the lowest amongst them. And that's a big statement to mine because he's the lowest amongst us. Now just imagine that because think about all he did for God. What do you think? Called himself, what is it? What do you think those Christians are going to say when they see Paul in heaven? They're like, that's the yeah, man who they, killed us. And God's like, listen, yeah, it's a long I, story. I, that's that's pretty interesting. I never thought about that. That's pretty interesting. I wonder. I, I wonder. I think they'd be happy though. You think so? Yeah, think that's fair. I if, think if a man stabbed me and I thought about Jesus and, it, and he was in heaven with me, I'd be so thrilled. You like that? Oh. Would make my day. That a hundred percent. I'm going to say something bold, and okay. I know that you're probably going to get hated for that too, but uh, I think that's a good perspective to have. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's honorable. That's I think that's the right way to be. Yeah. I think because my life... You died as a... You died... You were a true martyr, I think, yeah. in that moment. I died serving God. Look at the Bible. All of them pretty much died serving... They were stoned. <laughs> and you know what they say? They're like, Father, forgive them for the none of what they do. That's metal. What a claim. And, and they're dying. What a claim. That's and then, metal. And then people are like, someone insults you, and they're like... How dare they? And they like go home and cry about it and say they're persecuted. It's like you're not persecuted, okay? If people were picking up stones, throwing them at you, you could say you were persecuted. But just remember, so did Paul. And you know what Paul did? He kept preaching. He got up after they stoned him. Some believe he died. Some believe he died, then he rose from the dead. 
it depends on who. You, I, I don't really believe that. I believe the stone really left him, and he got up and went to the next town. He didn't stop. He didn't go. He's like, all right, maybe, maybe I should calm down. Nope. He maybe, went to the next town. He's like, maybe the next town won't have stones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they ran out. This maybe time. they got some food. I'm yeah, kind of hungry. Exactly. They'll throw some apples at yeah. me, and I'll eat. And and you know what? People are always talking about how extreme my beliefs are. So are Paul's. The, a slave yeah. of that believed Paul came to him and ran away. And he goes, go back to your master. Paul said that to a slave who believed in Jesus. He's like, go back to your master. Serve him as you would serve God. And do that as a Christian because that's the right thing to do. That was Paul. Now, a lot of people are like, that's crazy. It's like, yeah, but Paul taught that. And Paul was taught by God. And Paul gave his whole life. I, I would say that. That he was willing, that's why he could make such things. He was willing to serve God so extremely through his life, prison. I think he ended up being beheaded. I think he was the one that died by being beheaded after he was stoned. After he, he was chained. What a life. Yeah, I was talking about he was chained to a soldier. And you know what he was doing? Preaching. Don't, could you imagine being trained to a Roman soldier and preached about God? Imagine being that Roman soldier dude's like, looking gran- over. You're like, what's wrong with this man? Dude's grandfather's the one who like persecuted Jesus. And he's like, this yeah. man is crazy. Yeah. Dude, I swear that, that that soldier had to convert to Christianity. There's no way you stay in a chains lift away from Paul, listen he to w- preach all day and go, and go, nah, this God's nothing. He went home and told his dad that his dad was bad for stabbing yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, hey, man, listen. Yeah. Like, I was willing to be on your side, but I got chained to this crazy man, and now I'm like, yeah. maybe you were in the wrong dad. I could not imagine being, like, choose for that dude, you know, because that would just be, be, be pretty amazing, though. Like, just like the thing, you know, Christians, I remember there was a time where Christians would recognize each other by quoting pieces of the Bible and finishing it. <laughs> oh, sure. And they were, cool. like, they were like, we need to find all these churches so we can kill them. So they sent the soldiers in there to learn the Bible, and the problem was they were converted to Christianity. Wouldn't tell them. They didn't have to kill them. That's why that's why the fish comes from. Yeah, you it's mentioned that. It, yeah, because they kept converting to Christianity. Because even the soldiers were like, "Wow, this Jesus is amazing." This Jesus guy's pretty cool. They get saved and they get tortured for it, but they were still willing. metal. Yeah, they were still willing to metal. serve God. It's like Christianity is an extreme religion. You know, like God made the claim first: "I am the way, the truth, and the light, and no man comes to the Father except through me." That's an extreme statement. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a fact. Our religion itself is extreme. And I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that, you know? No. Sometimes in the Bible it says things that are that some people are like, wow, that's kind of aggressive. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's God. He gets to decide. Yeah. It's only aggressive to you. You know, because it says in the Bible, whoever is guilty of one, uh, one of them all is a transgressor, guilty of them all. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> a liar is guilty of being an adulterer. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah, that when carry sin carries uh like one burden. Exactly. It's like an equalizer. And, and some people are like that. Aside that's from true. I guess blasphemy. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's a couple that are probably more extreme, like acting, like even homosexuality is probably a little different because it says the sin of the flesh as well, of against nature, you know, just like bestiality and all that. So there's definitely like a difference. Yeah, there's definitely a hierarchy, like you know, of sin. Yeah, sure. Yeah, lying is not as bad as sleeping with an animal. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how it is. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. God's like that's a little crazy. Yeah. But there is some that are on, most. A lot of them are even, and they're like, how can adu- how can lying and adultery be on the same level? That's crazy. It's like yeah, but that's only because you watered down lying. Lying is so bad that God thought it was even even equal to adultery. Maybe. Yeah, yeah that's a how way to look we, at it. How sure. weak have we made lying? It's like only that's a way to look you, at it. Only because you think lying. You've nothing? simplified. Yeah. You've simplified exactly. the sin. Yeah. You've made lying seem light and say well. 
a door for so much work. Like, no, 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 lying is that bad. God understands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do that all the time. We all, we all try to like convince ourselves. What the, we do what the, the, the devil tries to do to God. That's we try to pervert the scripture to ourselves and go, yeah, but but God gets it. Wonder how, like, I wonder how common that statement will be. On like judgment, you know, God's like, hey, what was that? You remember you, the goat in the barn that one night? And he's like, ah, you understand, God. That's I was lonely, and God's like, come on, man. He's like, come on, you understand, right? And God's like, no, yeah, no, I don't. The goat didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve that. They killed. That's what they killed both of them. It's like in Leviticus times, what they did. (laughs) They killed the animal and the human. That's metal. Yeah, they're like, no, they killed them both. Why the animal? Because it, like, perverted them. Oh, so they couldn't, like, that was it. Like, if it was, like, a like a cow, and they are like, yeah. we can't even eat it. Yeah. They just killed the, they killed the animal. You know, and so that's what they did. That's crazy. It's exactly. Some would that's, say that's extreme. Still, that's still our religion. That's still part of it. You know, they had sacrificed animals. That's still part of what we did believe. That was something that the Jews did in the past. So, yeah. That's part of it. It's like, that's just how it is. You know, God... Split the water and then drowned all the Egyptians. That was God. Yeah. That's just what it was. But if anyone has to decide who lives and dies, it's God. God sure. made everyone. God knows everything. He's God's all loving and all knowing. So if anyone has ever had the right to say it's your time to die, it's God. If God tomorrow say, "Yeah, Jesus, it's your time to die," and I just die, that's fine. I'm it's okay God. with that. Exactly. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That at any point in time, God goes, "It's your time to go." It's like, okay, God. I agree with you. I hope that's ha- I hope that happens, but we don't know because they die. I hope God oh, just God comes from yeah, like, cause yeah, like God just like die. hey, you're gonna well, die. Think about the the apostles and stuff. Like I think Stephen, he was like he was like I see God in heaven, <laughs> or he's like I see Jesus sitting next to God. I believe throne. I believe that's Stephen. I could be wrong. It could be someone else. And he dies. That's how he dies. That's and, crazy. And, and I feel like a lot of people have that kind of spiritual experience. Yeah, you just never die. know. They have that feeling like it's like. They're right at the door, and they can just God's like almost feel it. Yeah, exactly. And they're like ready to go, and they just have joy right as they die, and they go away. I, I've known many Christians that die with a smile on their face, and I believe I sincerely believe it's because they they felt God right before they went. That they, and they were like, I'm 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 so ready. You know, sometimes you feel like that guy who's like, when Jesus comes, like you lift him up, and he's like, and then you can die. He's like, okay, lift him up. Go now, can I die, God? And then God like has him die. It's like. Sometimes that's how it is, you know? And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, we, we always want to be like, well, that seems wrong. It's like, he's God. Who are you to decide? What, are you, Job tried to say God was wrong. Remember what he said? Are you so wise? Were you there when I created <laughs> the world? There? That's yeah. metal, too. Yeah. Were you there? It's Were like, you there when I created the world? Can you play with behemoth? Can you play with Leviathan? Like, it's like a dog. Can you do that? No, you can't. Yeah. Like, he's God. He can decide that. I uh, am so sad that I don't have this. Uh, at the ready, but next time I have you on, there's a book by Rick Bragg called "It's All Over But the Shoutin." And uh-huh. in that book, he t- he was a reporter, and he talks about some storms that had hit Alabama, and a tornado came through, and one just went right over a church, and like they'd yeah. went to church because they thought they would be safe, right, yeah. and it just killed like a bunch of kids, killed like the mm-hmm. the pastor, yeah, yeah, and some other people. And there were like a bunch of other uh, churches around that like they didn't know what to do. They were like, we don't know what we're supposed to say. Like we can't be like, 
you know, right? Yeah. Because they're like, what do you do? Do you just go and be like, yeah, that ten year old died because it was just his time, and I, God, I, I'm so sad that I can't tell you what was said, uh-huh. but there was a preacher who like came out and had like a five minute talk where he just talked about it. And it was incredible. I'm pretty sure I, you're talking, I think I've seen what you're talking it about. Was sure, yeah. It was incredible. It was, it was like a five minute would shut people up. Yeah. Like if you were being like, how could God take this children? He just came out and just said something and like, it was over. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking and about. I, I I'm going to remember it really, but I think I know what you're talking I'll, about. I'll like highlight it yeah. and I'll bring, cause I have the book. I'll like highlight in the book and bookmark it. So next yeah, time you're yeah. I'll tell you, but yeah. like, it was incredible. Yeah. It was like just yeah, he just came out and was like, No, this is like why I believe yeah, it happened yeah. and why I think it's okay. And like closed book yeah, exactly. and walks away and you're like, that was unbelievable. You're like that dude was that was fire. God, man. It's it's sometimes bad things happen, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I really I gotta check that out because I think I know what you're talking about. I think yeah. I've read it. And yeah, that's that's how it is, because I think I remember when it happened. It was a couple. Of years. It was years and years ago, wasn't it's it? It's been a while. It was like yeah. it was. It's been like at least a decade, probably yeah, longer, thought, probably yeah. over a decade. Yeah, now. it was a long time ago. I know something else happened. Like I knew it was in Alabama. Yeah, I know. I think it like might have even been northeastern. It right, might have been yeah. like close to us to right, some yeah. degree. But, it, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I've definitely heard of that from someone. So I don't know if I've ever seen the yeah, thing. Just but yeah, like total to church. Yeah, just exactly. went right over it. Yeah, and and Christians are speaking. It's like, but he's God. God gets to choose he gets to decide there's yeah. an age of accountability there's a time god will give every person a chance to know god who's of the age and if they're not of the age they go to heaven i believe that's what the bible teaches when david when he has the kid with uh Bersheba and he dies and he fasts he's fasting the whole time she's like giving birth i believe for days and he's praying and the kid dies and he finds out and he's and they're like don't want to tell him and he realizes and gets up and goes to eat like it's normal and the guy's like how could you do this he goes he can't come to me no more but i will go to him and so that's where we yeah. get the age of accountability. That's that, nice. That he must have went to heaven. Wait, so oh. all his aborted babies must have went to heaven. Wait, so what did he say again? He said, he said I can't, I can't, he can't come to me, but I will go to him, or something to that effect. I, um, I can't those exact words. I'm be honest with you, but it's something to that effect where he's like, he can no longer come to me, but I will go to him. Yeah, like I'll die and go to heaven. Exactly. And I'll see him. Exactly. That is and a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like a truly beautiful thing. It's it's one of the yeah it's one of the most beautiful things, and the one like when I read, it, I was like, wow. Yeah, you don't that's, get that's you don't, believing. You don't God. get that in other in other exactly. situations. Yeah, that's believing in God. That's and if he could have that faith, Job could have that faith. I can have that faith. You can have that faith. If something goes wrong, I go. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. That goes for everything: life, love, friends, everything. If a friend leaves you, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah. Family, it's the same thing. Yeah, you just have to. You yeah, just accept yeah. it. There's there's no going. reason to go and start crying to God and go why why. It's like you don't, want, you don't want the answer, okay? Personally. I feel like most of <laughs> going off that. So <laughs> you, you, me, and Hedrick, and I'll, this is another thing that I'll probably like. Like I'm sure will be noticeable the more people I get to talk to. Right. Yeah. But I feel like most people in our position have totally been like, "Why God?" And then, and then, like you just said, God gives you an answer, and you go, "I'll never ask that yeah. question again." Yeah, exactly. You don't want the answer. You just yeah. walk away. Like my mom, my mom going back to when she was like, "Why did you do this to me?" And God was like, "You know why." Yeah. Yeah. You just, sometimes you just like and you 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 have like one moment where you falter, and then you know, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't have to ask again." <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like that. I learned from that, like Job's mom, when God appeared in the storm and told him, like three chapters worth of the Bible. Yeah, yeah just told him, and you're, you're like, like <laughs> Job didn't ask again. <laughs> and I, so I've talked, to, I talked to you about this Friday. But what's so funny about that thing in particular is I can find myself in spots in life where like I get really close, uh-huh. where I'm like, man, I could really just go outside and scream and yeah. blame God. But then like it's like you can hear God take the folding chair out. Yeah. And like sit, yeah, down, sit down and start eating the popcorn and you're just like, I'll walk there's, away. There's so many religions where it's like, you don't, if you like doubt, you're done. But God doesn't say that. He's not scared of that. He'll make, you can make the attempt to look elsewhere. God doesn't make that claim you're doomed because you doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That's just because God knows he, he'll face the facts. You know, a lot of people like, they're like, we don't need to read science to know about God. Like, sure. But it's kind of amazing how much about science proves, talks about God. Doubt's a lot more serious than I think a few religions well, take it. Some like if you doubt, because I, I think they they underperform what to doubt yeah. is. Well, well, in 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 the I've heard uh, in Muslims, right? If you like believe in Jesus as a savior, that's a sin. It's like a, a bit like you could lose your salvation. I believe something like that. Because I had a friend who he uh, went and had a debate with a Muslim. They were friends and they had a debate about it because he couldn't he. The trouble with the debate is he couldn't have his friend conceive the ideal because that was a sin enough. And so it was such a challenging debate to have. He was talking about that he was, like, trying to get ready for it because it hadn't happened yet at the time. And, like, the struggle. And there's all kinds of religions where, like, if you doubt, it's like you're done. So people are too scared to doubt. They don't check the evidence. Yeah, doubt, I think, uh, I feel like they, they not necessarily undermine, but, like, they doubt. I think doubt's a lot more extreme. Then it comes off. Doubt's like, because we talked about the whole, uh, you talked about the whole uh, one saved, always saved thing, how yeah. you don't believe it. And your thing is that, like, you don't believe that someone who got saved can walk away. Exactly. I believe they have the. Because that's blasphemy. Yeah. yeah. Then that's what I think exactly. doubt is. To, like, that's how I would. Well, see, I see here's it. my problem, right? The difference is, is the doubt, though, is you might not be God. Blasphemy is to say you are. It's God, like you are God, and then I'm not, not believing you. Yeah. yeah, you have to first proclaim that. And you that's are like God. yeah, but I put doubt in the same boat yeah. as that. Doubt's weird. To me, doubt. Because like you have to go like, well, what do you mean when you the, say you doubted God? Right, here's like, the thing. if you don't doubt God, how is there faith? It's knowing. It's not faith. Yeah. Faith is to trust. Is to put your trust in something. Yeah. If you never doubt it, you don't. You don't put trust in it. Yeah, you that's know it's normal. Exactly. It's, but it's that's, mandatory. That's it why. Has to have. That's why I think that like the when when people are like, no, if you doubt, you lose salvation. It's like I yeah. think you're misplacing doubt. Like it's yeah, there's blasphemy, yeah. and then there's yeah, exactly. there's like, just you yeah, trips. Like yeah, by saying yeah, because like because yeah. like because from their perspective, it's like you know God and you walk away from God. Exactly. That's blasphemy. Yeah, exactly. That's but that's not the same as, as as me being like, hey, my tire my tire popped. I was having a bad day. That was kind of fucked up. God wasn't it? And then yeah. like, you're gonna go to hell now. Yeah, you're exactly. like, well, yeah, yeah. The Bible doesn't teach that at all. And once again, there's also the Bible. It's like the God has given me those who I've sealed. I will not lose. The, those who are my followers give me. I will not lose. I believe is is the verse. I I don't remember where it's at, but it's, and there's there's others. I don't know if I wrote it down actually about. Uh, I did not write it down, but there's several verses about like, uh, but those who who were saved, God wouldn't lose. He wouldn't lose them. I would lose none of them. I think that goes back to when we were talking about like, uh, once you accept it, it's too known, 
Exactly. And that's where it's like. Yeah, like I've had doubts when I come down it, but I've never rejected God. You never rejected it because it's so known. Yeah, and we like talked for, about that for earlier. For me, it's a real problem. I have a real battle with that because once again, I was raised in a Christian home, right? And I wasn't one of those who like turned away from God. Like I believed in God. I ran towards God. I got saved like seven, you know. And from then on, church, God, you know, I had ups and downs. But the thought that God wasn't real was such an alien thought that I couldn't conceive it for a long time. I was like, it can't be true because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so even even before I looked at all the facts and the history, and now I believe it based off science and stuff, sure, and I still have my faith. But, but back then I couldn't. Like I, Anytime I go to doubt, my brain goes, you're an idiot. Okay? <laughs> you know God's real. Yeah. Okay, That's clearly true. It's like, so I can't, like, even when I'm down in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, you're wrong. Okay? Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, I love that I stuff. doubt the doubting. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the reason why I don't add, it's, so I have a very, I have a hell of a stance on, like, signs and not believing in them, per se, or however, but I have the same thing. Like, I won't ask for a sign, because that like, same thing will happen. Because, like, to me, asking for a sign is, like, uh, it's a tempt. You're tempting. They're like tempting God. Yeah. So yeah. I don't do it. So like if I'm ever like I, I literally if I ever sit down, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna push the you know, push it towards them. Like, well, you know, show me. I'll immediately go, that's stupid. <laughs> and like it's but like that's weird because I don't know if I've talked to you about it extensively, but like my whole uh my like whole loop on signs is that like I believe that they're not being a sign the 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 right. silence of it the silence is the sign. And yeah. that's because that's become my perspective. If I'm ever like, I, hey, God, won't you show me? In that moment, I'm like, no. And it, yeah. when there's no sign, I like that's I have to find God in that silence. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, and I'll continue. To be, to be fair, yeah, a lot of times, you know, we ask for a sign and God doesn't give it. There's sometimes he does give it, you know. Yeah. I, I've heard of experiences. And stuff. It's really how you ask, for, I think. You know, because some people are like, I need an absolute truth. <laughs> yeah, I need an absolute truth. God yeah. like, like doesn't come down and go, yeah, I'm God. He doesn't. Listen. You get visions or something. You get a vision. You can doubt a vision, but God speaks to you. You can go, maybe I'm just crazy. Uh-huh. There's not always room for doubt. Yeah, the, otherwise you would know God. The uh, the guy in the Seeking the Law book said essentially the same thing, right? Yeah. He was like, how do I know? Exactly. And, he, and he's like, on the by the third time, I was like, exactly. But still, he could. He, there was room for. And doubt. then he and then he now. still and then he doubted God. Exactly. And then God and was still, like, it's not still, about you. He still didn't convert. <laughs> and that's the thing. There's always room for doubt, and you will never get an absolute answer from God ever. There no. always has to be faith, uh-huh. because that's what it comes down to: put yeah. your trust in God. Yeah. You can't do that if you know Him. Then you know yeah. Him. Then that's, if you don't serve God, it's a big deal. That's why now you know God's real. That's why silence. That's why silence to me matters so much, because right. that's how I find it. Yeah, because a lot of us like we ask for something we don't want one, because then we would know God is real. And yeah. <gasps> Think, that's a whole. Think, we talked think about serving that. God's we, now, we, how lenient he must be because you just have faith. Imagine if you knew it was real. We well, talked, how lenient he must have not been. We talked about that Friday about how like you wouldn't want that. Exactly. You would not want yeah. God to give you definitive. Yeah, because then from then on, because like, like we we've already we've, we've already talked today about uh, just saying something. And then that affecting us. Yeah. Like me being like, hey, Hedrick, we need to go to churches and try to get involved. And then when I'm like, well, I'm trying, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you hear that, that's that's already a problem. But for God to just walk in like, I'm God, uh-huh. and then leaving, holy shit, your whole frame is destroyed now. You can't do anything, and not that's not in yeah. your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if God comes to you, like if God came to me and was like, I'm God, absolutely. 
then I have to serve. I, yeah, you're, I you're just like, death. You're like, <laughs> you're like everything it's over. has to go. Like, yeah. life is like, there's no, like, if I mess up, it's like, well, God might not. You know, I'm just doubting and stuff. There's no justification. You're like, yeah. I know God's real, and that was wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no room for doubt. There's yeah. no room for, like, God be like, well, you know, he was struggling. You know? you, like, and you no, would never want you, that. You, yeah. No, you would, do not want that. I would never want that burden. No. Okay, because that's a strong burden. You know, some people believe Paul had that burden. That's why Paul was so, like, serving of God, because he knew. I don't exactly believe that, but yeah, but yeah, it's it's a real it was a real challenge, you know. You would not want that. Yeah. It would be a nightmare. No this goes God would, without a doubt. Yeah, this is why like being a prophet would be terrifying. Yeah, because you're kind of in that boat. Yeah, because you kind like of, this man has like spoke to me to some degree. Yeah, to be they still don't always follow God. Let's no, they all that like no. what's his name when like all the prophets of Baal when they all got killed, he ran from a woman like right after Jezebel came down. He's like, I'm gone, and went and hid in the cave, and God's like. What are you doing? Right. He's like, I'm hiding in a cave, God. Obviously, <laughs> it looks pretty, yeah. pretty obvious. It's like God had just like cast fire down from heaven. All these people died because they were false prophets. And then a woman came down. He's like, I gotta get out of here. I'm run for this woman. It's like yeah. he didn't know God's power. He just witnessed fire come down from heaven. Yeah, I, and he's hiding in a cave. And God's yeah, like, it's crazy how normal it was for prophets. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be. I feel like that's probably a, a lot more normal response than we even think it is. Because at some point, you're just like, it's God. How would you ever do that? But then at the same time, you'd like, bro, me. You like, you know, yeah. you know, you, I know me. Yeah, so if God came was like, hey, do my bidding. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, you've been here. Yes, yeah. You've seen me. It's Have like, you really? Like, like I'm, I'm not. A, I'm I don't. Fall short, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'll be like, God, so, I'm like, know. falling short's an understatement. I, everything I do is going to be stupid. Yeah. Like, I'll, come I'll on, do, bro. I'll do my best. You know? I, like, I, like, I just look at God and go, just out of curiosity, in my 24 years of life, what did I do that made you go, he's the one? That's that's what I would yeah, ask God. Yeah. Like, well, what's that moment? Like, I got to know. Me? Yeah. Then, yeah. Because that's a lot of a big battle. Even when I was like, called to preach, I was like, why? Why, <laughs> why would I be called? You're like, dude, I'm a you know? dumbass. Exactly. I'm like, I don't feel worthy, you know? And God, you don't. You're like, God, I'm 13. I, I can't yeah, tie my shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you still don't, I still don't feel worthy. You know, I th- I'm yeah. thankful for it. Like, when I, re- I realize like, where my life would be without it. Sure. Like, if not for the calling of God, what, what would my life be right now? Uh-huh. You know, and it was really a gift. When I was younger, I didn't see it like that. It was a responsibility, and it was heavy. And I was like... Why am I a preacher, God? <laughs> like, this is just rough. Other kids but are playing I, video yeah, had, games. Had, I'm reading yeah, my Bible. This sucks. Downs. I had ups and downs. And so there was times in my life where I was, like, really struggling. I was like, I just didn't want to preach. I was like, God. And then, but then God would give me a sermon. I was like, those are my options. It's like when God yeah. gives you a sermon, you you, you got to preach it. It's like a fire. But but as I got older, I sort of realized just how much of a gift it was. Yeah, like sure. I, I was thinking, but I didn't want to preach. And, and God just made me realize just how how much my life was shaped by that. That, that it, I would not know as much about the Bible. I wouldn't have been taught. I wouldn't have prayed as much. I wouldn't be able to talk about it nearly as much as all this if I wasn't called to be a preacher. I wouldn't get the opportunities I get. Yeah. And I wouldn't have met the people I've gotten to meet if not for the calling God gave me. I'm, I've had the luck to be able to visit some good godly churches, talk to some good godly men, you know, because I'm a preacher. And I would have never met those people uh-huh. if I wouldn't have been a preacher. I'd never got those opportunities unless I was a preacher. I would have... I would have studied my Bible far less. I wouldn't have moved churches as much. I wouldn't have felt the call other places. And yeah. so it's only because of that calling. And so in hindsight, now I look back and go, thank God <laughs> that he called me to preach. Thank God that he saw something in me that I don't see in me, even now, yeah. that he thought was worth 
saving, not only saving, but also calling to be a minister. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm I'm very thankful for that man because it's it really is a gift. It's a gift of God, just like just like prophesying. You know, not everyone gets visions. I don't believe that. I don't pray for visions. I don't need visions. Yeah. I've got a Bible. Okay, there's nothing wrong with visions. I don't mm-hmm. think there is. And God, I've I've met many people who had dreams in my family, wonderful dreams, and that's great. And I would love, I would enjoy to have one, I, you know, but I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, you're that's, not going if, to. If, if God decides to give me one, I would be very thankful. But you're not going to. But God gave me the Bible, and yeah. that's enough. And that's for you. Yeah, that's God beautiful. God me, and he gave me enough, and I'm content. Yeah, no, that's I don't, nice. I don't need more gifts than what I've been given. That's nice. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, and it's sometimes we get so distracted thinking about all these prophets and what they could do that we forget what God's given us, you know? Yeah. We're like, I could be in North Korea right now. I could be in China. You know, in China, you know what they do when they get a Bible? They rip it, they tear it into books so they can hide it. So they each get, it, each get one book. I have like 30 Bibles at home. On my desk when I open the doors for Well, there's currently three yeah. on this yeah. desk. At any moment in time, I can open my phone up and have a Bible mm-hmm. immediately. I don't have to go, where does it say that? Google will tell me. I don't have to question it. They don't have that. That's such a gift. That's yeah. what bothers me when people are like, like they just overrule the Bible, because like, that's such a gift from God. Those were the words of God. He said they were inspired by Him that He would keep them, and yet we just like wash them away. And that bothers me because like it's such a gift that He gives every man equally. Each of us have the chance to learn and read the Bible, each one. And the fact that some some people don't, it just it it blows my mind. Even like even in other faiths where like they believe in the Bible, they don't they don't. Like they don't study it, or like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. There's Christians. I don't study the Bible enough. I don't read the Bible enough. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, but you'll have like a lot of Christians who are Jew or not Christians. A lot of Jews have never read Isaiah 53. Okay, that's talking about Jesus right there, like clearly. And this guy was talking about it. He goes to talk to people about Jesus. He reads that verse and tells them that's from the Old Testament. Yeah, and they get converted right then because they're like, Jesus is in the Bible. The Old Testament, and they've never even heard the New Testament. They've never read it. Like, I was watching a guy talk, walk around to Jews trying to give them a New Testament. I was like, have you read it? Do you know what Jesus did? And they're like, no. I'm like, what? You never thought maybe there was some of this Jesus man? That you're like, he claimed to be our Messiah? And I never thought maybe I should read the books about it? It's like, man. And, and especially like other Christians, even me included, you know, we don't read enough. I, d- like, I definitely that don't. That is our doctrine. We don't have to talk about yeah, how little. Yeah, that That's our doctrine. When someone comes to challenge me, it's not coming from outside. Mm-hmm. The Bible's where my defense comes from. Yeah. When someone says, I feel like lying's right, I feel like God came and told me lying was right, I'm going to go, no, because the Bible says thou shalt not lie. Like, you know who said those words? God. It was inspired by him. Like, therefore, your claim is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I can only make that claim because of the Bible. And that's such a gift. There's so many people who don't have that. Mm-hmm. They can't like flip up on the Bible, like see right here, show you the verse, and then shut the Bible. Like that's the end of a conversation. There's places they can't do that. They gotta go like I believe and stuff, and I feel. We don't have to do that. We keep a foundation built not only in Jesus but in His words that mm-hmm. He's given to us. And I just and some people feel like it's so taken for granted in America that they have such access. Like I have thirty. Yeah. And so I have 30. 30. Guess what? If I have 30 and I don't open one, you know what that accomplishes? Nothing. 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 You're right. Nothing. I never learned anything with a closed Bible. (laughs) Never. There's a point in my life 
where like I wasn't reading enough, and I just opened the Bible and laid it next to my bed and never shut it, because like that way I always had to like see it when I go to bed. That way just to make sure. I had some crazy beliefs when I was younger. Like when I was like, I was like, you know, like I told you about when I tithed extra, because I was like, God, when I go crazy oh. as a teenager, you know, just keep these extra. Just like, well, you know, like hold the wrath back a little bit. Don't just like smite me. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Remember the twenty dollars I gave you? Exactly. Because it was exactly. the only twenty dollars I had. I believe God honored that though. A lot of my teenage years, when I went away from him, I didn't struggle as much as I should have, and I feel like I would have. If not for that, I think I could be wrong. Could have nothing to do with it. But I believe in some sense God honored that. Me praying, like, here's an extra $20 here, $10 here. He was like, you know, something like that. But, yeah, I just, that's one of the things that really gets me is that, like, we were so quick to, like, move beyond the Bible. Like, people be like, hey, the Bible says that, but how you feel? It's like, the Bible says that? Means expounded. <laughs> like, we don't need to rush past that part. That needs to be well established. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, you should be like, how do you feel? And then you're like, what's the Bible say? Like, that should be how the question's phrased. Sure. Yeah, because that's, that's what matters. It's like, it doesn't matter what I feel like. If God says lying's wrong, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm in a weird boat where, like, I've already told you about things like like cursing. Like, I curse right, a yeah. lot. But I've also been like, I, I don't, like, try to hide it. I'm not going out and being like, nah, man, it's okay. Like, no, well, I, I mean, do it a lot, and I probably shouldn't. It would be better if I don't. But, like, I'm not also being, I'm not going here and be like, no, man, it's okay. Well, I mean, I guess, I see your point. I don't think it's better because of that. No, it's that's, still, that's, yeah. That's like, that's, like, that's like killing somebody. Yeah. Like, I know I killed yeah, them and it's, it's wrong. It's like trying but to soften the blow like, no. in your mind. You're like, yeah, but I could be worse. Like, just because you could be worse. No. Than, like, if I lie and then I look at the guy who lies like five times, go, at least I'm not that guy. Like, <laughs> I could have lied four more times. Like, in the Bible, there's the guy who, like, he wouldn't even look up. And he goes, he just, he's like, beats his chest. He goes, you know, I think he says, like, God forgive me or something like that. I can't, I can't exactly remember the words or something. And then the guy standing up, he's like above him. He's like, thank God I'm not like that guy. <laughs> he's like, I've got to I do all this. I pray when I'm supposed to and all that. And then God said, who do you think went away justified that day? Mm. Who went away? It was the one who cried out to God. He wouldn't even look up. It's like, yeah, that's a Christian. Mm. Like, yeah, we, we got to be careful not to be like, well, at least I'm not like that guy. Like, you're not comparing yourself to that guy. You're comparing yourself to Christ. How you lay up then? So I tell people when they're like, oh, I could be worse. Like, yeah, but you could be like Christ. <laughs> you could be better. Yeah. 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 That's what you yeah. should yeah. be yeah. saying. Exactly. You should be like, I can yeah. be a it's better like, person. It's like last I checked, I'm not your example. Christ is. It's like, mm-hmm. don't look at me and go, you don't read your Bible enough. It's like, I know. But, but I'm not the example you're supposed to follow. God is the example <laughs> you're supposed to follow. Yeah. Also, I like how uh, I like learning about people's like early years religiously and how different a lot yeah. of them can be. Yeah, it's wild to me the yeah. like the way like a lot like I talk to people who are young and then they they never get saved, then they run from the church and then sometimes they come back and it's such a different experience because of it. It's so weird to me. I feel like, like I'm probably more in that boat. Yeah, because like I'm a Christian. I'm a preacher. My brothers are Christian. My sisters are Christian. All saved. We were all raised same environment. Now, granted, I learned a lot more about the Bible just because you became a preacher. No, because I was the oldest boy. Oh, gotcha. And sure. that, and and in some sense, Dad knew I was going to be a preacher, and that kind of affected it. And so I was taught more. I was more interested. I was more wanting to, while everybody was running around playing, I wanted to sit next to Dad and listen to him talk about Job. <laughs> and so sure. I, I got to learn more, and I got more Bibles. You know, so I, I always had several Bibles, even when I was like eight. You know, I still had like three Bibles. They were all like study Bibles, basically. 
when I was like eight, you know, a lot of people don't have that. It's like, but that's part of what shaped me. And then you have people who have like a similar experience and it completely changes how they are. They're completely yeah. different person. I don't know. My uh my mom made me and my brother go to church. Yep. For like years. Like years. I don't know. Uh I'd say from like five to at least like eleven or twelve. She definitely made us go every Wednesday, Saturday, uh-huh. and Sunday. Saturday? Twi- yeah, Pente- or Pentecostals. Oh, yeah, it would be yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was Wednesday, Saturdays, two times on Sundays. We went for morning yeah, 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 and yeah. night service. And I remember like my early years were like genuine feared God, uh-huh. like deathly. My brother, like I remember my brother would like listen to like music with curse words. Uh-huh. And I would drown it out. Yeah. Like I would bring like headphones and listen to something that was like louder because I didn't want to hear it. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. And then I don't even know what happened. There was just one day where like I was like, prob- I think a good bit of it was the irritation of the preachers that we had. This uh-huh. goes back to the whole like dead brain, no yeah, meaning to the revelation. Yeah, don't you don't want to hear that. It's There's nothing to it. There's no substance to it Yeah. Let's when they're just like. And the, and it doesn't feel like they love you. You don't feel like no. They're when they're like no, when they're like we're here because God's gonna come back and I don't want to go to hell. Uh-huh. And that's why like that's the that's how I felt the preachers felt. I felt like every yeah. preacher was there because they were like, I don't want to go to hell, so I'm just gonna be like exactly. God's gonna come back, exactly. and when God comes back, I'm gonna be up here talking about God, and then that's gonna make me look good. And uh-huh. that was like how they ran service. So like when you're that's your church experience for seven years. Yeah. It becomes irritating. And, and you know, interesting. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the difference. It's the preacher. It's the messenger. That, that, it's like there's some yeah. people who get, get raised in church. Maybe the difference is the person who's church, who's preaching, whether or not they're a real Christian, whether or not they're converted, yeah. whether or not, you know. And then my, because my, the one I was saved at was my cousin. He was my cousin. Okay. And, you know, he's much older than me. He's like my third cousin. He's like my dad's age, almost. Mm-hmm. And so, but he was one preaching. He was the pastor of the church, and he was all, he's still now. He's one of the, the best preachers that I know of. You know, you know, we don't always, you know, we don't brag or anything, but I think he's one of the best that I've just, as far as I've ever seen a pastor go, who truly cares and you know he cares. And that's that's something you can take for granted. Yeah, my mom now says that she feels like she did us a disservice because of that. Because my mom now is like, I feel like those, they were like very bad at uh-huh. their job. And she's like, I feel like I didn't do anything to extend anything religiously to you outside of church uh-huh. but i raised you in an environment that i knew was poor compared uh-huh. to like how i experienced it uh but i don't feel like that ever led me necessarily away like i don't think i never became an atheist there was never i don't think there's ever been a point in my life uh-huh. where i was like nah there's not a god like even going through that it, even going through that experience, like that seven years, and then be like, I don't want to go to church anymore. We saw going to church. I never felt like in that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just throw it all away. I think it was still, it like existed. But then like this probably, this is where it goes back to like shaped experiences, how I think I, this is why I'm different than you are. Uh, when all the churches you've been to are bad and the preachers were not great, and stuff, but and you stop going entirely. I like. I think a part of me just didn't want it to end there, so mm-hmm. part of me went like looking for it, and I think just the way I found it was different than you. You found it like in the Bible, but I don't know if I had what I would call a necessary. Like I didn't have that at my like feet 
I didn't right. have the Bible. Right. It wasn't like your foundation. Yeah, I didn't like have it. Like it wasn't just sat on my lap, and that's where yeah. like I went. I had to go and find it elsewhere, yeah. and I just experienced it. Right. I guess yeah. how I would say it. Like, and then mm-hmm. as a kid, that like that's how it developed. Yeah, it's like is I felt it spiritually. You read it, and that doesn't. I don't think that takes away from either. Well, yeah, that's just like yeah. that was like yeah. where where I was in life. I had to find it. I I, w- I wanted it. And I looked for it, and I found it, uh-huh. and that was just led me to where I am now, you know. And then right. if I if I kept take like if I k- extended this, uh, I like talking about it, right? And th- that's I think I I talked through all of my problems, and I think there was a point religiously where like I just started talking mm-hmm. about it to people more because that's how like I was experiencing it. Like I would go out. And talk to people, see how people felt, see how people talked about it. And then I would go and talk to, like, my friends about it. Like, uh-huh. hey, this is what I heard, and this is where I think, like, this is why it matters to me, and this is how it matters to me. Right. And then I started talking about it more and more, and that's, like, how I filtered it. And then I just remember one day, I, like, told my friend, I was like, no, nah, I feel like it would be so terrifying just going out and having to speak my mind religiously. And now here we are. This is where yeah, I am exa- right now. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> After telling my friend, like, no, I think my biggest fear is being told that I have to go and talk about what I believe. And now, yeah. you know, here yeah. we are. I get what you're saying. Yeah, because for me, you're talking about like when you have like struggles and stuff, you go talk to people. Yeah. I go to the Bible. Like, exactly. exactly the but I think that's, that's the core. The, that's the differences is like where our, uh, how the community that we were raised in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Split. Yeah, which is odd to me. Because if you had a church that was bad, right, you would uh-huh. think that you would be less likely to talk to people, more likely to read the Bible. Versus yeah. I who had a good community. I don't think it was. But I read I, the Bible instead of I don't think the, people. Weirdly enough, I don't think the, this goes back to like, I believe that the preachers that I was exposed to were there because the idea was if i'm talking about god and god comes back i'll be favored so it's not like the bible didn't seem like an instrument to them right exactly and i think that's why i didn't turn to it because i don't feel like it was ever looked at as as an instrument like they're like this is it and if you have a question go here that entire key was just missing Right, right yeah but like when i walked away from it i didn't feel like turning away was the right thing. Uh-huh. A part of me still wanted to seek it out and I did. Uh-huh. But with that key missing, I just had to find it. And that's what exactly. I think I started talking right, to people because yeah. that's like, that was the experience. Like I, I want to know yeah, you why you're there. Grab onto. You, you grab exactly. the nearest thing. And then, yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And yeah, that's the path. Because I don't know how it is, but like the, the Pentecostal, did y'all have, did y'all bring Bibles? No, I think, well, so my grandmother uh-huh. brought this, but I think they just had you brought your own. There yeah. weren't ones there. Well, no, but did you bring one? You no, I didn't have one. one. Yeah. See, the thing to me that's so crazy to me because, like, I went to churches for like holiness churches, uh-huh. and no one had a Bible. Yeah. Uh, that was so alienated to me because when I was a kid, right, everyone brought Bibles. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, "Why we have Bibles?" Like, in case he's wrong, the preacher's wrong, and I was like, "What a wild statement!" That's it's yeah. Like, I but like it's kind that, of though. amazing. That's cool. Because yeah. It's like, sure. It's like he can err too, mm-hmm. you know. And so we all, and I encourage people like, when I go to preach, I'm like turn here it's like i could be wrong if i'm wrong tell me after uh-huh. like i'm i'm you know i could be wrong that was one of the biggest thing i feared when i got called the preacher it's like what if i get up there and teach something that's not true it's like what if i do that that's bad yeah that's bad and that was so scary to me because i was like i don't want to get up there and, and basically accidentally lie yeah and so that was that's like false prophets like i don't want to do that 
I also kind of like skipped over a particular moment that happened in my in-between phase. I think Uh I've loosely mentioned this to you, but we have some family friends that live down the road. And I remember I was, this was, God, I don't even know this had, this is probably easily 10 years ago. Now, if not like 11 years ago, it's been a while, but I was over there splitting wood for him one time because he Mm -hmm. was, even then he was like 69, 70 around there. I was splitting wood with him. And he was like, Hey, and you guys don't go to church anymore. He was like, why is that? And I was like, I don't know. Just, you know, I guess we just don't feel it. It's not something that seems mm-hmm. important. He was like, that's weird. He was like, uh, but why not? Like, have you thought about going? And I was like, nah, not right now. And I, and I just, I remember telling him, he was like, well, why? And I was like, well, I, I, and I remember this. I remember being interested in, I think, just history in general. And right. I just remember having somebody at the church being like, no, asking questions is like bad. Yeah. Which is wild. They were just like, they're, they're, they're like, they're, just don't. They're like, you don't need questions. You just need god like that that was the perspective against like just be like oh god's real so it's okay which is wild yeah. but i remember saying that to him and uh and then i remember being like well have you just thought just going home and, and praying and like hey god i just think it's cool to know things yeah. and i went home and did that and i dear god i wish i didn't so, do that someone should hand you a bible someone should <laughs> <laughs> someone should be like here man here's a bible try reading this thing isn't it crazy? <laughs> your life, how, your life would have like exploded. How isn't it? It's I didn't. I don't think ever. I've. I don't until this moment. I don't think I've ever looked back at it and be like, I'm shocked. No one yeah, gave me a it Bible. It blows my mind because if if I'd have been talking to you, I'd immediately be like, like you have hey, a Bible. Like, There's like three. <laughs> like for everything, if I meet somebody who doesn't have a Bible, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna get this guy a Bible. Because like, because to me it's like it's, I, yeah, it's like you, you got all these questions. It's like ask me asking. But guess what? Twenty four seven. Guess who's available? God. God. It's like open the Bible and you can learn everything. Mm. Everything life has to offer is in there. Yeah. Every experience was experienced by someone in the Bible. Every one of them. And so it's it's, it's really wild to me that no one ever was like. I know. Just gave me one. Like, 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 it's like sure. it like flattens me almost because it's like in my brain I could not imagine. Like I don't know much about Pentecostal, so maybe maybe that's just how it is. But like to me, it's like in a Baptist church, everyone has a Bible. That's the normal. I don't. Normal. When people don't have Bibles, I'm like that's kind of weird. You're like, yeah, why are you even here? We used to count them. Some churches they count them. They're like, how many people have Bibles? Like raise your hands and they mark it. Like next to the people who show up. Like we have thirty people show up, twenty eight Bibles. And so people were like children, like, yeah, I got to bring my Bible with me. That way I can get on, that way they're getting it. I increase the number. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, like, Sunday school teachers would, like, hand out candy for it. And you're like, well, that's kind of weird. It's like, yeah, but they get in the habit. They're bringing the Bible, yeah. which is a it's good like, start. Yeah, it, it's w- not a Once you get in the habit of, like, the Bible is the answer to everything, when I have a problem, it's the Bible. It's immediately I got to go to the Bible. I immediately got to go to the Bible. That's where the answer's at. And so if I have any problem in life, that's where I go. Mm. I don't, like, go find somebody to talk to. I don't go look for something like that, I'm like, I need to go to the Bible right now. Like, I need to, like, find out what's going on. And so, like, I wouldn't have that if not for the fact that even, like, I went to church, right? I still go to church, obviously. But when I was a kid, I went to church because when we got done, they would buy us candy. They gave us, like, a dollar to buy candy, okay? And I've heard people go, well, that's wrong. You shouldn't need people. I was like, yeah, but I was, like, 10. You were 10. Like, yeah. And guess who showed up to church like every Sunday? Me. <laughs> Why? Because I was getting candy. Like, you know who got saved doing the same thing getting candy? Me. Not for that candy. I may have not showed up to church to get saved. Yeah, that's ba- yeah. I don't think that's a bad yeah, thing. Exactly. There's some people who do. I, think I so. like that. Like, you shouldn't need to like trick people into going to church. I'm like, that's That sounds that's a lot better to get kids to go to church and having a guy up there being like, God's going to come back. Exactly. The world's going to burn. And then you're like, this is what exactly what 10-year-old me wants to hear. Exactly. I can't wait to go to bed tonight 
shaking because I feel like yeah, it's like I'm terrified. Oh my god! So speaking of just fulfillment, because and this is making me think about this now. Because when I was a kid, that was like the thing where I, I remember for like those seven years having this idea of like, oh, I don't want God to come back because if God comes back, then I don't get to live my life. And like, what if crazy things can happen? <laughs> but then you mentioned earlier this is weird like fulfillment that you can get spiritually, which is like one day you can just be like, I don't know, like. I've learned some things. I've gotten to talk to some people. And like, now it's all right. Like, if he came back, I was like, I had a good time. Right, yeah. I can just go, I had, a, I had like, a fun time. I could have done do more. seven years? Like, the seven years that we were going to church, when she was having us go to church. Oh, okay, so it was, like, seven years. Okay, I didn't, I didn't understand the rhythm. Well, like, yeah, as, like, as a you child. You can't say seven years. Yeah, like, there is from, like, five to, like, 12 or something. Oh, okay, then you yeah. y'all just stopped. And then we just that? stopped. Okay. I think my mom all equally got fed up with uh-huh. the churches. We went to several uh, Pentecostals, and I think she just was fed up with all of them. Uh-huh. So I think she just gave up. She's like, this is bad. And she was like, this is kind of a bad influence anyways. Like, all of these, they're the same. It's a copy and paste preacher. Yeah. And it all feels like dead. Yeah, it's a really rough thing sometimes finding a good church. There's like websites to find them and stuff, but it, it can be rough. Yeah. You can go to church and there's like, God's not there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's like, 100%. Like, I agree with that yeah. statement. But you're like, why are you even on stage? Here's the thing, right? If, so, like, as an older person, like, if I went to church, well, first of all, I'm a preacher. So, if I was like, God's not here, it's like, well, you'll step if up. I, if I preach, you know, God might be here. You know, I'm not just going to get up and be like, I should preach. I'm good. <laughs> tell like, no, that guy to shut <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Like, but if God, I'm better than you. Yeah, I would, I would tell him I was a preacher stuff. And, and, like, if I wasn't a preacher, though, and I went to the church and I felt like that's where God wanted me, me to be, I'd be praying. I'd be trying to get the church to do stuff because I knew God could light that candle. God could. Make that preacher preach like he never preached before. Yeah. And so sometimes, sometimes you gotta be willing to be like, "This sucks," but for God, it's worth it. Like sometimes you gotta do that. But you can't be so worried. Now, granted, with your situation, since she had kids, and she's more worried about what they learn because that's a big deal. You don't want your kid to go to some church and learn everything wrong. Like, yeah, I, I, I would I, hate to try to raise kids in a family in a church where they tell the kids they had to be perfect. Yeah, what a wild thing. I, like, I hear stories all the time about um, other Christians, but, like, they fall away from their faith, and they're, they talk about, like, they have to be perfect, and they couldn't do it. That kills, like, this idea of, like, both merciful and, like, just love from the yeah. perspective of God. Well, and the eternal forgiving power of God. Yeah, you throw only, that out. only as good as your next error. Y- yeah. That's the teaching. I, yeah. yeah. The, the <laughs> eternal you throw blood that out. of Jesus Christ is worth your <laughs> up till your next sin. And then if you die right after you lie, you're in hell. Yeah, you it's can't, like, like, preach a merciful God yeah. at the same yeah. time of being like, you got to yeah. be perfect. It's like what you can understand is the moment the moment you ask God to forgive you and he saves your sin, your sins are gone. Mm-hmm. When you sin again, they're already forgiven. Even yeah. when you die, they're already forgiven. When you ask for forgiveness, it's more like acknowledging them. And I think nowadays we, we mess up a lot sometimes because what we, what we, I'm sure you've done it. You're like, God, forgive me for my sins. Uh-huh. Have you ever stopped and goes, what are those sins? No, it would, they would, it would they would pile. Yeah, exactly. It would well, drown my thoughts. Sometimes you got to sit down and pray to God and go for that lie I told last week. Forgive me for that. You have to be specific. That way you can really hold yourself accountable. Because if you sin all the time and then go, God forgive me for my sins, you just like you just like wipe it away from your head. You're like it's gone now, and then you don't want to think about it no more. It's like how about you admit, own up to the fact that you lied last week, and reflect on. That's time to think. When you're praying to God, it's time to reflect on your actions. Sure. It's not time to say one sentence and then move on. Yeah. It's like a lot of us, we, we don't pray long enough. It's because we go down and go, God, forgive me of my sins. <laughs> I love you. Amen. Speaking of that. It's like talk to God. Speaking of that, as we have, as I haven't, we, as I haven't done the podcast in like three weeks, uh-huh. 
there's like been a thing where like because i pray every day but this is weird it's been progressively getting worse where i'm like i don't even know why i'm praying like it feels like so worthless i'm over here like yeah don't worry look i'm still doing my part and i'm like this is fucking stupid yeah, yeah and like that's what ends up happening you know, in some sense you know i was talking about going to church how it's for comforting and all that yeah because you're not you're not doing something if yeah. you're not working for god you're really just chatting with it's him. like sure it's still important i think you know you yeah pray. sure but, but like at the same time it's like what you can feel you can feel it in the room. Like I'll yeah. be praying, and I can I can like you can almost feel God it's, just be like, "Hey, bro, what's, yeah, it's what's also this?" Important. Like a lot of people don't. You have to pray for like twenty minutes sometimes. Sometimes like try to get that like every day. Like people are like twenty minutes every day. It's like just try. It will change your world. It's like turn you know just go into a room, get rid of all the distractions, and pray. Uh huh. Like that will change your world because the truth is, is that's where you know God. That's uh-huh. the Bible and praying is where you truly meet God. And where you get that strength from, and you get, and it's time to reflect and really just to understand why God's forgiven you. You know, well, not why, but what He's forgiven you for. You know, what the struggles are. You, and then you, you, it makes you far more. You know yourself better. You know, and you know God better. You know, because yeah. the closer you get to God, first of all, the closer you get to God, like you read the Bible, like I said, double edged sword. The worse you realize you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. And almost I see it that makes as, itself known. Almost I see it as you know God's like light. And the closer you get to that light, the more you see the darkness in you. And I think that's what that's what the drawing closer to God does. Like that's a yeah. normal thing. You shouldn't realize how bad you are and then run from God. That's not the solution. <laughs> the solution is to ask for forgiveness and try to be better. If I don't yeah. look, then I'm not yeah. actually bad. Exactly. It's like that. The solution is not to like run from God. That's not the solution. That's what the devil would want you to do is to run away from God, but run towards God. Because the closer you get to the light, the more that goes away. God will fix those problems. Don't get me wrong, you're not going to be perfect. No. The Bible says, no man is perfect, no, not one. All sin comes short of the glory of God, every one of us. And you can't be perfect. But you can try. Like, just because you can't be perfect doesn't mean we just, just throw our hands up in the air and be like, but then we'll just sin. It's like, God forbid. You know, that's in the Bible. He, you know, he, Paul talks about it. I believe in Romans, you know. And so it's really important, you know. But I lost my point there, so no, it's okay. That's what's yeah. fun about it. Yeah, I was, I was, I said Romans, and my brain like went through Romans, and my brain just died. <laughs> Romans yeah. is a lot. If you haven't read Romans, read Romans. <laughs> Rom- Moral of the story: They call it like they call it like a bi- a mini Bible. It's so full. Now, a lot of people. I just want to talk about this real quick. A lot of people think Romans and James contradicts because Romans talks about Romans. Paul said, "I want you to understand that this is Paul." Paul said. Talk to God basically, been taught the Bible by God, right? Mm-hmm. Serves God, got stoned for God. And you know, what he says, he says, Why do I do the things that I would not do? The things I would do, I do not. The things I hate, that I do. Because uh-huh. it's no longer me, but the sin in my flesh. Because I know in the flesh there's no good things. Uh-huh. This is Paul. Yeah. This is Paul, the one who's like stoned for Jesus. He still sinned and he knew it. And yeah. He's like, He's like, That's what you do. He even calls him to later, and it's in chapter 7 of Romans. He says, oh, wretched man that I am. When people read that, then they read like James, which says, faith without works is dead. And I'm like, well, they contradict each other, you know. But Romans is about how God sees us. God sees that soul that's perfect, the inward man. James is how the world sees you. When James says, you're without works, where is your faith? Show me your faith without your works. I'll show you my faith through my works. Uh The world can see that you're a Christian because you're changed and you have works. If you don't have works, how do you know you're is it's like the whole like if they tried to charge you for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence? Like James was making the statement, 
would there be? Do you have work? He's like, no, I'm saying because it's, it's most be to get saved. But he's talking about how other people see you. Because they will. If I go and I tell you I love Jesus, but you see me running around naked, <laughs> screaming at people, you're going to be like, I think that guy's lying or something. That <laughs> might be a little like, crazy. Yeah, like I think he might be off his rocker. It's like, me and him might have a different perception, exactly, perception of yeah, Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's the same sure. thing. And, and but, but God looks at me. He knows what I feel. No matter what I say, I could come to you and tell you how much I love Jesus and walk away and God can go, no, he doesn't. He's lying to you. <laughs> It's like I've looked at him. I'm, I can see his inward man. It's like, and so Romans is about how God sees us. That's part of why it's so beautiful mm-hmm. because it re, it shows just how amazing and the loving of God is. You know that we've all sinned. That we're n- none are perfect. Not yeah. even Paul. Not even the one that God visited and said he killed Christians. But God still thought he was worth saving. That even though he had killed Christians, people who followed God devoutly, I'm assuming, because they were clearly saying it, so he knew they were Christians to kill them. Yeah. Paul, to the point to where he they were being killed, and Paul was killing them. They didn't. Did, they clearly and, didn't deny God. Yeah, and God still thought he was worth saving. Mm. And that's so beautiful. That what kind of God we serve? You know, just like he was hanging on the cross, and you would think he's about to call out to God. You know, he says, "Father," like, "Oh, he's about to like curse him or something," right? And I'm telling you, that's what I wouldn't have. What we do if you're hanging on the cross, got beaten, innocent, and all this. When you say "Father," you're about to say like, you know, smite these guys down or something, and he goes, "Forgive them." Yeah. Like, what a statement. Metal. Like, how could you ever claim God didn't love people or that God was sexist or, or racist and all that? How could you say that to the man who was hung by his own people? Okay. Okay. Persecuted yeah. by his Persecuted, own people. Uh-huh. Stripped, beaten, mocked. Insulted. Insulted. Laughed at. Yeah. They were betting on his garments while he was hanging on the cross. Yeah. Roman soldiers were. They were casting lots. People were cheering while he was bleeding there. First of all, even more amazing, I don't know if you know about the cross, you know they suffocate, that's how they die. Uh-huh. You know, if they don't die from the pain, they die from suffocation because they can't breathe because their arms are above them and they can't, like, open their lungs. Mm-hmm. So to speak, you have to, like, raise yourself on it. Yeah. So when he spoke, spoke to the thief, he rose himself up. He, like, lifted himself up there. Like, while he's bleeding, covered in blood, got a crown of thorns. They yeah. gave him vinegar and drink. They put up with the grind cup full of blood. Uh-huh. And he still said, you will be with me in paradise. That's fire. And then after that, he says, Father, forgive them. It's like, that's the loving God we serve. It's like, and everything you think about else about God, you should mm-hmm. remember that point. Now, I'm not saying that God's righteous, so you have to understand he's still right. He's not going to, like, save you, or he's not going to, you're not going to die and reject him, and then he's just like, well, it's okay, I'm just going to save you anyway. It's like, he's not going to force yeah. you. Yeah. He's not going to force you, he's just. Uh-huh. But that love is a free gift. Yeah. And if anyone rejects it, it's them. Sure. God died. Left a record throughout all of history. There's all kinds of documents about it. Josephus writings. There's some other Roman guy who talks about Christians, about Jesus' death. It's like in the Bible, 300 witnesses, all Paul, you know, you got like Mark's gospel, all that evidence for you to see, the world for you to see. So if you die and go to hell, wasn't God's choice? He died. His love was was there. And we re- and so if someone rejects it, that's that's just something you have to accept. Like, if, if I'm talking to somebody about believing in God, and they look at me and go, I would never accept that, that's sad. But that's how it is. They have the right. I can't beat them over the head, knock them out, and drag them into heaven. That's not, not going to work. <laughs> yeah. okay? I'm not going like, to knock them out, like, hide them. I'm like, God, you don't see these people. Don't look at this guy. Just sneak him in the head. Oh, God, he's dumb. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know yeah, better. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that. So sometimes I have to, like, hold my hands up and go, I've been praying for you. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. And we have to be careful not to get too over that. Uh-huh. There's sometimes you'll talk to someone. You can't save them all. Regardless of what the religion is, and they just won't believe you. Even if you give them all the facts, they just look at you like, I don't believe you. And you've got to go and leave it in God's hand mm-hmm. and pray for them. And that's all you can do. Yeah. And you don't need to go home and, like, beat yourself up for it. Yeah. Just understand it's in God's hands. And they have the choice. And, and it's not our as long as you've done your job and tell people about Jesus, my job is not to save souls. Jesus saves souls. Mm-hmm. My job is to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. To invite them in. I mean, that's the part that I yeah. like the most. Yeah. That my job is to invite people in. If they don't accept, that's not, I did my job. Yeah, sure. Jesus I agree. saves and they choose. I just bring them to the table. They have to choose to sit down and eat. Yeah. Th- thank you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the walk that we share. Exactly. That and, and that. And sometimes Christians really have heard where they like really get burdened because they like we, tell people about Jesus and they don't listen to, and they're like struggling. I'm like, leave it to God. To take a moment of that, me and Hedrick yeah. thought that whatever. Uh, well, I guess Max wanted to say hello. So whenever uh, <laughs> me and uh, Hedrick loosely talked about that, <laughs> I think I think he's pushing the yeah, door open. <laughs> so me. <laughs> Just leave it. Me and Hendrick talked about that. We're like, whenever we have somebody on and there's a possibility, like if we know that like an argument's gonna happen, we wanted to we wanted to bring bread. And we had this idea that before we started uh before we started we were gonna ask them, like, Hey, are you okay with having a piece of bread with us? Uh-huh. And the idea is that we could use that to to realize like how aggressive they're going to be we just assume that if we were like hey would you have a piece of bread with us and they take it we can assume that it's going to be it's going to be okay but if somebody sits down and goes no thank you we're like this guy is just going to go full glory on us they're going to go in for the kill well yeah here's what i I ever thought about it but here's the thing if a man comes in and talks to y'all and he's like you know i think y'all are right what should i believe Y'all, y'all have different beliefs. What are you gonna do? Like to send them on each other? Pick your poison. It's like, it's like when you're gonna open your points real quick. Like which which PowerPoint you think is bad? It's like because like this I, goes back. This goes back to the joke about us trying to convert the demon. Like, have you tried Taoism? Yeah, yeah. It's like who? If a man comes in, he's like an atheist. You argue with him. He's like, you know, I think y'all are right. I believe in Jesus. And then your Mormon friend, I don't know if he believes it. Some Mormons do that. Like he's like, oh yeah, Jesus saves a brother. And you're like. Nah, nah, Jesus, the Son of God. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like a different. It's, it's, I consider it a different Jesus. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just different. It's like, so they all, y'all are going to try to tell God different things. Different things? Yeah. Cause, His head's going to blow up. Yeah, exactly. Because that's not a thing you want to do to an, uh, an atheist who might, con- might convert is give yeah, them. Yeah, it's uh-huh. give them two options, options. Very distinct options. First of all, it might get confused and think they're the same. Because they're very simple. Like, yeah. Like I, I was watching watching online people talk to Mormons, yeah, and like the first five seconds they sound like Christians, and it's like the next five seconds they're like oh, and then like the next five is like, like right now we see the difference. The atheist is gonna walk away and be like I'm a Baptist Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hold up, <laughs> what does that mean? That would be the funniest thing to me. I read the Bible, Mormon. but when I board, I read the Book of Mormon. It's very yeah. simple. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be wild. Me a man who calls himself Baptist Mormon. <laughs> I don't. Th- I would. That I have to talk to that man for sure. That this Mormon. Yeah. I have to find one. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's fun to talk about it. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's something we both like. Yeah, that, that goes back about, about God. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's fun. It's nice. You can feel it. It's there. It's present when you do it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of what we're here to do. 
why we're on the earth is to heal people about Jesus. Yeah. And that's the that, there's no better thing than to tell people about Jesus. There's no better goal in life, regardless yeah. of anything else, than to tell people about Jesus. Yeah, I have a less, uh, I guess, a less extreme perspective on it. I have a very simplistic. I just like to talk about it. Uh-huh. And I like to talk about what I think, what I believe. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then if someone just goes, that's not it, I go, okay. I'm yeah. just happy I'm not, I was. I'm not, I'm not, I did my job talking about it. I'm not quite there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm far more like, hey, man, there's repercussions for not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm far more like, there, I, I want you to understand what you're choosing. Because yeah. I, cause I'm, you know, it's what I believe. And so, and you know, you know, I love talking about God. You know, I delight in the Lord. That's true. Yeah, there, that's, where God's talked about, that's an exciting place to be. That's our difference, but exactly. it's okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, like I think don't that's wrong, fine. I'm not one of these crazy who think that someone like disagrees with me that we should like throw hands or something. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need to like bloody you with the Bible, okay? Now, granted, yeah, I, there's, I don't an, think there's an okay. You can bloody someone with the Bible where you're like sitting there spitting verses. That's one thing. But if someone tells you something, you quote a verse back to them. That is not bludgeoning them with the Bible. You're simply answering them with the facts. Yeah. And so there's like this neutral where you can like not attack people with the Bible, okay? But you can respond with the Bible. Sure, yeah. Like Jesus responds with the Bible. He doesn't attack Satan with the Bible. In a, in a fire he way, He didn't though. go, hey, you know, Jesus said, or God said you was going to lose. He didn't do that to Satan. Satan made the claim and God made a counterpoint through the Bible. Yeah. He didn't go to Satan like, yeah, you know, you're going to lose this fight, right, bro? <laughs> he didn't do that. No, he, so, yeah, man... Man can't survive off bread alone is a funny way to spell you're gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you already lost? But yeah, that's just I think that's just our difference. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, like you said, our destination's kind of the same. So right, yeah. Well, we believe, like I said, you know, they might not know. We've talked enough about religion to know that we agree on like yeah. 90. We just our way. Of what we talk about, we agree ninety percent of the time. And the way that we go about spreading it, I guess, is just yeah. a difference. But yeah. but it also our biggest difference is the amount of the Bible we use. Yeah. It also, we could we could just add in a third. We can say like if we put your uncle and if your uncle was here right now, then all three of us have again a similar just in a way a dissimilar destination, yeah. just yeah. different ways. Yeah, we're thinking, you know, and yeah. Yeah. But there's util- there has to be utility in that. Oh, yeah. There's like I mean, just – it goes off like how you're reaching people. Yeah. And you're going to reach people differently. There's people yeah. that need to as, be reached differently. Yeah, as, long, as long as you're living – like I said, as long as you're living according to God's word, okay, and you're serving God, and you you know, you believe the core things is what matters. Serve God. Yeah. That's – souls are saved that way. Yeah. It's like if, sure. like if someone comes to me and they're like – like they don't believe in the Trinity. I'm like, okay, that needs to be discussed. But how you think God has told you to serve, as long as it doesn't go against the Bible, I mean, yeah, who like, am I to, who am I to like devalue that? You yeah, know? like I'm here for a reason. I don't even yeah. know how I got here, but I'm here for a exactly, reason. Yeah, here yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. When I go to a church to preach, it's like oh. I like yeah. I spent the last like. God knows how many years of my life trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life. Uh-huh. And some part of me was like, hey, sitting in a room and talking about God and posting on the internet to show everyone that I'm an absolute idiot is the best I've ever felt. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't know. People, you know, you do it differently. People do it differently. Right, yeah. But here we are. Yeah, exa- well, yeah so, exactly. We all, I just accept well, that. Yeah, we all have our, our way of reaching people. You know? Yeah, I just accepted that difference between yeah, us. It's just like the gifts of God, you know. Yeah. God gives some people prophecy, other be- people the, you know, the ability to like speak in tongues and stuff. Yeah. 
Now, I don't so. think a room full of a church should do that. That's not <laughs> what the Bible teaches, but you know. Because no one gets <laughs> learned. I never thought about that because like uh, – we can talk about that for a second. That's something that happened a lot in the churches that my mom took us to. Yeah. It's like you would have like seven or eight people doing it. And I like I never realized that there was like from your perspective, there was supposed to be someone translating that. Because yeah. like from my experience, it's like you'd sit there and they would do it and then it would they would all just walk away. And then you'd be like, what was that? What? Yeah, and they go, they was talking to God. It's like, what? Yeah, but what was God saying? Yeah. Yeah. The point is even prophecy. If if someone's gonna prophesy, there should be a trans. There should be someone who translate that to to explain it. Yeah. If someone two or it says two or three, in a church to speak tongues. Yeah. So there should not be twenty people. Going off that, if we going back to the seeking a law finding Jesus book, uh-huh. like when he said he had his visions or he had his dreams, the first thing he did was call people. Exactly. He called his mom. And, and he called his friend, the friend that was yeah. trying to convert him, and they told him exactly. what they thought it That's meant. That's the most beautiful part. His Mother, you're like, translate yeah, you're like, like re, yeah, that's how God does. Things. You're redefining or you're strengthening that that yeah, that understanding because yeah, that's I'm, what happened. Yeah, I'm far more likely to believe that than you go like, ah, I, I talked to God. I was like, and He told me this. Yeah, and this <laughs> is what it meant. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like, okay. uh, he asked God for a dream, had the dream, and was like, that made no sense to me. Exactly. And then had to call people, and they had to tell him what exactly. it meant. And then he was like, I can see. And so, and, Where that and makes sense. I think I think I told you was it Corinthians that talks about tongues? I can't remember. I can't remember which one. I can't remember either. One of the books of Paul. You can look it up. He talks about you know that he could speak the, the language of the angels. It's like, but if no one understood, it wouldn't count for nothing. It wouldn't matter. You know? Yeah, they wouldn't. It's no like, one's learning like, anything. If a church full of people speaks in tongues, it's madness. Someone who walks in is gonna go. These people are crazy. And leave. Yeah, and yeah. leave because I'm like they don't know what they're doing. If I walk into church and they're all prophesying, yeah. I'm not gonna be like this <laughs> is great God right here. I'm gonna be like this is crazy. Yeah, if you go again, it's promise like if you go up to them like, hey, what was that? And they go, I, God was talking through me. And you go, what was he saying? And they go, I don't know. You're just like, well, that was cool. Yeah, exactly. What like, step two? Yeah, Why are like, you here? <laughs> it's like what did it accomplish? Like, yeah. What, God doesn't do things for no reason. He's not like the maker of nonsense. He the maker. He's not yeah, the maker of exactly, nonsense. That's the word different in the Bible, but he, he's I, not it's the maker <laughs> of confusion. Sure. And that's confusing. A church full of people speaking nonsense, and you're sitting there like, what? And they go, God. You're like, <laughs> what? God. What? Yeah, but like, what did he say? And Nothing. It's, it's actually very, uh, it's growing in size, people who speak tongues. Because the Bible's talked about tongues. But a lot of times, I'm going to tell you something, when we talk about tongues, it's called the all tongue, which is where you speak and everyone hears in their native language. A lot okay, of times in the Bible, sure. that's what it's talking about. Yeah. When it talks about prayer tongues, it's like when he's talking about speaking like the tongue of angels or whatever. That's what he's talking about. When he's like, don't do that in large groups in a church. That's confusion. And God's not a maker of confusion. And so it's just unbiblical. And it, and it blows my mind when it opens the Bible and it's like, hey, guys, it says right here. But it's like you said, we all like to basically, like what I said, we all like to kind of be the devil to ourselves. We like to take the Bible and twist it and tell it to ourselves. Yeah. Or we go, that was just messed up somehow. That's not what it means. It means this and this. And you're like, okay, man. But like, sometimes you got to like understand stuff to understand the Bible. Like you got to understand the context, who they're talking to. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing versus or, like twisting like 13 verses together that make no sense together. Or even like you said earlier, sometimes you have to like let somebody else say something yeah. and then it like domino effects. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. And like, if you don't know the context of James, you think they're contradicting and Romans. But then you want to understand the context, you go, obviously they're not. Yeah, they're talking two different perspectives. Exactly. But there's sometimes you can like overly twist the Bible to say what you want to say. It's like, ah, gotta be careful about that. That's how you make a false make a false Jesus. Mm-hmm. You give them your beliefs and you go, I'm following Jesus. They're like, nah, that's not Jesus. That may what may what you think Jesus is, but that ain't what the Bible teaches. 
Yeah, it's on what. And you have to be really careful how you do that. And that's why, like, I'm I'm an independent Baptist because once again, if I come to a problem and it's like the Bible makes me change my belief, I do. Like that, I don't have to be prideful about it. I have to just accept it and move on. Sure. Speaking of that, I wanted to go uh, something I wanted to ask earlier. If your uh, church decided to vote for something that you were against, would you go find a different church? This question's like being okay. like brought it, up it from de- like two hours ago. Here's the thing: it depends. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if the vote was like, I feel like maybe we want to have a we want to have a cookout every Wednesday, and I was against it for whatever reason. Right? Yeah, and I voted no. I'm not going to leave the church. Just peek at, I'm bringing this back up because you mentioned the whole independent Baptist yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's something I meant to ask like two hours ago when we were talking about it, but we got sidetracked. But uh, yeah, if your church was pushing itself down a path like spiritually or just pure religiously that you disagreed with, uh, then I would, I would, you would seek out another I church. Would, I would, I would tell them. Well, you would probably, I would, that would, up, yeah. I would get up and I would be like, this is where this I, this is the problem. It's like I need you guys to understand I'm I I can't support this, and I would argue with them, and I would hope, depending on who I talked to, they'd argue with me until we decided what was right, and if by the end of it, if I left going I just can't agree with you, then yeah, I would say yeah. it's time for me to move on. If we voted on a pastor, and he got up there and preached, you got to be perfect all the time. I was like I don't agree with this. Mm-hmm. I would tell him, look, this is not right, and I would tell everybody else. I, I told I'll tell him, and when he preached it again, I told everybody. Because I believe the first time I should talk to just him. The next time I should tell the whole congregation, like, hey, guys, this isn't biblical. Uh-huh. And then if they all decide, yeah, it is, then, then I know it's time. It's time for me to move because uh-huh. I can't support that doctrine. If yeah. You, if you start preaching, if they vote in a preacher who, like, teaches there's no trinity, I can't support that. I'm going to mm-hmm. disagree with it. I'm going to talk to him first. If talking to him don't work, I'm going to tell everybody. That's just that's how it is. I believe that's how, if I have any problem with any Christian, I, I should come to them first. Uh-huh. If that doesn't work, then I tell them. Yeah. That's how I think it should work. You shouldn't just immediately go to the world. Don't get me wrong. If I come to him and go, perfection's not in the Bible, and show him, and he goes, yeah, you're right. And then he quits doing that, then we have no problem. It's just when we have a core theological, like if he gets up and goes, I think tattoos are all right. I'm not going to go, I'm out of this place. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. go, you're wrong. And then he goes, no, I think I'm right. And I go, I'm leaving. It's like, no. Nah. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. reiterate that to say yeah. like spiritually or religiously yeah. specifically. Long, the thing about the independent back church as long as you agree with core theological points, we can agree to disagree on everything. God does the rest. Yeah, because yeah. it says in the Bible that every man worketh out his own salvation on his knees. And I believe it. Yeah. I believe as long as you believe the core of the Trinity, mm-hmm. you can't be perfect. And Jesus Christ saves you by his blood and the death and resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like if you whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm-hmm. You believe those things. We can disagree on everything else. But as long as we don't agree on those points, we have no core. As long as we can teach the correct way to get saved, the rest is all up to the person. Because if, if you're saved, the rest of your beliefs are between you and God. Yeah. I'm not, like, I might tell you, if you're like, oh, I want a tattoo, if we're talking about it, I was like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Here's why. Then you go, yeah, but I don't think that's what it means. Then we can just agree to disagree, mm-hmm. you know? That's fine. It's just those core things. If if we voted something that was against the core yeah, of yeah. the church, then I, then I would... And I told them, and they just were all went with it. Then yeah, it would be time for me to leave. It'd be time to go. I can't support this. Isn't godly. This is gonna collapse. It's like all I can do is pray for you guys because this is wrong, and you're not teaching the scripture anymore. You abandoned the scripture. You've abandoned me. You've left me on the side of the road. I've just got to go. Yeah. And so that's that's just how it has to be. It's it's not about you know being rude or anything. It's not about feelings. It's just a fact. 
I can't, I can't be somewhere where they're teaching God incorrectly. I can't support it for my tithes. I give my church my tithes. Okay. Yeah, I you're, you're directly argument. funding them. Yeah, it's like, there's an argument. Do we have to give tithes? Maybe not. That's an argument. I think we should. I think if you're a well, Christian going to a church and you're a member, don't you think you should support the one organization in the world that's trying to save souls that you know of? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against it either. I mean, because yeah. like it's like what the it has to function. Well, yeah, well, you have to you yeah, exactly build you have it have, and clean it. Like we can we can upkeep agree, it. We can agree that you want a restroom in yeah, there. We can agree that not paying your tithes doesn't equal hell. Okay. We yeah. We can also agree that you should probably pay tithes if you're a member. Of yeah, the like if you want the church to be yeah, functional. Like, guess what? If no one pays tithes, there's no money. There's no church. There's no church. Yeah. Like, you how wanna, can you expect the church to thrive? With you no don't money? want it to be in a falling in a, a building that's been like condemned. Exactly. Exactly. So if I'm going to give money to my church to a church, I want to make sure they're supporting the right thing. Whether I feel it be like missionaries or all that. This is probably worth mentioning. I feel like there's people that disagree with it when churches say that it's like it's a necessity. Because there are some churches that do that. They're just like, you have to, you know, God says, give me money. Yeah, and a lot of times, yeah, yeah, they do. They say they teach that that God said, give me money or something like that, right? Yeah, something stupid. Or oh, yeah. uh, that, that's the wrong way to go about it. That's, send me money and I'll forgive your sins. Yeah, that's wrong. That's there's a preacher who used to preach on TV and he got up and he said, you know, forget everything I said about tithing. I was wrong. It's like it happened because it's not an absolute like you're going to go to hell without it. It's mm-hmm. not. It's just a basic. Understanding. No, you're supporting the church. It's just a basic understanding that if I if I can spend all this money in the world buying things I want, I could support. I this. can support the church that I love that has the the correct beliefs that help support me when things go wrong and when I struggle yeah. and if I need it's, food, I know that they'll take that money and help feed me. And if my if my brother needs food, they'll help him. That's the point. We say when I give money, mm-hmm. we bring cans. We keep cans for people. Okay, mm-hmm. when there's a tornado, we open the doors, let them in. Yeah, because in the situation where I needed it, or my son needed it, or my grandfather needed it, it would be open to him too. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. good place and, to. Uh, and it's one of those extreme beliefs. It's like if you're in a church, you don't think you should be tithing. You need another church. Yeah, that's a no. reason. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah. It's like the whole like if you go to a church, you don't think you can invite people to another church now. It's time to move on. If I can yeah, invite I, you to uh-huh. church, then it's time for me to go to another church. Yeah, because that means something's wrong here. With either me or them, and something's got. I should be. Something's got to give. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I f- I feel like it was worth uh, uh defining. Like, what, like tithes and yeah, yeah, yeah and, for, and yeah, what part you support yeah, and why you huge, would support that, it. Because there would be people that would be like, "Well, my church says like I have to, yeah, or I'll go to the hell." Ten percent. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they'll say stuff like that, and yeah, it's, it's, like, it's it doesn't exactly teach you have to. Okay, like you you can teach you should or yeah or why you're doing it exactly. Like yeah, teach them. I don't. Get, I, yeah, I believe you know some people are like we shouldn't ever preach on tithing. It's like I don't agree with that. Okay. Because tithing is something we should make known. You're building a community. You're building a community. Yeah. You're strengthening but, one. But how can we expect people to play tithes if we never explain what it's for? You know, just like when we have our meeting. You know what they do when we have our meeting? They get up and tell us where all the money's in. What bills we pay. Uh-huh. How much the gas costs. How much the light costs. Who, who we pay. Like, yeah. how much we give the preacher. How much we um, pay for, like, flowers. How much we pay to mow the lawn. They tell us all of that. And then we vote to accept it as being read. So if we have problems with it, we can talk about it. Yeah, and it's like I don't feel like my money's yeah, being exactly. Like, I don't yeah. feel like it's being blown into the clouds. I get to look and go. I disagree with this. Why are we spending money here? Mm. And I get to say, well, maybe we should use this instead because if we go here, it'd be cheaper. We can save our money. And so, and so I'm willing to support it because I believe it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah. And so, but so yeah, I feel like that but, was but worth. Yes, yeah, so I, I feel so. Yeah, I agree with you. It should be defined, and more people should know what it is. Because people will, people would again say yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, I feel like you did your job. Yeah, because there's a large portion of people who are hot or cold. You know, don't get me wrong. On a lot of matters, I'm hot and cold. Yeah. Okay, but some are like, you don't have to give ties, so you just shouldn't. And it's like the next guy's like, you have to. Yeah. Just, you should. It's like. There's a neutral. Okay? Yeah, it's but like, this one, it's like it's. To, but maybe you should. It's supposed to be about the community. Yeah, you're exactly. like what you just said. Like, the, if you're gonna support this, something that matters to yeah. you. Yeah, well, it's like this, how, the, it's what you're doing. It's like, how can you expect the church to like go out and like talk to people and stuff with no money? How, how do you expect? Yeah, to or to do anything. Events? How do you expect to have youth events without money? Yeah. How do you expect to go visit the homeless or, without money? How do you expect to feed widows? You know, what, yeah, what the Bible say? it's not a functioning community. Exactly. You're giving to a community, yeah, and that's really what's missing from a, a lot of churches. Too. Yeah, and if 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 people listen, uh, and they're just like, my church doesn't have like a monthly report. Maybe uh, you should bring that up. Yeah, maybe people would be more comfortable supporting. Exactly. Yeah, if they felt like there was a monthly report, and they're like, this is what happens when I give you my yeah, money. I can see it going into the community that I'm trying to support and build. Right. You have no clue how many times we have meetings, and we literally the guy gets up and says, "What happened to the last meeting?" We go, "We heard you." I second the notion. We vote on it. Then we go to the next thing, and then we end the meeting. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody was listening to this and they were like, "Well, my church doesn't have a monthly thing, and that's why I don't give ties," I feel like yeah, the the we'll answer the answer is I no longer give my church money. I think the response is I persuade my church into exactly. doing a monthly yeah, it's like, it's like breakdown the, so I, we like, know where the money's going so yeah. everybody feels like they're like okay exactly. when I give you money it's actually doing what it's supposed to yeah it's like it's like the whole like our church doesn't have a youth event so I'm going to leave and go to church that does it's like how about you yeah, start, you'd start a one yeah, yeah. You start one? It's, <laughs> like, it's like sometimes the problem is you <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah so maybe God put you there for a reason exactly sure yeah and that would be the right response. Yeah, exactly. That you, we're it's like every other thing. We're too willing to just like move on in America because we can't. Yeah, I Especially think because marriage, friendships, um, theo- theology, ties all of churches. We're just willing to go. Yeah, but there's another one next door. When there's when someone I next door. when I asked what you would do if your church voted something that was against you spiritually and religiously, uh-huh. I think you answered it the right way when you uh-huh. said you would talk. Yeah. To like the the man, you would talk to your pastor, you talk to the person in charge, and then if they continued, you would talk to everybody, and then you would make a the defi- a decision yeah. is the right way. Yes. Because like, like it's like it was kind of a bait question because I I mean I didn't expect you to answer that way, right, but the bait yeah. would like wait for someone to go. I would just leave, and you go yeah, but you're just casting them. Exactly. It's like you're just moving. The answer. And I don't give up. Yeah, it's just like just, marriage. It's <laughs> like I was talking about marriage. I don't believe my wife cheats yeah. like a lever. Even if she cheats, if she cheats a hundred, if she cheats a hundred times, they're like, "That's crazy." It's like, yeah, but remember in the Bible when it's like, "How many times should I forgive my brother?" Seven times. He goes, "No, seven times seventy-seven or something like that a yeah. day, yeah. daily." What's seventy-seven times seven? More yeah. than a hundred. I, I think the moral is that if there's a problem, you talk about it, exactly. and hopefully it doesn't continue. But the other idea is that if the problem happens, you don't just cast it and then exactly. go, "I'll yeah. go away," and yeah. it'll never your, happen. Your, your immediate option shouldn't be leave. Yeah, that should be that should be worst case scenario. Stay and fight. I have to figure yeah, it exactly. out. Exactly. That's the Christian way. When Paul went to a church that disagreed with him, he don't even think he argued with them until they threw him out. They didn't <laughs> throw that man out. Let a man go. And then he went I'm to not, yeah. And then he went, he to, went the to the streets. Another, <laughs> he was like, "If you go hear me in the church, I'm gonna go to the streets and preach." And then they throw him out of the town. He's like, next town. 
That's a man. That's yeah, a man exactly. who didn't quit. Exactly. He was he he wasn't willing just because someone disagreed with him to go. Mm-hmm. Time to move. He didn't walk into the church and they go, we don't agree with that and go, okay, bye, and then walk out, go to the town and go, this is what I believe. And go, no, nah, we don't believe that. And he goes, bye, and then move to the next town. He didn't do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He was there to fight. He was there to fight for God, and yeah. we should be willing to fight for God in every aspect of our life, no matter what it is. Yeah. A couple things again. I think uh, I'm gonna forever hold your. Uh, you're you're the new preacher standard. <laughs> I'm gonna be very disappointed if I ever talk to somebody else, not just a preacher, but like any head of any church to any religion, uh-huh. who will sit there and and can't admit that sometimes they'll be they'll be preaching and they don't feel God and they yeah. don't stop. Right. Yeah. I'm like that's you yeah. just you've created what I think is a reasonable standard. Yeah. Like I, you're I, admitting that God's first. Yeah. Every preacher. And I don't I believe have. there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. Uh, every preacher I've talked to has admitted, has been like, yeah, I've done it too. Like sometimes I get up there and I'm like trying to force God. Like, and it's not there. Like when, they, I, when I first got called to preach, I was like, I can't be a preacher. I would like go outside and try to practice. But I was trying to like bring God up. I was like trying to like get myself excited. It never worked. I was like, I can't be a preacher. So, but the first time you preach, you realize it's not you trying to bring God. God comes to God you. God comes to you. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. He pours it on you. You don't like pick up the porch and like pour it on yourself. Yeah. So that's thing one. I think you've created a standard that I'm gonna look for now. Yeah, when I, yeah. Whenever I talk to people, I'm like, I need to know now. I need to know if they feel the same way, right, like or they're if they're just gonna be like, Nah, it's just always <laughs> there. And I'm like, Yeah, make sure. I don't believe yeah, that. I've never failed. Yeah, yeah, they're like it's always. I wish present. I could claim that. I, would, I wish it could be like every yeah, time it's I get all, up every there, time I get up there, he's God there. comes no, out. I you always re- say what he wants, and I shut the Bible and go go sit down. Uh, yeah, it's like you said when uh, in earlier. Like sometimes you just have to admit it's not you; it's somebody yeah. else, and then you just have to pass that torch. Yeah. I think that's really nice. I think that's something yeah, to exactly. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's not your place to speak. Sometimes someone else needs to speak and, and be heard. And that's a hard thing to learn as a preacher. Yeah, yeah I and I need, to, I need to clarify this just so everyone knows. I'm, I'm not a pastor. Okay, You're I'm a preacher. preacher. Uh-huh. Okay, I have a pastor at my church. Yeah. He's the leader. He's the shepherd. Okay, I'm just a preacher. Okay? Yeah, you just come up there. I wanted to clarify necessary. that because I'm not married. Okay, and I was talking about like I don't think I should be a pastor because I'm not married. Like don't get me wrong. If I was married, had kids, and had like a, my wife died, I could be a pastor. But I don't think any unmarried man should be a pastor. Because sure. If you can't, if you've not experienced raising your own family, how could you raise raise a community? God? Yeah. yeah. And and it's in the Bible. If 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 your kids well, are unruly, you can't be a pastor. That's like a. F- Fair sentence to a lot of things. Right, yeah, it's like exactly. if you can't, and it's, you can't raise, you know, exa- just and, your house. And, and it's a standard in Paul. When Paul's right about women not being pastors, he goes on to mention all of that, and people always ignore it, and it bothers me. It's like, yeah, but how about the long list of other qualifications? Like uh, we can't focus just, on you. It can't be focused on like a man. It's like also a one wife, not a brawler, one who doesn't covet, mm-hmm. one who's well reported the community. Yeah, one who's like well takes care of his family. Mm-hmm. You know all those requirements in the Bible in Timothy, and we skip all of those and go, "Oh man, how dare he? Evil!" <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. what? Mm. But I wanted to clarify that because I think I mentioned earlier that I wasn't married. I don't remember. And I you did, about, you did. And I mentioned that you said it, yeah and that pastors should should be married. Should be, you said so I, I think you to said clarify, that because you mentioned like I was a pastor. I wanted. But did to I? I didn't mean well, that. No, I meant it was just preacher. the way he's talking about like any. Uh, not just a preacher, but any leader. Like, oh. even though I'm yeah, a well, I bet I, when I said that, I felt like preacher might just be exclusive to Christian. Well, so well, I was like, if you're if we, you're the person right, getting yeah, up exactly. in front, well, yeah, well, you said leader, and I didn't want people to think leader, pastor. Yeah, and, I, and that's was, fair. And so I, I that's, to just stop and clarify that. That's so fair. Wouldn't be like this guy's talking in circles. That's fair. I, and when I when I was saying that, like, I'm holding that as a standard to anybody who comes as like right, someone yeah. who's talking to 
their people. Right. Okay. And then they can't be like, sometimes it's just not there and I have to like pass to somebody else. Or like, no, it's always there. And I'm like, man, nah. Someone else, you mean to tell me that God doesn't come through anybody else in your, (laughs) in your like place of worship? It's just you? It's a little weird. Yeah. You know, even when, even when, like, even if I'm preaching, right? Sometimes people will stand up, like, I just want to say I love the Lord and start talking. And I'm telling you right now, people got up before for like three sentences. And I thought I was going to like, Jump out the window because it's so good. I'm so excited. I feel like I was floating in the sky. Man, I'm telling you, I, one time uh, we was we had all sung and everything, and a guy got up to sing one song, and there was more God in that song than, than yeah. the preacher preaching for an hour. Sure, that yeah, man sung yeah. For an hour or no, that man sung for like three minutes, and I swear to you, that was the most. That was one of the most amazing services I've I've yeah, seen. That's gonna like, God's good. That's gonna be a standard that I'm, yeah. I think I'm gonna try holding now. Because like yeah, because some people get this idea that, especially like when I wasn't a preacher, you get this idea that preachers are something different. But like no, a singer is just as valuable as a preacher, you know, in in some sense, you know. Every person has their gifts, and each one should use. It. If you're a singer, sing the best you can for God. Yeah, go places, go sing for places, and God will be with you, and God well, will nurture that and and reward that. Well, that uh, this idea that like. Sometimes you just sometimes it's not you, and you have to accept exactly. that. That's yeah. what it means. Like sometimes yeah. it has some. It's like God's going to speak through somebody else. Exactly. And I feel like now if I have somebody come and talk to me, and like no, it's always just me. I'm like, man, you mean to tell me nobody, like nobody else, is like, hey man, sometimes, I can feel it. Yeah. It's like just you. Like mm. sometimes I hear preachers like, oh man, why can't I preach like that? <laughs> like I hear it's like, man, why don't I ever sound like that? Like yeah. they sound so much better than me, and I'm like, man. Yeah, I think there's something to that. I yeah, think there's exactly. something that's yeah. like real to that uh-huh. over someone who's just like, nah, it's just always yeah, it's me. Like, always me. I'm doing what's right. Yeah, that would be really weird. I don't. I've never met a preacher who's been like, I never. I don't. When I'm up there, it's all God. I never mess up. I've heard them say everything I say that's right is from God. Everything wrong is from me. <laughs> I like that. I've heard that before. They where they get up and a lot of a lot like even I when I pray when I'm preaching, I like God put me behind the cross and put me behind you. Yeah, sure. Make you the center idea. And that's why mm-hmm. you always end with salvation. You always end with salvation because if you preached wrong and they get saved, guess who will teach them what's right? God. <laughs> Not you. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And they don't need me to come clarify. Sometimes they have trouble when I answer questions. Uh, people ask me all the time. They text me like, hey, I read something in the Bible. What does it mean? I'm like, well, here's what I think it means. It's like there's other verses that support that. And it's like, but at the same time, it's like if they didn't have me, they could still go to God. Yeah. And there should always be that option. Because I don't want people to be so dependent on me that I die. Like, I believe this. Uh, if I knew that if I died today, like, I don't know, my a cousin, I don't know, some cousin I have who's not saved but gets saved, I'd be so, I'd be completely willing to die. Yeah, I, sure. And I believe God does that. I've, I've seen where, where people have died, and because of that, other people have gotten saved and realized life is short and realized these things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why did that guy die young? It's like, well, sometimes if I was, I'm like, tw- I'm 20, you know? If I died, Actually, I'm 21, but <laughs> if I die, it's like my life was still worth it. You know, I the, would count that as the right thing. This Even goes, if I was six. This goes back to being like the ideal martyr, and that's like yeah. uh, the idea of you saying the pe- like if if Paul killed you, you died, went to heaven, and saw Paul. You'd be like, I did my job, right? You said Paul killed you. What? Yeah, like you, because earlier when we were talking about Paul, like, Paul killing the Christians, and yeah. you said that if like oh, Paul yeah, killed if, you and, and you saw him in heaven, you'd be like, I did my job. Yeah, you would rejoice. You would yeah, rejoice. that. You would, yeah, you would be so thankful. You like. Yeah, yeah, you're like the perfect yeah, martyr. You're like at least I died for something. I died and I, I died serving God. And, and it the works. Guy who killed me got saved. Got saved. Yeah. yeah. That would make me so excited. I would yeah. be so thrilled to find out like 
the man who murdered me got saved. Oh my god, that would make me so happy. I, I, I don't. A few things are better than that in my mind. Like you know, there's a whole die for your friend. Mm-hmm. Like like the ideal of die for your friend. That's amazing. <laughs> Jesus called us friends, and that's the whole idea. We die for Jesus. We die for our friend, Jesus. Yeah, sure. You well. just don't. You don't. A lot of other religions don't get that. You don't get that relationship with God. They're all like He's like absolute authority. And like take for granted, Jesus came, lived on all of our struggles. He He had to abide because I hear all the time God's laws aren't fair. It's like these are that's too difficult to do. It's like yeah, but you know Jesus was in the flesh and had all those temptations and still to do it. That means yeah. every time you're like tempted to lie, tempted to lust, tempted to steal, Jesus felt those temptations. And he chose not to. Yeah, he didn't. He chose that to serve God was superior. He's like, so when God tells us not to do things, he suffered the same thing. And then he was beaten, tortured, yeah. and all that, and then said, forgive us. <coughs> yeah, died in the worst way exactly. imaginable. And as an innocent man. Mm-hmm. And was willing. And while on that cross said, man can't survive himself, bread alone. So, you know, the legend. Yeah. Absolute legend he was. Well, he didn't say it on the cross, but yeah. No, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, well, so. he said, Father, forgive them. You know? mm-hmm. And that's, and even, he was still saving souls on the cross. They looked at the thief. Yeah. And you got to understand, the thief was insulting him before. He was on the cross for like yeah. three hours. Yeah. And that guy was insulting him. I guess at one point, the guy was like, wait a minute, I'm about to die. <laughs> Had some reflection, went, you're God. Yeah, man. that was the Don't thing, right? Me. The guy was like, yeah. you know, I just realized I've been an asshole yeah. my whole yeah. life, so who am yeah. I? And the, the other thief still insulting me, like, hey, stop, we're guilty. He's not. And he's like, God, remember me. It's like, on this day, you'll be with me in paradise. What a fire thing. I'm telling you, I every time I hear that, I get so excited. Yeah, it's an incredible it's, story. When you got saved, like one day, you'll see me in paradise. Yeah, it's an incredible. One day. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's like this, uh, it's the simplicity. It's the acceptance. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. You, you know, it was bu- just like, it, if you, if I believe you are who you say you are. Yeah. And then it's like him being like, I will look past you know, your misfortune, yeah, essentially. Your deeds. Your, your deeds. I will yeah. look past, like, your sin. Yeah, even the fact you've insulted me while I'm dying. Yeah. Like, I'll look past that. Yeah. Because I love you. Uh-huh. Like, what love? What love? Could you do? Could I do that? I don't... That's, could you <laughs> You're asking a lot. Beaten, tortured, and the to guy look at who's someone. been insulting you for, like, two and a half hours goes, I was wrong, actually. God, can you remember me? <laughs> and I would be like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that, bro. I have a special place just yeah, for you. Exactly. <laughs> And created then, it. And, and then he looks at me and goes, on this day, you'll be with me in paradise. You'll, mm-hmm. You're going to go to heaven with me. Yeah. I didn't even know him because I don't believe God had was not omnipotent. Well, Jesus wasn't omnipotent when he came down. No. I believe he, he gave up that part. You know, all the miracles he performed was after he got the Holy Ghost. So he was through the Holy Ghost power. Mm-hmm. So he so I, he didn't know that guy. Didn't know him. He was still looking at me and said, on this day. That was enough. Yeah, that was yeah, it. This, that was it was yeah. the simplicity of that story is incredible. We got to understand, even in the Bible, it says, "Don't be fooled by the simplicity of, of the gospel." It's like so many people want to make it complicated. They want to add works. They want to yeah. add. Yeah. No, the simple. The simplicity of that story is the the most incredible part about it. It's, it's like, so simple. It's like all you got to do is ask God to forgive you. Yeah. And to remember you. It's like that's it. Admit He's God. By I mean, first of all, if you say God forgive me. You're admitting he's God. God. Mm-hmm. And you're admitting he died, rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Remember me. Save me. And that's all it takes. You don't have to plus or minus nothing. You don't have to get baptized. You don't have to speak tongues. You don't have to learn to fly some crazy nonsense. No. You don't got to like fly to the, a Muslim country and hold up a Bible in each hand and start screaming about the love of Jesus until they cut your head off. 
You don't mm-hmm. got to do that. Mm-hmm. You just got to cry to the Lord when he calls you mm-hmm. and say, forgive me, remember me, I believe you. That's yeah. it. That's the, it's imp- the, simple. The Bible is that simple in a mm-hmm. nutshell. That's what the Bible says. That's it. That's all you've got to know. You don't, I don't need, that's why I say you don't need 30 minutes, you know. I always <laughs> like, I'm like five, like, a Listen, minute. I need a again, minute to tell you how great Jesus is. One we're, minute. We're just different people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Because I mean, I get what you're trying to say because you want to like deeply dive into it. But this I, goes I, back. This goes back yeah. to like our childhood. Exactly. I think, yeah. in the past our way of thinking and stuff. Because yeah, I don't. I, I believe. I, I believe wholeheartedly that God sends that man to you, not exactly, to me. Yeah. But if He sends him to me, again, there's some people who always want more detail, and they're like, I'm like, the answer is simple. Mm-hmm. Like they want to discuss why can't we lie, and I'm like. What's the point of discussing that? <laughs> like, it's like, wh- why do you think God said we can't dress like women? What do you think the harm is? It's like, because He doesn't say you don't dress like women. He said don't wear women clothes. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like some people. I mean, don't understand. Some people believe that women can't wear pants. That's not what the Bible teaches. If I have pants, they're my pants. They're made for men. Yeah. And a woman wearing them, that's wrong. If I wear women skinny jeans, it's still wrong. <laughs> but her wearing jeans made for women is fine. Yeah. There was a time where women's clothes was a different color. That's the only way you knew. Uh-huh. Women's a different color. They were the exact same outfit, but different color. So it has nothing to do with what you're wearing. It's the intent. If, if, if it's made for a man, it's for a man. Don't wear it if you're a woman. And I don't need to dive deeper into that. It's like, what's the point? Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, what's the point of being like, why do you think God thought that that was a problem? It's like, I don't know, because it's wrong, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's. Cities back then be crazy. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why God came up with the laws he did. I just know he did, therefore I follow him. Mm. And some people were like, well, I think we should discuss it. I'm like, I think there's more important things to discuss. Yeah, yeah. This I find it interesting to talk about stuff like why I disagree with tattoos, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think there is a credible reason to disagree with me. Mm. And I believe, I, 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 you can actually disagree with me, and I can go, you make a fair point. Because there was a time when I disagreed with you. Cussing? You could disagree with me that cussing's wrong. Not cursing. Cursing's wrong. Cursing is what's in the Bible. Say anything said for no reason. Mm-hmm. Or um, in anger. Anything you say. Yeah. If you say, hey, you, in anger, that's the cursing. That's a sin. Yeah. That's all it takes. And if you shout some nonsense, that's cussing mm-hmm. or cursing. Cussing is more of a thing the world's created. And I take it as like the law of the land. If you cuss, people look at you and go, that guy's, that guy's not like a, a devout man. You know, he's not a good man. That's how the world takes it, regardless of how it's true or not. I yeah. know all kinds of great people who cuss. Many old men that are great old men and just cuss every once in a while like it's nothing. Yeah. It's like, but but I believe that because the world judges you, it's a sin to do it. It's like, yeah, okay. But I believe you can make a credible argument and say that's not true mm-hmm. because some words are said for a point. I'm like, sure, fair enough. But at the end of the day, I think, like I said about the tattoos, if I feel like it's going to hurt my relationship, to yeah. me, or like my example. And, uh, I, and I, I go ahead. Yeah, because the, the whole idea. So my, my last name is Rogers. Okay, when they hear my last name, they think of my father. I represent my dad, because they think, oh, these Rogers are crazy. If I'm crazy, they think all the Rogers are crazy, right? Mm. Well, I'm a Christian. Okay, so when they think of me, they think of God. So if I'm crazy, they think my, they think my God's crazy. They think God is crazy. So I live in a way in which God is reflected goodly. That my name is honorable and doesn't bring shame, just like I would my earthly dad. I try to bring honor to my heavenly father. So tattoos, the world judges as bad, so I don't get them. Yeah. Cussing, the world judges as bad, so I don't do it. it. 
It's that simple. Sure. You're going to be so hated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I get from that. Yeah, probably. I something. feel like the more defined you are, the more hated you yeah, become. That, it's, it's true. I mean, that, I, I, I mean, I don't disagree. I've met a lot of people who disagree with me in my life. I've argued with a lot of people about stuff that probably was unnecessary <laughs> just because, you know, I'm human. I like being right. <laughs> and I got <laughs> yeah. to be careful to watch myself not to attack people because they, like, yeah. disagree with me. Yeah, you're going to be so hated. Yeah, and that's just what it is, you know? It is what it is. To be hated for God is is noble to me. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'd rather be ha- hated for serving God. You know, what is it? I mean, it's in the Bible. It's like uh, say, it's like they called us fools for God. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah. I'll be crazy for Jesus. A- again, in your defense, at least if I ask why, you have an answer. Yeah. And I think that's going to matter. It's going to matter so much. And a, and a lot of that's because I have so many crazy statements. People are like, what? <laughs> Explain. And Because I'll, I'll give them a hot take, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what did you, you just say, man? You're uh, definitely on the extreme end, yeah, but at least yeah. there's still an answer. Yeah. There's something to I, go yeah, off of. At least of. I've thought about it. You know, I'm not just like, this is wrong. There's Why? a placement yeah. in your belief. There's like a pin, and yeah. I can go, that's what he believes. Exactly. At least you you can write down. Even if it's extreme, there's a pin there, and you're exactly. like, I know where it is. I like talking oh, yeah. to somebody else. And yeah, it's if someone like, were to debate me, it'd be so easy to like to just talk to me and just like write down all my beliefs, pretty much, and yeah. just like argue about them because I'm. I'm and then I've read them like so read like them back up. to you, and you'd exactly, be like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly exactly. It. Because, and I tr- I'm, I try to be very meticulous about how I tell my beliefs so people get that. Yeah, because I think it's important because nothing is more annoying than trying to argue with somebody, and they're just strawmanning you. Well, and about something that you both agree on that you don't realize because you didn't understand each other. Mm-hmm. It's happened where like someone makes a statement, then I make a statement, and we start arguing. And at the end of it, we realize we agreed, and we just got confused by the wording. That's so we've argued for an hour about the same thing. That's where I've just accepted like our differences. Yeah, I'm just yeah. fi- I'm founded in the destinations the same, patch is different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're going to the same place. We're just doing it differently. Exactly. We just and there's utility in yeah, that, and I've just, just accepted just, that. Yeah, we just somewhat disagree on, I don't know, our calling. I guess. In yeah. Some sure. I don't think we disagree on anything major. You know, you believe reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. You believe it's the Word of God. As far I'm as just, I know, should probably read it a bit more. I think we all should read it a bit we more. <laughs> you know? I'm telling you, every time, every time someone asks me something, I'm like, I think this is the answer, man. You're like it burns you up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, 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 my first time I preached, I preached on. Seeking wisdom, seeking knowledge from Proverbs sixteen sixteen. How much better it is than gold and silver? And Second Timothy two fifteen. Study to show thyself approved unto God, mm-hmm. a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So every time I get something I'm like question about, I'm like I gotta study that because I'm not rightly dividing it. I'm just making some choppy cuts. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to rethink on the uh, the whole calling thing for a while because I the what thing the calling thing. Oh, the calling. Okay, yeah, yeah. and. I had to like, because originally I had such a displeasure in people that preach hell. But again, I think yeah. I, I had to take a moment where I'm like, I think that comes from like the environment that I was yeah, raised exactly. in. You're, you're, pre, you're pre and then, determined by, I guess. Yeah. Sense. And then I was like, well, just because I feel the way that I have to do it is different doesn't mean that I can't listen to someone like your uncle and be like, yeah. that's just, yeah, and respect he was told to do that and I was told to do something exactly. else you, cause and I can't deny him that and I won't, yeah, like I'm going to walk away exactly, from the yeah, denying. Because t- I, like, I don't preach on hell that much. Like I, I, it's a place. I talk about it, but I you don't. It. Yeah, it's I see what you I touch on. I'm like, yeah, that's the other option, but I'm like, but this is the real thing that matters. Yeah. 
But that speaks to some people and others it doesn't. Yeah, and, and that's why oh, that's why you would argue there's a place yeah. for all three of us. Yeah, exactly. We're like, all we, yeah. It's like a carpenter. Carpenter has his feet square. He has his hand saw. He's got a skill saw. Those are all used for different things, and he doesn't want to be without any of them. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. And I so you God, see what you're saying. Yeah. God God's, reads yeah. each one of us differently. For yeah. a different person to reach a different person. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't let people like devalue what you think God has made you. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're, like, doing something that's against God and the Bible says, don't do this, you're wrong. Sure. But if you're, li- if you're living within the confines of what the Bible says is right and wrong and you believe that's where God's taking you, don't just let pe- Just because people say you're wrong doesn't mean you just go and throw it away. Maybe yeah. They're thoughtful. And guess what? If it fails, maybe it wasn't of God. Maybe it just wasn't. Yeah, you me. just find yourself. Yeah. yeah, but you can fight for it. Because at least then you know. Then you yeah. Know, then you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because like I said, like you said, it reaches different people. There are people. Yeah. That That's, I, that will hear me and think I'm crazy. There's someone who's gonna hear you and be like, and, oh, I get it now. And they just race me from their mind. Yeah, but there's and gonna be you, people that hear you and exactly. they're like, I get it and, now. And they're like, yeah, that guy makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Others will hear like a five words I say and go, that guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. Just turns it off. That's gonna be like ninety yeah. yeah, yeah. percent. Turn off the podcast. And go, that guy was crazy. <laughs> what he was saying. That some people will, and that's just yeah. that's how you it just is. have I, to pay I, it. I'm yeah, ac- I'm accepting the fact that I'm my only reach. If I need to reach one person, that you done your goal. I, yeah, yeah exactly. so you just that's one of those things. Like if you're people like our position, you just have to come to. You just yeah, that's the exactly, conclusion yeah. you come to. Yeah, you you're have just to, like yeah, you yeah, have to. People, people get so focused on like reaping the reward almost that everything, yeah everything they do should be successful. Uh huh. It's like define success. Mm. It's like you know. You don't need to fill a church for success. If you have three people in the church, and the next week there's four, or like the job. next month there's yeah. four, you got growth. You're doing something. You did. It's like, I'm a Christian. God's the one that changed the world, not me. Uh-huh. I didn't change it. He's the one who died, who gave us since created the universe. Like I'm just here to help. Mm-hmm. And if, if serving God gets one person saved, that's what God. That's what God intended. You know. As long yeah. as, now, don't get me wrong. There's been times God's told me to talk to people that I haven't. And sure yeah, I'm, and I'm sure I'm held yeah. accountable for that. I'm, I I pray <laughs> that those people didn't end up in hell that they didn't die. You know, my uncle, who I was telling you about, I'm, he's the one who he should have talked to somebody and they didn't. They died. Mm-hmm. It weighs heavily on you because yeah. you're supposed to be. And you know, I always think that now, as I got older, I was like, you know, I'm sure you've got someone in your family that you wish were saved, that you prayed for, that you talked to, and you wish you were. And just think about the guy who God tells you to talk to. That's someone else's brother, sister cousin that they've been praying for for the last year or two to get saved and all it would take is you talking to them. Yeah. And you don't. It's like, that was their person for you. Yeah. And so that's, that really weighs me down. So if God tells me to talk to somebody, it's really a battle because I'm like, what if that was my brother? And what I didn't and, and now did, that, and, and it's over. And mm-hmm. they didn't even get saved. Yeah. That's wow. true. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got you to think that way sometimes. Also, the more people you have in heaven, the more family you've got. So that's pretty great. You know, yeah, it's like talking to a lot of people. Every person that gets saved, that's another brother and sister. Yeah, and yeah, all, and today's world, we soften that so much because we call everyone brother, sister, and hey, bro. It's like not the same thing though. Yeah. I've got friends I call bro, but they're not my brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not my heavenly brother or my fleshly brother. brother. Yeah. Fleshly. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same. If I call you bro, I, but I don't confide in them. I don't talk to them about like my real problems. Yeah, because sure. they're sure they're my friends. They're like my brother, but it's not the same. It's mm-hmm. not something I can count on. He's like walking the same path, struggling the same as me. Yeah, and who every, gets it? Exactly. Mm, sure. Exactly. And so in part, it's like a different thing. And I feel like we've, a lot of us have lost that. 
the 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 ability to distinguish and truly make these bonds and, and yeah. how important they are. Because you should seek to have a Christian friend. If you're a Christian and you look around and none of your friends are Christians, you need to find a Christian friend. <laughs> you need somebody else who's struggling with you. Yeah. Because that's a, you want to be miserable. That's how you be miserable. Surround yourself with people who disagree with you, and watch them tear you apart. Because uh-huh. they will pull you apart like like anything else, chain you up by the world and rip you in half. Yeah. And that's what will happen. You uh-huh. need brothers and sisters in Christ. So. Well, looks like Hedrick didn't make it, but it's okay. Yeah, did you text him or did I what? I did, but he's again, he's been very busy recently. Has so. he? Okay. I, you never said anything. You just like looked at your phone. I was like, yeah, I, don't know if I waited, but I think he got busy. But it's okay. Yeah, we, we had st- a good time. We had a good talk. We had a good time. Right. Yeah, we did it ourselves, which was nice. I'll ask about rescheduling. Oh, but yeah, see if we can do it sometime. Uh, we gotta be careful because I'm gonna be busy here in the next next Saturday. We're gonna try to go talk to people about God. We're gonna try to go church that door to door and stuff. And this so. Sunday, I'm gonna go. I told my cousin I'm to go to her church with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see because he's he's leaving soon. So yeah, so. But hopefully, we can do it. I now, want it. Real, Oh, go ahead. I'll We're, I'm going to tell the plan of salvation. You got something else you got to say. Oh, yeah. So let me say a couple things. So uh, I I still want you and him to talk for yeah. certain. And then I would like maybe after he's gone, I'm going to try to get his brother. Yeah. I so would. I know for – so Hedrick's a little bit different. But from what I understand from his brother is his brother's like so it's like study scripture. Yeah. I think it would be neat to have you guys talk. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah, because his brother's cause, like cause, really – Because a lot of the verses they use I know – Mm-hmm. Like I know that's not what they teach. I know they don't teach that, mm-hmm. but I think there's definitely yeah, a conversation so, going on. Yeah, so I would like you guys to talk. I wouldn't mind your uncle. Your uncle sounds fun. Yeah. I want to work towards that. Yeah, he, I he's think got so a really busy schedule to be mm-hmm. pretty because he's a truck driver. Yeah, so he's like for at sure. Church and it's like work. He's going work, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's in the future. Yeah, I gotta tell you more about him. He's he's fun. He's he's a good guy. Yeah, I want to know more but about. You gotta, him. You gotta know more about him. But uh, I think that's that. I think on that we had fun. Uh, yep. You, I think, I think I tried to just let you go at it. Yeah. I think for the most part you did well. I think you defined yourself. I tried. I tried. Very well. I, I, I got so focused thinking about talking to him that I didn't think about like. What we would talk about. Yeah, like self-generating, like what I believe. Mm-hmm. I just like what I believe related to what he believed. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I think my, you. Like it's all of my notes were pretty much like. I, I think you did well though. I think you defined it very well. I tried. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think you went okay. Well, I hope, I hope, you know. Yeah, it was fun. We here was fun. <laughs> I might just tell you some crazy guy. With the no, guy, no. Like John the Baptist there on were, the box. There were definitely there were definitely some <laughs> things I'm sure people are gonna be like that was extreme. But yeah, for the most yeah, part, I yeah. think you like well, went that's, back. That's, that's there were a couple things that I think were necessary that you redefined. Uh, the thing about Tyus, I think was good. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, was I to like explain what that meant. Uh, I guess you w- you admitting that you're not a pastor, nor do you think that you're in the position yeah, to be exactly, one, yeah, was probably really worth saying. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple random things that I feel like matter and that came out of nowhere. I think the whole like uh, if I was with a girl and she cheated on me, would I? Yeah. I feel like that that oddly matters a lot, and a lot. I feel like a um, lot of people need to I, hear yeah, that. I talk about that a lot with people because a lot of people disagree. With even me. even I, though I don't think that that's the point of where I'm taking the podcast or where right, the podcast yeah, exactly. to go. It's kind of it's it like leaves a religious to a degree. I guess you would debate. On that, well, yeah, in some, well, but in it's some ways, it's something that's like I think more people just need to hear in general. Right. So I it came out of nowhere. Yeah. I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. you to mention it. You did, and yeah. I was like, hey, that's really good, and I I hope people hear that. Right. Yeah. I think you and you took that further, and you applied it to a lot of things. You were like, yeah. 
uh, it, would I bring somebody to this church? If not, I need to look for another church. Exactly. I think that's like you. That's just something to take with you. Yeah, that, with that anything. Way, that way of like truly thinking. Yeah, because really, yeah, that's it's something to take with you anywhere. Because God, that's actually the reason I, I started with that is because that's how God made me realize the rest of it is from a, a relationship standard. Because in many ways, our relationship with God, with the church, and everything is a lot reflected in the family. Mm-hmm. Is that dedication and stuff. And so that's why it always ends up coming in conversation. I, I've talked about it all the time with people because one of the things I mainly disagree with is because some people believe like your wife cheats, you just leave. It's like no, but again, this idea that like when something happens, well, you need to not just yes, but what that means, and oh, that yeah, if something yeah. happens, you need to like, especially if you're in a relationship, you need to just like contend with it. You need to fight right, it. Like, to, why yeah, did this to, happen? It's a burden why. both of you carry. Exactly. That's exactly. the that's just that's it. It's a burden exactly. both of you carry, and if it's not if it's a burden that you won't carry, then it's the wrong person. It's the wrong person. Yeah, or maybe you just shouldn't be married. I mean, cause you're I'm, that. I'm, I'm content to do that. If if I never meet the woman that I think is I would is the woman, mm-hmm. yeah, then I'll just be single until I die. And there's nothing sure. wrong with that. There's this ideal in the world that we have to be have married. to. Mm-hmm. No, take God and live your life. And if God says, hey, you should marry that person, well, that's it. Sure. But if you never meet that person, don't settle down just because you're afraid of being alone. Because as long as you've got God, you're never alone. Yeah. If I'm lonely, open the Bible, read it, pray to God. That loneliness goes away so yeah. quickly. Yeah. I think you did a fantastic job at explaining yourself, though. Yeah. You did that. It's clearly not your first rodeo. <laughs> it's cl- clearly this is something that's been brought to the table multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have it like defined. And everything, it's chiseled. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, I think that that sums it up. So if you want to go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So all I want to say real quick is if you're at, if you're listening to this and and you're thinking about Jesus and thinking about getting saved, you know that God died for you and He loves you and He wants to forgive your sins. All you've got to do is call upon His name, ask Him to save you. And I encourage you strongly if you feel that today to pray, ask Him to save you, enter your life, change your life, because He will, and your life will never be the same. Open your Bible, read it, talk to God. And and that's all it takes. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's not by your works, not by any action you take. Simply put your faith in God and just pray to him and ask him to forgive you, and he will. That's all it takes. That's all I got. That's a good name. It's beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. <laughs>